talking. <laughs> hey guys, welcome back to the Anime Collector and welcome back to the OCA podcast. Uh, with me, the Anime Collector, my co-host, Donjobu Agi. Yo, 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 how's it go? And today and... we've got FDM with us again. Welcome, nipple fiends. It's glad, <laughs> I'm glad to be back. I take it you're, I... you have your shirt off. <laughs> I'm just no, going to and... have it on and it's oh, yeah, pretty hot it. already. So this is a bad sign. <laughs> it's hot in Canada right now. <laughs> hey man, I don't make it's, the rules. It's, it's ice. yeah, it's negative. Holy it's negative three right now. Remember yeah. when it was negative 23, negative three. That's so hot, man. The only thing hot in Canada right now is some griddle house. All right. Uh, so, <laughs> so, First order of business. Did we make it to a thousand subscribers? Yes, we did. I've got the champagne right here. I've got people to thank. Augie told me not to open this until it was on camera. So that's going to be interesting. It's going to be kind of a risk opening it in here. <laughs> but um, I got some people I want to thank first. So first of all, hold on, I got to pull this out of here so I can screen share so the first person that I want to thank uh, is Lishansky. And I want to thank Lishansky because this is a person who had, realistically speaking, the least possible chance of helping and still went out of their way to do every single thing that they could anyway. Next, I want to thank Mr. Nice Guy. And then in no particular order, I want to thank Dual Review, Dakota Broski, Subtitled Anime, Lutox Anime, and Under the Scope. But of those people, I need to thank Mr. Nice Guy the most because the reason that we even got to 1,000 subscribers is because I participated in AniTuber Expo. And because not he's a because doll. Of, <laughs> well, not only because of the content that I created for that, um, which is, I think, what pushed us over that final stretch at the end is them being able to share that link because I cleaned it up and, and provided it uh, right before the deadline. Um and, uh, but also because of the network, uh, sort of, you know, that I have from being in that and getting to know all these guys. So, uh, obviously under the scope is probably what tipped us over the edge because he's got such a huge following. And I actually wasn't even expecting a shout out from him. Um, I think he did that for me, um, as a uh, favorite of Mr. Nice Guy, but, uh, regardless, we got there. Um, I'm thrilled. Uh, and of course I want to thank every one of you guys who actually subscribed because obviously we wouldn't be here if you hadn't. So, uh, I want to share real quick, um, what Lishansky actually did on, I think it was the 16th and 17th. Um, so just before this, uh, so we actually made business cards, uh, and these actually, uh, I have the, the, the document, like the image document I could have just shown you, but I actually think that these look even better printed out than they did in the Photoshop document. So basically, um, I got 500 of these cards printed that say, you know, have the logo and it says the anime This URL redirects you to the, uh, subscribe link, um, for the YouTube channel. And then on the back, it says, help us reach 1,000 subscribers, youtube.com slash anime collector, anime reviews, collecting tips, convention videos, the OCA podcast, and more. And he, uh, the way that he phrased it, and he'll, he's in the chat right now, so he's going to go ahead and uh, confirm or deny uh, what happened. But the way that he phrased it, he said he tried 
to get it on the official snapshot of Anime Milwaukee. So we'll see uh, what he says about that, whether or not that was successful or not. I I figured since I'm looking at this image that I combined in this image for the Photoshop thing here, uh, that uh, that he actually did. Um, So yeah, uh, I kind of tripped over my words here, but he went to Anime Milwaukee and handed out like at least a hundred of these cards. Um, And uh, again, it's like that's that took a lot more work than you know, tweeting out to your followers saying, Hey, come help this guy get to a thousand subscribers, you know? So even though I owe a lot to these other people who had this following, who are willing to use it to help me get there, uh, Lishansky went above and beyond and really took matters into his own hand. He actually requested the, uh, to be able to do this. Um, so I got these cards printed and I had staples print them near his house and he went and picked them up on the way there. So that's, that's pretty cool. Um, I'm, I'm very thrilled about that. Anyway, um, so shall I open this champagne? I Only think you should it. first close your downloads and your Facebook contacts and blur that after the podcast. But yes, go ahead. Those, that, that Facebook stuff always shows up. I can't, I can't do anything about that. <laughs> um, Just lock the video onto you, how, Mr. Cameraman. How do, I, how do I turn them off? Like, How do I even get rid of this stupid content? Thing. I hate that. Mm, I'm sure. I don't like where this is going. Hold this on. Might be Turn off the again. chat. Am I still safe? No, no, no. It's a Facebook thing. Okay. You might want to hide that Minecraft.jar that you had on your downloads as well. Oh no. What else was in there? Out of curiosity, it was probably a bunch of torrents. Wine into a jar. <laughs> it was just like a bunch of document. Well, I think images that had like a billion random letters and oh those numbers. are those are yeah those are probably um the images that i used to make that thing i was just showing you anyway um i'm not worried about that i have nothing to hide there so shall i open this only yes, if you lock the so. image onto you oh okay that's a good idea um can we uh oh, can you guys go ahead and read it. yeah no, <laughs> that's how you get it get open, so uh can you guys go through the chat while i'm doing this and just uh read aloud some of the important One person didn't watch happening. don't destroy your collection mm. ac from lishansky uh can <laughs> well, we discuss the recent watch, uh, google images no longer having view image button i noticed that really ticked me off i'm really tickled about this because i want to use high quality images for my future content oh future content is that mecha guy making youtube <laughs> I would like to see that. Let's yeah, see. In the, like ch- in the chat, they were talking about uh, who watched Agent Ica, who didn't. One person didn't watch Agent Ica and went to you, Haka Show, and they were talking about season three spoilers. Yeah, so uh, discuss the Yu Yu Haka Show <laughs> with our Ica. I'm going to shoot this right at the. Uh... At my teleprompter. <laughs> I'll say the Hermaphrodite Triad character came out of the left field. Um, no, no, I feel like Elder Tagoro. Uh, Wait, I see, are, you, are we talking about Yu Yu Hakusho or Asian Ica? When you said I, that? I don't remember Yu Yu Hakusho. You didn't get far enough I saw the incest the most important part. Yeah. Everybody makes a mecha channel. So I don't have a um, champagne flute, but I'm putting it in this like cider wine glass. <laughs> oh, it's not a boot. All right, guys. So this is to you. Anybody at home who has any form of drink, go ahead and uh, this is a toast to you. Okay. I'll I'll use my water supplement. That is very dry. (laughs) Okay. 
So shall we jump right into uh, pickups? Uh, yes. Yeah, sure. Do you guys want to go first or me? Sure. Uh, not me first, because I want. I don't want to set the stage for the next person, you know? Okay. Augie, you you go can first? say that you have the Holy Grail and we would have to believe you because we can't see what you got. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I so could probably you... log in on my phone and use like so a... I'm going to go first. Yeah, I don't have my titles prepared. That's a lot first. of... I'm sick of waiting. You guys are time vampires. So the first thing that I have uh, to show off is an import. I'm curious if anybody Ooh, knows yellow what this box. Is. It looks like Aquarion's really import. Nope. Does this give you a hint? Oh, because it's 240p on my end anyway. I think it's pretty easy to read that. Is that not, is that really hard to read? Oh, for you? Yeah, this is the special edition for um, the Dragon Dentist. In fact, it actually oh. says that in English there. Um, it so looks the better on the. This, <laughs> it looks better on the YouTube stream than a Hangout stream. Yeah, on the Hangout, that's too bad. So the reason I bought this is for was for this. Um, Obviously, I just released that video. I bought this because I wanted a, a better quality Blu-ray version of the uh, of the footage from my short for the Anituber Expo. That would be satisfying. Also, I also bought it for Annie Matt, uh, who is a great YouTuber who is starting to produce content again. You guys should all check out if, if you haven't seen his content before. Uh, because... I provided the uh, the footage for everybody to use in that um, short because I was able to get a torrent that had the oh, a rip of the website. And it turns out, so the website had it both in English and a Japanese side. And if you were on the English side, there were subtitles on the videos. If you're on the Japanese side, there weren't. But the problem is that Animat's video, for some reason, had subtitles on the Japanese side as well. So... I bought this so that I would be able to uh, partially as a way to get him some footage so that he could upload it to his channel, the short that he did, which is a great short, without the subtitles. The subtitles are hard-coded in, in the Blu-ray. So Wait, apparently the Blu-ray? They passed, yeah, they're hard-coded just on his oh and somebody God. else's short. Yeah, there were there were two shorts, I believe, that that for some reason there's a problem with the subtitles. They they like deleted the the version that doesn't doesn't have the subtitles. So they're hard-coded. Couldn't get them to turn off. Um, so unfortunately, uh, I couldn't provide him with with a version. Your efforts weren't vain. I did. Funny, funnily enough, the the little. Um, the little, uh, what do you call it? The watermark of the little stick figure guy that's in the corner of those shorts. Um, mm-hmm. That's not on the the Blu-ray. So I assume because it's not web content or whatever. Sure. Yeah. But, uh, but I guess, I don't know why the, the subtitles are hard coded. Um, but anyway, the reason why I didn't actually use that footage um, instead of the footage I had is because the aspect ratio was slightly different. The quality wasn't, it was arguably, it was better and worse. You know, there were some parts where it looked cleaner, other parts where it didn't. And I was also mixing it with footage. If, if you guys haven't actually seen the shorts that, that I did my video on, um, I used footage in my breakdown of the VFX that wasn't from the short. And it wasn't from the making of, of the short. I mm-hmm. used footage from the demo reel of the artist I was talking about. Okay, I actually found additional footage that wasn't used in the making of, and that's why I was able to produce such a great video there. Um, so that footage, I wasn't going to be able to get any higher quality. And then the other issue is, as I said, it was a slightly different 
aspect ratio. So all of the masks that I had put in, like for instance, there's a part where I'm talking about maybe the, offset. Uh, well, yeah, there's a part where I'm talking about how um, shots uh, two, three, and four are actually the exact same shot, the same scene rendered from different angles. And I, I use, I actually masked out so that you guys could see as they overlay and it looks like just an overlay, but there's a lot more work behind the scenes that went into that so that it would read better. Um, but I masked that out and the masks didn't line up. So I just decided to, to not fight it and go with it. So anyway, that's the first thing for my pickups. Next up. Now, the before City you continue, Suzuki collection. What? Before you continue, oh, when you say anime, when you say Animax, I'm thinking like uh, Cinemax's anime lineup for their premium network. When did I say Animax? I just think That's of Malaysia. YouTuber. Oh, Animat. His name's Animat. Matt. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got the windows up in the. What? <laughs> you got the hey, next three windows up in the YouTube thing. Oh, do you want me to turn that off? I forgot to turn. It. Yeah, yes. because, because I don't. I don't usually have to turn that off because FDDM is usually not here. So, and hide. Look at this gone. There you go. Um. All right. So so anyway, uh, the Seiju and Suzuki, the early years, Volume One. Um. When I talked about uh, the this is one of the ones where um this is a limited collection. They only made um one thousand, or they, at least they claim they only made fifteen hundred. Was that print? or whatever that you couldn't get um not this one uh this one was a pre-order at the time so it came in okay and there's also volume two which i've already pre-ordered um this is going to be a weird one in my collection though because i'm going to have to put this uh, in my collection the way that it goes is it's it's really obscure random crap like um like uh those attack on titan no 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 like those dvds that are like they're meant to be played at a, a blockbuster where the DVD goes in and it has like an episode of like three different shows and it would just loop, you know, like a, oh, sort of a screening copy, you know, to, to just, like, to just like the catalog, the catalog DVD. So I've got a couple of those. That's where that's first. And then for instance, I've got like, I've got like DVD really weird stuff. Like, um, how to be a dual master at Yu-Gi-Oh! Never watched it. Never even played uh, oh the Yu-Gi-Oh! card game. Never, never watched the tutorial thing, but I just have weird stuff there. So it goes weird stuff. Then it goes to, uh, um, like compilations, you know, so this is going to go in the front. It's going to make everything else shift off. and It's going to be a huge pain. That's, that's what I'm getting at. Brad, you anyway. should get the Yu-Gi-Oh! like sampler pack that has like an episode of each of the four series on it and add <laughs> that to that section. Well, um, you know, if it, if it lands in my lap, it'll go there. But um, I also picked up 91 Days. Okay, because Augie was talking about this. Um, is that Finny Ellie? Yes, it's a it's a thin limited edition. Ah, oh, the bane of my existence. I, I think it looks pretty good, actually. Um, well, yeah, they they do look good for what they are, but it's just disappointing that we don't have a, a full size. What's kind opinion. of irritating is that there's a card of some sort shrink wrapped in with it, and we're not. Yeah, that's, it's not that's literally all of them. So now the shrink wrap won't fit on it nicely when you take it out. Yeah, right. Which is really irritating. Um. What they need to do is shrink wrap it, put the card on, and shrink wrap it again. That's what they should do. (laughs) Or just not put this card here. Anyway, yeah, just put it in the box. The first time, like giving it a regular size. You just cut this side and then you slide it out. But what he's saying is that once you pull that out, then the shrink wrap won't fit as cleanly. Like that's what I did with the Dragon Dentist in order to get into it. That's what happens with my Viz titles. They have the thick uh, Blu-ray whatever card on it. So you, you can see here that there's. 
Um, right, like I, right. I cut the plastic I and then I, I put these in so that they will, uh, so that that plastic flap. So you have access, but it's yeah, still protected. But it's but that actually by cutting it that way, it holds the shrink wrap on a little bit better. To me, it's 50, 50. It depends on how thick or thin the plastic is on some of them, like the high school DXD ones. Perfect. I can just cut it, mm-hmm. slip in, slip out. Cause it's rigid. Right. The gotcha right. man re-released from uh, Sentai Filmworks. That thing is loose. Yeah, because there's a different. There's like cling wrap and shrink wrap, and yeah, there's different. Anyway, so so I got this from the from the Funimation sale on Right Stuff. And what's really annoying is that a lot of the items that were in that sale were not actually. You couldn't use the the Funimation code to actually take money off of it. I love those Right only, Stuff. <laughs> well, you could only tell. You could only tell if it was the only item in the cart. So I had to keep removing stuff because I wanted to get this, but it wasn't when it had the sale applied. It was it was too little to to get free shipping. So I kept adding other things to the cart, removing this to see if it would actually work. And like nothing else I wanted to buy was actually um, capable of giving me the the discount until I found uh, Oblivion Island, Haruka and the magic mirror, which we had talked about uh, not too long ago. And uh, Augie had suggested that this might be a good thing to do um, like a VFX breakdown video on. So I thought, you know, I might as well watch it. Um, And then I also got uh, Season three of Dragon Ball Super, which I pre-ordered a long time ago, has finally come in. I've already seen this one, unfortunately. Can I just say a quick note? Like the anime yeah. snob, that anime snob makes tons of videos about like for Neverworld and how he's like he doesn't do any research mm-hmm. or anything on anything he talks about. So he's like, ah, I don't know. Blah, blah. Well, he made a Twitter video that he got a package from Funimation and it included that set, and he's like, oh, I don't think this is even released yet. And then yeah. <laughs> I just look on Amazon, it's like in stock. So yeah. Oh, that just goes to show he really does no research. Yeah. Well, I, I will say, first of all, I just want to say, um, and I'm <laughs> I'm already going to lose some subscribers for this. Um, I actually like that anime snob because he's really consistent. I do too. And he's, uh, he brings up a great point, but the way that he makes his videos are intentionally designed to antagonize and attack people. Yeah, that's um, why he so, literally calls himself that anime snob. Right. So in that regard, I understand why people don't like him. But I, but the thing is that everybody I've ever heard who who doesn't like him, they don't have, um, they don't articulate a point on why he's wrong because he's not actually wrong. <laughs> they just don't like him because exactly. he's mean, you know. <laughs> so anyway, they say things about sounds like a guy I wouldn't watch in the first place. Yeah, yeah. he's and like he the only YouTuber <laughs> I still kind of consistently watch. I got kicked yeah. off his list of. Well, I didn't get kicked off, but my channel on his channel list was uh, inactive. So I commented on his latest video after I made my This Month in Anime, which he made the list an hour or so before I uploaded it. And I said, so uh, do I qualify as active now? Okay, hold on. I got to show you guys something. This is so funny to me. Um, Have you guys ever noticed my pinned tweet? This is for Uh, I'm never going to that Jake Paul, whatever recommendations, isn't it? No, no, no. Oh, wait, no, it's a different one. Okay, so let me share a screen real quick. I'll show you. This cracks me up so bad. Hold on, let me... Uh... Can I not open this in a new... It doesn't matter. Anyway, this is my pinned tweet. YouTube put up my related channels as that anime snob, oh, yeah, Bob Samurai, something called Blind Wave, and the Alex Jones channel. 
<laughs> this cracks me up so bad. So anyway, I I posted this, and uh, anyway, I, I had a little chat with the, that anime snob uh, in in the thread of that. So I, apparently, he does know that I exist. <laughs> but you got to send me this list. I didn't know that there was, this list was a. Thing. I don't think I don't know if you're on it because I I'm think I looked for you yeah, and you weren't. I don't think it. I'm on it. I'm surprised that you're on it, quite frankly. <laughs> well, oh yeah, like me and Moon TV, we were looking at it the one day, and we. And he's like, yeah, it even has some people with like one subscribers on it. And I said, how the hell does he make this list? He just has no life. <laughs> he, every like, no, but seriously, this guy has watched so much anime that it's ridiculous. And it's like, if you're watching that much anime, how do you also have the time to watch all these YouTubers? <laughs> oh, exactly. Anyway, so, so let me, let me continue here. I'm looking for the list. Go ahead though. Just send it, just send it to me. So I showed off, uh, the iron blooded orphans uh, box that um, I'm going to be sending this to Lishansky. We had a sort of a deal in the, behind the scenes. I opened it to get my, to get the reason I bought it. I, I opened yeah, make it. Your to mecca. Get this out. Yeah. I opened it to get this out. Right. And I'm, I, I'm burned. It totally burned me. Guess what? Why? Okay. It comes with season one, part one, season one, part two. And the filler box for this. It's Somebody, cracked? no. When they put the when they put the slipcase on it, they weren't Ooh. very careful. Ooh. And because there's because there's no shrink wrap on it, uh, right stuff can't do anything about it. <laughs> I didn't open the shrink wrap. There's just none in it because it, the way it was packaged. So I'm totally <laughs> burned on this. <laughs> um, I already bought a replacement on uh, on Amazon, but uh, <laughs> just annoying, right? <laughs> totally burned. Anyway, so I got a couple more to go through um, real quick. So uh, I had pre-ordered this a long time ago. I usually wait for Anime Expo to get this stuff, but I just kind of wanted to, uh, kind of wanted to have it. So I got the Loop on the Third uh, Part Two, Part Two. Or Ooh, part which two, one's these now? Part Two, Part Two, <laughs> Part Two collection too. Oh, um, and they and had then, that little poll. I was thinking, ooh, that would be a good series to put on SD Blu-ray. Yeah, they have no. Well, HD I would rather that be on on not on hd blu-ray if if they can still yeah, do that same um, but i doubt they will because they haven't put anything out yet but anyway well they put a couple movies out uh so i also got sailor moon crystal set three and two things i probably can't show you from the soft cell <laughs> see if i can cover these up you can get some sticky yeah, I'm not, sticky I'm not sure. <laughs> so Slave Princess Olivia and this other one called Sex Hypnosis Zero. Uh, and then for my wife... You I got her a copy up, too. I picked up Yona of the Dawn. Um, this was on part of the uh, one of oh, those one-day sales. Yeah, on, on I hated website. that uh, creator that put the, put the manga on infinite hiatus. Wait, that manga? Yeah. Uh, on infinite hiatus, so does that mean not coming back? Or that, mean indefinite. That's another word of we're canceling it. <laughs> um, and I also picked up Yuri on Ice because apparently it's apparently going out. It's print. out of print. It's already out of print. <laughs> so sure, Amazon sure. says otherwise. Well, it's, well, out of print doesn't mean out of stock. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so those are my pickups. We all know that's going to be worth like a thousand dollars in two years, though, because Fujoshi's are. Picking that mm-hmm. up left, right, and center. Well, I don't think it's Fujoshi's. But... No, I think it's Fujoshi's. I think that I well, I, I, I'm not. I wouldn't be surprised if this was an intentional underprinted title. 
I yeah, I wouldn't be either. For for the limited edition, that is. Um, anyway, uh, so yeah, it might not be a bad idea to pick up more than one copy. Just saying, um, but uh, um, something else I forgot to mention is that in the group chat where I was thanking the people who are involved in AniTuber Expo for helping me get to a thousand subscribers, um, I mentioned I, I I was going out to buy champagne, and Mister Nice Guy's like, "There better be a, a slice of cake and a balloon," and then. Uh, um, Subtitle anime oh. is like a thousand balloons, to be honest, right? So I was going to get a, a cake pop <laughs> because I hate cake and I and I don't really care for balloons. I was going to get a cake pop and claim there were a thousand sprinkles on it, but that didn't happen. So, <laughs> so hey, is uh, the video free roaming? Uh, it is now. Okay, you mentioned cake. Well, I definitely have that. <laughs> Very good. FDDM has the thousand balloons. You just can't see them because because he doesn't have a webcam. <laughs> I have a webcam on my phone. <laughs> well, of course he has a thousand balloons. It's still in the packet. Yeah, yeah it's new seal. All right, so you, you want to do your uh, you want to do your pickups? I'll give all the cameras on yes, you. Yes, lock lock me on the screen. You are locked on the screen. All right. So, ironically, I placed a bid, and apparently, I won. Or let me rephrase that: I placed an won. offer. Place an offer, and ironically, I won. So I got the ADV release of Tech in the Motion Picture. That is a this phenomenal is a movie, case. and I'll fight anybody who says it's not. <laughs> what's weird about it? The case. I open it. It's yeah, like weird? super rigid inside. So it's a good case. <laughs> it's a good case, just not something I was expecting. Yeah, it's the kind that you might as well just put like a, a lock combination on the side of it to get it open because it's so well. sturdy. Also, one of the weird things is if you can't really see it, but this lip here looks like you can almost practice kissing on it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know exactly the type is of. Is that like the about. manga entertainment one? Like manga with Evangelion cases that are like really shallow. Oh no! This 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 is much. Have you ever felt a plastic brick? No. <laughs> Oh, plastic brick. Yeah. Wait a minute. 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 Lishansky says, "Which of you all got the Blu-ray series of Twelve Kingdoms for eighty bucks? I saw that sale on eBay. Why didn't you share that with us?" <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah, you could, premium so, box. You could share that fuse with us, but not this. Yeah, <laughs> Lishansky. Uh, Lishansky. Actually, I I sent him a link. I found a place that was selling. Um, or that had a listing for season three on Blu-ray for thirty-seven bucks. Oh my god! Uh, I haven't gotten mine yet. Have you, Lishansky? <laughs> well, Wait, Twelve Kingdoms. Debating on that. My next, the next thing that I got is the Napping Princess. Ooh. Okay. And everyone's favorite movie. <laughs> even though this is something. Damn. Even though uh, this. is... This what happened in this movie is why I wanted it to happen in the first episode. Anyway, is uh, I choose you, Pikachu. Ooh, ah, or I choose you. In the first movie, in the first, first episode. episode. First what episode. You wanted, what you wanted to have happen was Pikachu start talking. Yes, but he talks in this one. <laughs> yeah. Ah. Uh, well, you know, anything. Digimon did that in every episode, which is one thing they got right compared to. Pocket no, man. They, no, what they got right was Matt ending up with Sora and Ty being left of left to be a bum. That's what they hey, got right. Hey, that's non canon. 
and Davis was great because he made the most successful noodle stand ever. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And a two year old somewhere can make a good peanut butter jelly sandwich. Oh my God. I can't read this. Is that, is that your last pickup? Uh, I did get something else, but I'm trying to complete something. Next time you'll see what okay. I completed. So Sir Brad, right. I have a link for you for the channel list. Okay. Oh, great. Yeah, I'd love to look at that while it's, you're talking it's about on, it. It's in the description of this one, but I don't have Excel on this computer. I use Sheets, but anyway. What does Excel have to do with you posting a link? The channel list. It's an X, .xls or whatever file. So convert it to... Uh, it's a YouTube. Oh, it's in the description. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Uh, yeah. Media fire. I get you. I never saw this video. Where did? Uh, okay, well, all his videos kind of mush together. Some, you know, most of them, you're I've, just kind of like. I've subscribed to some of those channels that put out like thirty videos a day, and it just kills YouTube. <laughs> uh, you know what I think? I think that YouTube should have this thing where your channel should have a slot for the day. And then if you release two or three videos, it should be a drop down from that slot, you know? And every time you release a new video, it brings your channel higher in the sub feed so that people might see it more often, but it would still concatenate all your videos down into one, you know, I think that's how they should handle it. Maybe you should uh, present that to Twitch because they're making like, uh, what is it, premieres now? Well, I've presented it to YouTube and YouTube's full of, I'm not going to You presented it to YouTube? Well, I, I've given the idea to them. I, I went to YouTube Space LA back when I lived in California all the time, and I took their classes and stuff, and I, I gave them all sorts of great ideas. And the, the people there are just – I don't want to say they're incompetent, but they don't have any power to do anything. Power. <laughs> you you, put, you post a good idea. Like, for instance, one of the things was um, I, 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 I was uh, proposing this just to be um, – I, I was – What's the word? provocative, I guess? I, I was using this to just sort of uh, put forth the provocative argument that um, YouTube, uh, or rather YouTube is owned by Google and Google has um, Google Chrome and Google Chrome's web uh, extensions in their, in their like feature stuff is ad block that blocks YouTube videos, uh, YouTube video uh, ads. <laughs> so I proposed that argument like that and a bunch of other actual ideas. And uh, yeah, anyway. Back to you, FDDM, while I try to import this, because I don't have Excel on this computer. I'm going to try to import it into a Google Sheet. Okay, so my pickups, Augie's done? Yeah, I've been yes. done. Okay, I I specifically made a notepad for this, because otherwise I'd get lost. Well, keep in mind, we, all, all we see is a red FDDM. Yeah. I made it more cartoony, letters. because... Uh, that that guy that I was mentioning before that I had a meeting with today, uh, he's like, oh, yeah, so uh, email me your information and we'll meet next week. And I'm like, oh, crap, this is the most official email I have. I got to change the picture. <laughs> Let's hope he doesn't find my YouTube channel. <laughs> okay, so oh, first we got... Oh, I realized... Yeah, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I was looking at the list. I, I'm, I was only taking in half of what you were saying, and I was looking at the list, and I just realized when I came back that you're... Uh, that Yeah, you're not the, the death metal band anymore. <laughs> for, for your yeah, avatar. That's a, that's a you're not a hot topic right shirt there. anymore. Yeah. I'm, 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 I gone G, G-rated. So, yeah. my first pickups... Uh, we got Heavy Object Parts 1 and 2, because like I reviewed that, and I 
enjoyed that series. Har- uh, most of these are from like Funimation price drops, so they're all like thirty-five-ish dollars, twenty-five dollars in some lucky cases. Like the next two, which is Haruchika, whatever that is, C three, a certain magical index season two because I don't own that yet. Certain scientific railgun. S, which is the second season. That's the only railgun. So I mean, railgun. A S. certain series thing that I haven't watched. Like I haven't watched that in the index movie. Out of all the certain things, then I got Tenchi Moyo War on Gemnar, the complete series, because it's a lot cheaper to get that than to get part two, apparently, because that's the one I don't have. I have part one limited. Then we got Lucky Star, which is 1080i, not P. As the slipcover may tell you. Okay. Then we got Showman. To get to a point where you're going to watch the show and enjoy it, not just sit there and examine every spectacle of paint on the picture. Uh, I'm not saying, hey, uh, I can't watch this anymore because it's not 10p like described. I'm just saying, hey, let's take the movie Ferris Bueller's Day Off. When they go to the museum, you see Ferris just looking at different paintings and moving on. Then you see his friend, Bernard, just staring at this painting and just focusing in on every single dot. (laughs) Yeah, it's almost like that. What's it called? This is just the same thing as that uh, first Love Monster release I showed you, how the slipcover said one thing and the other one said DVD, the DVD Mm -hmm. specs on both of them, I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so the next next I got is going to be the Twin Tail. I have that review recorded, but not edited. Oh, I love that too. It was so absurd. Showman Sample. Another thing that I was reviewing, I just, I was waiting for the Blu-rays to see if there was any nip count required. And I can confirm there was not any nip count required. So I just wasted all that time. Uh, Gare Zero Save Edition, the biggest regret of my life because I, it, it said that it was 1080p. And when I go to watch it, it looks exactly the same as the other version I have, which is 1080i, so it's upscale. So I'm like, okay, what a waste. Okay. And then I got GoSick Part 1 because that one was on sale, but the second one wasn't. And oh, the dub, the the main girl, she's voiced by that one newbie that I don't like their voice of that much. That's I mean, my I mean, sister-in-law, sister-in-law. I don't like her yeah, voice just of that much. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, but, I don't know if that's the newbie you're referring to, but she no, is new and she is in that. No, no, I, I'm I'm fairly certain it's not her because <laughs> she's been main roles. I'm pretty sure you said that your sister-in-law's sister-in-law was in Keijo as a side-side character or something. Wait, your something sister-in-law's like Leah Clark? No. Uh, Leah Clark, I used to think, who the hell is this person? And then I realized she's that girl who has that... She always plays that angsty, super awkward uh, boy or girl role. And I'm like, oh, but I love that voice. <laughs> and she's also that Dead Man Wonderland psychopath girl. But um, this, this list, by the way, is so friggin' long. <laughs> yeah, I told you, he must have literally no life to go through every single channel every this month. This guy has a hive mind with a bunch of clones or something. I thought this he had impressive. An- I thought I had like an algorithm or something, but it's like <laughs> I don't this know. Is unbelievable! I just love the notes that he has. Like, 
This person is black. This person is I know, female. I know. Black. Female. <laughs> Good reviewer. <laughs> Russian Fujoshi. <laughs> I was hoping he had a note beside mine, which is like, uh, has like no subscribers, but isn't a piece of crap, but it there's nothing. Okay, no, guys, you're talking a little bit no too much behind the curtain. Is a piece of crap. <laughs> okay, anyway. Um, but yeah, that Gosik girl, like, It'll probably, I'll probably get used to it, but as it is right now, I'm not looking forward to it. So then next we got Shirobako parts one and two, because I, don't know, I heard a lot of good things about that. And the Miles, whatever, Crunchyroll guy loves that show. I don't care who Miles is, but that has the director of Girls and Pens or animated into it. Yeah. Huh. He makes an anime cameo. Oh, <laughs> okay. So I can't even go through all this. So then we got children who chase lost voices because that was relatively cheap. I, I have this little uh, objective list that's like uh, every paycheck I want to get like one Funimation Ellie, one Ghibli film, one this or well, not one Ghibli film, one movie, I guess. But yeah, something like that. And that fit the movie criteria. Then I got Tenchi Moyo OVA finally because I couldn't find a great deal for it before. But this was Which 25 one? bucks. And they gave it brand, well, not brand new, but it's like they cut out the plastic just to access the DVDs like Brad was showing before. It had the back card intact and everything. It was a sticker, too. That's like an insane, that's a good deal. And it had the two Ultimate Edition discs, like the Genon release. So so that was freaking great. But um, Canadian pronunciations. <laughs> Jenny on, shut up! I, I just oh, oh, I oh to... I'm not letting I'm not letting you outlive the out part. The out... <laughs> oot, like oh, oot. oot. Yeah. yeah, what about that? Okay, anyway, uh, Gundam Char's Counterattack, Gundam Collection Two. That's why I started uh, actually watching the first Gundam series because I can watch all of it now. Gundam trilogy movie, which I, I watched. A bit of the first one, like skim through it, and it looks like the exact stuff from the first, the season, whatever. So I'm like, oh, okay, that might have been a waste, but I I hear there's some changes, so whatever. One pound gospel VHS. <laughs> I, hey, I want to get the DVDs from Japan though, because yeah. well, I'm I just want them to re-release that over here with the DVD. Yeah, I just well at this point I kind of wish that they would release release all a runic theater into a blu-ray they do have those in japan which i looked into yeah but not here i don't care i'll import it it's fine with me um what was i saying then i got ghost in the shell laughing man individual 11 solid state society because i noticed that that was out of print and kind of rare the blu-ray so I'm like, oh, crap, I got to get on this before it's like a million dollars. And uh, yeah, it looks like it's I got it for a decent enough price, so I'm happy with it. And I actually had the disc. It wasn't an individual 11 disc. So then I got Naisho no Subomi. And then Dakota, the art box after we started that podcast or whatever, where you guys watched Dakota. I'm just like, yeah, it's not going to come in time at all. But, you know doesn't hurt because it was like six bucks it was from sean uh right stuff whatever his amazon sean, page sean kleckner's amazon it took quite a while to get here compared to right stuff for shipping it was sad uh 
Git's innocence without the damn slip case. I sent it back and got a new one without a slip case. Then I contacted Amazon. They said, oh, I'm going to send you a, uh, a new, two new slip cases. And they haven't, haven't done anything. <laughs> I haven't received anything. And I contacted them and say, hey, what's going on? But anyway, that's for another so- time. Mermaid Force Volumes 2 and 4. Do you have my third one there, Brad? <laughs> you can show on camera. <laughs> I do, actually. My first and only pickup that's visually visually there. Voila. So now I indirectly own the complete series of Mer- Mermaid Force, even though I'm yeah, sad. I-, I will be sending that to you soon, too. Uh, we can wait till I have more stuff. I think you had well, we can. one thing I'm that... Just... Oh, yeah. I was going to say, Digimon Season 5. Maybe I'll get that off of you in combination. Oh, yeah, because I've got a couple copies of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. So I'm just going to say that the link that uh, that uh, Lishansky posted in the, uh, in the podcast group, um, some of the... Other things this guy is selling are like a really remarkably good deal. <laughs> oh my god, I'm scared now that I'm gonna want to buy from him. Are you and done this... with your pickups? No, I'm like no. halfway through. Um, well, let me well let me act like AC. Two comments. One, I'm one regarding Gosick. I am glad that got released because there was like three titles from Bandai mm-hmm. Entertainment that was like in license hell, and that was the last one. Last one to finally get a release. Uh, that one never one got Nietzsche released Joe. by Bondi, though, right? Right. No. You have Nietzsche Joe, Go Sick, and uh, Gundam. Every Gundam. Turn A Gundam, I believe. Oh, yeah, yeah, Turn A Gundam. Gundam. Yeah. Then, but... you, then you mentioned the move back to original Gundam. The Gundam T. The common. Uh, I've already said Trilogy. this before. The Gundam TV series didn't do so well. But when they released the toy cells, the toy cells and the movies, the movies is what made it really popular. Yeah, yeah. I can see why of Bandai doing trilogy movies for a longer series. Yeah, I don't like how they do that because I feel obligated to buy this recap every time they release it. Like I, I understand why they exist, but it's just oh, it's a bit frustrating that I have to spend more for. The some something I already have. Hey, for original Gundam, at least for the movies, you don't have the credits for the next episode, like the preview for the next episode. Spoil what's going to happen. I, I skipped those anyway, but um, okay. I can see I can see why the movies might be better because it's a bit slow paced. The TV series, yeah, but, but yeah, Gosik paired with uh, Hyoka, those two series were like a. Uh, Everyone wanted them over here or whatever, but like particularly Hyoka, and then out of nowhere, Funimation's like, "Yeah, we got it, and we dubbed it. Here we go." So that, it's like, oh. that reminds me, um, for my pickups, I also got Fuse that everybody else got because it was only like nine bucks for the premium. I'm getting, edition. I'm getting to that. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm just gonna um, say that uh, it's the premium edition though, so I stuck it in my big. Well, that's the only edition, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but yeah, yeah that's probably that. your first NIS, is it? No, like it's first a cancer third size? Fourth. No, I've uh, I've got I've got I mean it's it's my third I that I know of NIS premium. Um but it's oh, yeah, not, then you got the Umineko's. Is that the other right, one? I have, yeah. I have Umineko, but I also have even though it's not NIS premium, it's still the same size, that Nekopara 
Um, oh, yeah. And then a couple other I things. So, like, Stratos. It is. It's irregular it's, dimensions. It's ridiculous. Anyway. You can still continue. use the regular DVD case. But anyway, you, I got Yu Yu Hawkshow, the movie, like the original Central Park, Park Media release. Oh, the second movie. No, the first movie. And I got the it's, second movie. But I got whichever movie, movie was. The Anime Works. The Anime Works one I got because it was packaged with Ninku, whatever that yeah. movie was. That's the yes. only release for I've Ninku. I've never watched Ninku. Yeah, it no, is. it's probably yeah. really bad, but. No, it's awesome. Uh, but it's it's awesome. Uh, the, the character design is terrible, but the fighting in it's better than the fighting in Naruto. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I got it then. Steinsgate movie because I, I liked Steinsgate. Was, I liked it, and I haven't watched the movie, so uh, yeah. Then I got the Gits movie Steelbook. Finally, Hunter X Hunter set three after having to send it back and get a replacement from the damage. Pokemon I choose you like Augie, except mine's the Blu-ray. Then I got Yamada Kun and the Seven Witches, which I forgot how good it was. Even, like I thought the anime was an inferior adaptation because I read the manga before and they cut some things out, but it's still pretty enjoyable now that I forgot about it. And the dub I like. The Morose Mononokian, also a pretty decent dub. Berserk Ellie, like everyone else, because, you know, they probably fixed some things and it's dubbed. Cabinary and the Iron Fortress. Uh, Maiden the Abyss, Volume 1 manga. Napping Princess like Augie. Keijo, because... I needed that for a nip count, and potentially, though I think I might not need it after all. And it's also a thinny. I'm really pissed about that and the cabinary. Berserk is finally, I mean, thankfully full size. Hunter x Hunter Phantom Rouge movie. Yeah, I thought it was Phantom Rogue before, but then I looked at the spelling more carefully. Then I got Non Non Viore Complete Collection, because that came out. I got the... Transformers, the movie Steel Book edition. Ah, the good version, not the Rhino edition like I'm stuck with. The what? Yeah, before Shout Factory, you had Rhino Entertainment. They weren't that good at releasing their DVDs, but they were excellent at music for the music. most part. So you imagine Optimus Prime, his shoulder. It's a red square, right? Or a yeah. rectangle. Mm-hmm. Okay, inside the frame of that red rectangle in the rhino release they're static that's the kind of quality that they released so i am glad that uh show factory got on that factory got that yeah the thing that's awesome about it is that it comes with two discs two versions it gives you the 16 by 9 and the 4 by 3 so it like pleases both crowds oh so how much more do you got I think, the, yeah. I think the people's been staring well, at red screen for Well, I'm trying time. my best not to do the Anime Expo uh, talk with each of them, but um, there's not too many left. I got Terraform Mars finally, because like, uh, Rama, like <laughs> Rama One Half set eight, the movie OVA collection, pre-ordered it on Amazon, didn't arrive. Like They never got it in stock, so I canceled it and got a third party. That's what I did with this one. Same case. I don't get it, Viz. Get your stuff together. Fuse Memories, like everyone else. Attack on Titan Season 2. Like, that's not supposed to be released for four days. So that's cool. Uh, Yuri on Ice, reluctantly, like like Brad. And let's see. The Cat Returns. 
Gundam MSA Glue, regrettably, I didn't know this was a CG one. However, the CG is actually like, it looks like a video game cinematic, so it's not garbage. To Love or Darkness Volume 2 manga, and To Love or Darkness Volumes 3 slash 4. That is it for pickups. Dun dun dun. Every time you said ah, the word out, it sounds like you were like sneezing the last two syllables. Wait, what? Like, like saying what words? Out. Anything with out in it. O U T. Shout factory? Yeah. You... I sound like I'm saying ah. It's like you're sneezing. Shout. Shouts. Shouts. It's not okay. a bad thing. It's just it's just that funny little inflection. I can't say yeah, anything. That was my yeah, I, I don't know. I didn't notice it before. Well, it's because it's because everybody around you talks that way, I'm sure. Everyone talks like Bullwinkle. <laughs> All right, anyway. Really pronounce oh our... Oh, my God, I love it. Let's move on. Okay. <laughs> Let me address some of the comments here. There's so many. I was about so first to say, all, I recommend we read the comments. Yeah, first of all, I just want to... Um, I want to acknowledge that I have seen these comments. Zethus Thorne says that uh, they ordered Future Diary on Blu-ray from Right Stuff for their birthday. Happy birthday. Um, I haven't watched Future Diary yet, but if it's anything like the premium edition, if that's what you ordered, uh, the uh, text on the spine is backwards. But it actually kind of fits with that series based on how it looks on the cover. So maybe they can get away with it. You also said... ReZero is coming to Blu-ray sometimes this summer from Funimation. Oh, yeah, I think I, I think I saw that, and they were there was yeah. a double listing for it. Yeah, so I'm, I'm not, I I haven't watched ReZero, but because of the um, sort of the meme really culture good. around it, I'm really eager to. I hear it um, only gets good after 19 episodes. What? That's what that my brother told sense. me. Okay, well. I recall, that's like... Yeah, anyway... I enjoyed it. I didn't know it had meme culture, though. Okay, so and then again, uh, YouTube is is loving the to just take out uh, words that I type into the chat. Costco. So I uh, I was telling yeah I was telling Zethus that um, the thing I was referring to that was nine dollars the Fuse uh, Premium Edition was on Amazon. I said it was just over nine dollars on Amazon. If that's what you're asking, Zethus, and it it took out the word asking. So now it just says, if you're Zethus. Okay, great. great. <laughs> if you're Zethus. If you're Zethus. <laughs> anyway. Like how does Zethus know that Funimation's releasing ReZero, though? Where does it say this? I, heard, I, I already heard that. Um, so the, they must have heard it from the same place I heard. I think it was on Twitter or something. It's, I, you know, it's funny because I actually, there's a lot of times when I see something on, on Facebook and I save the Facebook link, and I always forget to put it into our, our documents or our articles we're going to go I thought over. that as a listing so, for, like, some UK distributor or something, though. Um, let me see. I'm just going to pull it up, see what I can find. Great. Next time, mute your mic. <laughs> Let's see. I'm looking to see if there's anything. Oh, I have this, too. Shoot, i got to add this to the link. I feel bad. Lechonsky's like added me fifty nine times. Add, all added you on? No, no, on in the chat. Yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, uh, since you brought Le- 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 Lechonsky on, uh, I'll address all one of the comments Lechonsky's that I like. Is the when he talks about Anaplex and having his uh, fork and knife out? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I want. I got that spoon in the Mob Cycle one hundred. So I'm a I'm a fan of all the cutlery editions. 
Uh, do you eat Do you eat M and M's with a spoon? I don't eat M and M's at all. We have these things called Smarties, which I think are different from the ones you guys have in the states. No, so we have Smarties as well, but that's no, not chocolate. No, it's a different. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It, it's different. Yeah it's, yeah, it's like sweet tarts, but not good. I don't know what a sweet tart is. See. <laughs> We have some that terrible candy, and you know, oh man, did you guys know that Reese's Pieces makes a uh, really enormous, enormous version? Like you know, they've got king size. They have this one no. that's two pounds of chocolate each. Or well, as a Hershey pound, bar, that's ten pounds. I would love to have well, that. There's a, okay, there, there's a Toblerone that's as tall as I am. You want to go that route? <laughs> There's a, talking about there's, a Rice Krispie, there's a Rice Krispie packet that's about the size of a baking sheet. <laughs> um. Anyway, do you mean the live-action Attack on Titan? I don't remember what the context was for that. If he's talking <laughs> about the pickup, no. I got the limited edition season two. I wish he's I talking about the question was. If you're talking about, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I don't know. I don't think I was talking about the live action at any point or referring to it. I think you was refer. I think you were referring to the big, uh, almost house like limited editions for Attack on Titan. Uh, no, I haven't brought. I haven't triggered myself about that okay. tonight. But we don't at least it's consistent. Like. How big it is. Okay. Um, let's move on. <laughs> Anything yes, else? Yes, uh, if I missed any, if I missed, any okay. if I missed anybody's uh, comments, uh, just go ahead and copy paste them and I'll, I'll address them again. Hopefully I will look <laughs> or, at actually, actually now that we have, now that we have a thousand subscribers, I think we have super chat enabled. Uh, not that yeah, I'm asking you guys to use it, but I'm just saying like, if, if, if you have a really important comment that needs to be, um, read it it'll put it to the top uh, it'll pin it or whatever okay so and it can uh, help support the channel yes and in this case uh, it will help uh, support Augie as well because that was Aww. the agreement we made yep. FDM so hasn't sweet. earned it yet <laughs> well yeah I've come right? in for like two of the 50 <laughs> podcasts you think I've earned it Okay, I'm quickly going to address uh, Lechonsky's question about the solid state society. It cost me 37, okay, so $38 Canadian plus 13 Canadian shipping for my solid Thank state you, society. Thank you, Reese. Reese just grabbed the uh, article regarding uh, so another zero. I'm going to add it to the I'm going to add it to the document before I uh, before I screen share so we have it all set up. All right. And yes, Reese, it did go out of print a while ago. I just haven't been paying attention to Gits until literally now. There's, there's not really a, a huge reason to get that particular one anyway. Why? It's a Blu-ray. Because it's, it's just a recap of the uh, of the show, and it has a different voice cast that, in my opinion, isn't as good as the... Uh... Yeah, it probably isn't. Ocean makes great dubs. Wait, Ocean did do Gits, I'm pretty sure. So I am publishing this update. Thank you again, Reese, for getting that link for me. Oh, yeah. Um, we're talking about Ray, Gare Zero. I'm wondering what the 
statuses on the hint when Thor Ragnarok was out, the director was saying that there would be more to come out. Of Gar Zero? Talking about that. Are you talking about Zero? Yeah. Oh, Who's talking about Gar Zero? I thought I thought you said Gar Zero. Yeah, he I'm said Gar Zero. I'm not sure. No, they're not. Re Zero is a whole different show. Um, okay. How can I hide oh, sidebar? Wait, there's a way to do it. Thank you, FDDM, for pushing me to look for that option. Okay, <laughs> I, I I hid the sidebar on the uh, on the chat, so I'm not doxing people as you put it. So, um, uh oh, looks like start. someone's getting revenge for that vitamin shot. What are you talking? Oh, yeah. Starting off, Kickstarter news. By the way, these are links to the to these specific tweets. Uh, actually, I should mention, Loot Talks Anime, uh, one of the reasons I wanted to thank him earlier is not because he tweeted me out, but because I went to post the uh, the latest video in our anime, uh, the, the subreddit, which is kind of a big no-no on Reddit. You never gain any traction if you post your own content. And I found that Loot had already posted it for me. So that's why I'm giving him a huge shout out here. Uh, and it's one of those things, again, just like uh, Lishansky, where it's like, these are things that somebody does to help you out without even asking your permission or drawing your attention to it. Like, hey, look what I did for you, you know? So that was yeah, really yeah. cool. Anyway, so let's go to our um, Kickstarter news. So the news regarding Implosion Zero Day is that they're still not done with it. The end. <laughs> That's the wait, news there. wait, wait, wait. They're How not done with it? Yet? Well, it, it's the, basically it's an update to say like, hey, we're not. It's going to take us a bit longer, you know. So they're not done with. Oh, the, I thought you the meant production. they had a second Kickstarter because it's like, yeah, we don't have enough money to finish it. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is a, this is an update. This is the Implosion Zero Day latest update. Update number forty is the. Um, Let me know if they have update. a backer kit like that I can buy the Blu-ray separately for because I haven't backed okay. it. I missed it. Um, is- so we're we're continuing. To uh, to talk about um, Blossom Detective Holmes, the animated miniseries project, uh, it is already like double what their it's more than double what their um, goal was. goal was, and they're they're actually look at they've gotten through episode three, they're continuing forward. Um, so this is pretty cool. You know, it's great to see that they're getting more and more, you know, the ability to produce more and more uh, of, of what they're doing here. Um, again, this isn't uh, this kind of anime by association, as I like to call it. Um, it's kind of um, for the guy who did uh, Avatar, Last Airbender, and whatnot. So uh, it's up to you whether or not you want to fund it. But I just thought we would continue to bring this to your attention because there's only seven days left to go. So it's one of those things where by the time we do the next podcast, this will be over, and we'll have to see where it gets. All right. I so moving on from here, I haven't backed that just yeah. because it's Holmes. Why do they have to name every detective anime about something Holmes? I know okay. Sherlock Holmes, blah, 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 but why do you have to keep beating it to death? Anyway, because people read them. mysteries at home. Come on, you gotta think. Because it, cause it's a way to immediately tell you what type of show it's going to be, that it's going to be a Sherlock Holmes-esque detective story. That's just, that's the entire why. It's a marketing tool. All right, so, Augie, you had me add this, Sonic the Hedgehog Battle Racers. Yes, a Kickstarter that... Uh, it's twenty over, so the, over what they wanted, so it's going to get a release. Right, and it's it's a um, board game. Yep, pre-painted. <laughs> yes, that means a lot with board games. Some people rather it be nude and painted with their own skill. I rather just pick up, play, and go. I don't have time to paint. 
but yeah. well, to not me, only this you, game you don't have time interesting. to paint, you don't have time to develop the skill necessary to finally get your painting to a level where you feel like you're doing it better than the guy who does it, you know, at the assembly line. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I just I get my brother with his Warhammer painting skills yeah. to do it. That's what I was referring to right there, the Warhammer skills. Anyway, so Augie, I'll let you take it away from here because you're the one who's, uh, hey, these aren't oh. painted. These aren't painted, but they're enemies. They don't, those are meeples. They don't need to be painted, those, but those are, those are mass produced for the set. They don't need to be. Yeah. Oh, uh, just to highlight the game, it's going to come out. Those who are interested, <laughs> check <rocks>. it out. <laughs> Yeah, not much to really say if you just scroll through and just show everything. I think the sequel might have yeah, real you know, rocks. <laughs> well, I'm I'm pretty impressed with the fact you know it might actually be cheaper for them to just use real rocks. <laughs> um, but, uh, well, you want plastic well, rocks says, that way the materials against. won't. That way the materials won't grind against each other. Sure, I was joking. Um, I, so I'm I'm impressed. First of all, I didn't actually look through this um, beforehand, but I'm actually impressed with how many characters from the Sonic universe are actually in here. Um, and they've got a really smart way of incentivizing you to fund it. Um, although I don't think Silver's... I, I mean, do people... Is this a, a really sought-after character? I feel like they could have... I, if they had put Metal Sonic or Mecha Sonic, the other version of them, as the 100,000 thing, I think they would have gotten there up by now. Like Mecha Godzilla. Well, well because Mecha Sonic is like use a something from the Archie Metal comics, Sonic. like uh, Mecha, like Mecha uh, Sonic, <laughs> Mecha ones <laughs> that they use in the Mecha Metal Madness miniseries. This is what I'm talking about. We're talking about the same thing. It's like it's like Metal Sonic is like the Mega Man of Sonic, and Mecha Sonic is the Mega Man X of Sonic. Well, the one I'm talking about has Mecha Sonic and Mecha Knuckles fighting each other. Right, that's what I'm talking about. We're talking about the same thing. Okay, okay cool. Anyway, cool. moving on. You had me share this recently. Golden Sky yes, Story. This is part of the this is a continue click on campaign. Ah, that's why. Yep. I'm like, you sent this to me. I'm like, this is like such a there's nothing in here. And then it wasn't the campaign. Okay, so this is part of the Golden Sky Sky series. I wanted to share this because one, it's an RPG. I like doing RPGs. Geez, something else to kind of give you more ideas as to how to run your game or just another look at how you can go about doing a game. Uh, this is more story-driven than battle-driven. So more of your drama. Yeah, I like that. Kind of like how in D&D, I don't like the battles as much as I do like the, I don't know, the way the characters interact. Exploring the world. <laughs> I like rolling <laughs> dice for, hey, I can convince this guy that, insert here. Uh, for 5th edition, I I like the, the Didn't starter. Didn't 6th edition come out? No, no. 5th is, the base books are strong, but the beginning supplemental stuff, like if you get like the starter pack, I enjoy that. But the other ones, other supplemental books, I are just crap. It's all the okay. same thing, just I, a different I've been, text. I've got something to say here. I'm gonna play devil's advocate. This kind Kappa of my, looks my like duty. Kaiba. Okay, but here's here's my thing. <laughs> they started and immediately got to uh, pass their goal. Some I smell something fishy. I think they pledged six thousand dollars of their own money uh, as soon as scroll, they launched the campaign. Scroll down, scroll down. See see what the goals are because they're cheap enough. I can kind of believe they got that. Sure. 
Why do you need to sure. go on Kickstarter for only six grand, though? You can, like... This is um, okay. for gaming. You guys are missing my point. This is what they typically <laughs> totally do. missing get my a, point. Get a better advertising. Thanks, kick scammers. What, I, what I'm saying is that... Uh, and I, I have no proof of this. I'm just suggesting that this is a possibility because it looks to me as though day one, they already got their goal. I would expect that this is a, a ploy that some people use to get Kickstarter money when they already have the money to make the campaign. So what uh. I'm suggesting is that they they started the, the Kickstarter, immediately funded it themselves beyond the point of the... Uh, of the goal so that any money that they get from anybody else, even if it's less than 6,000 total dollars, which is what their original goal was, even if it's less than that, that it's going to be money that they're going to be able to pocket because even if they, if they get get 5,000 or whatever, like it says, it says 10,336. And again, I guess they haven't uh, taken the time to update their, their stretch goals here. Cause Oh no, it does say unlock. Never mind. I missed. (laughs) So yeah. So what I'm suggesting, though, is that, like, this is – I'm just saying that this is a, a way to abuse the system. I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that this is definitely something they did, but I'm skeptical. That's all guys, I'm saying. Guys, guys, we should do this. Yeah, have, have more faith in these people. Fund the channel with Kickstarter. Starting goal, $1. Yeah, there you go. I, I, again, and I have no proof. I'm not suggesting that we should, you know – Riot and Pitchfork on uh, on a, a conjecture here. I'm just saying that I, when I see this and when I see these low goals, I, I'm skeptical. That's it. All right, that's all I'm saying. I have more faith in faith in this okay. company because fine. Again, I'm just playing devil's advocate here, or I'm okay I'm positioning the counter argument. Okay, so okay. move on. Yes, move on. <laughs> now, that I, now that I've <laughs> now that so I've halted the brakes so hard. <laughs> Yes, we're done with the Kickstarters. Moving on to sh- Crunchy Hole News. Satan says that he'll give us a daughter. Dollar. <laughs> Sorry, I I just heard dollar. What? Oh, sorry, Lukonsky. Your username, your username, uh, Satan666, makes that statement so much funnier. <laughs> Augie's mis- <laughs> misspoke. Satan says he'll give us a daughter. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Anime Japan 2018 reveals this year's limited goods. Tin bags, key holders, chocolate set. Oh, 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 is he leaving? Um, yeah. Well, my cats would like whatever. Good night. Uh, Take it easy, man. Thanks again for all the help you did uh, at Animate Milwaukee. I really appreciate that. Um, a chocolate set. Yeah, in a chocolate set. So so I put this here because at the time I didn't have any other um, convention news. Uh, so totally uninterested in this, but I'm going to go ahead and move on. That's kind of cool. Anyway, moving on. Sailor Moon Super S Moonlight Masquerade panel planned for Anime Boston. I have a slight this media has a. Okay, go ahead. Almost every big con does a Sailor Moon ball. So yep. why is this getting highlighted? Um, uh, it's, because it's being highlighted on the podcast something. because I wanted to have something in this category. <laughs> oh, no, 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 not you. I mean, why do they write <laughs> I know, I'm just telling you. a specific one? I'm just telling you. Well, you highlight that's, it, that's you awesome. They're making up for the fact that... Viz sucks at releasing things on time, so they're highlighting something they can do. Viz doesn't suck. They're just super lazy at everything. What I'm saying is my stupid Ranma and my stupid Terraformars 
we're never going to come. In fact, Terraform Mars is still not in stock on Amazon.ca to this day. I'll leave it Mars at, at the end. It's Terraformers. But it's it's separated. There's a space, isn't there? It's, it's and, I th- and I thought it was a pun on Mars, like but, Terraform uh, yeah, Mars, because it I takes think place it, on I, Mars. I, I, Stop. Let's stop uh, getting on FDGM about his Canadian accent. Okay. <laughs> but AC, what was your point for for the last um, article that you showed? Um, I was just bringing something up so that we had a more balanced uh, conversation about convention news. Oh, <laughs> anyway, we're going to move on to... Before, yes? before we go into this next one, I recently got a game on Steam, like Civ 6, because my, my friends suggested it, and the cine- opening cinematic, there's this guy that looks relatively normal, like it's all anime and stuff. And the girl reminded me of the same likeness as Alita herself with her eyes being like way too disproportionate to the other characters. <laughs> I just found well, that kind let of me say something. Let me say something about that real quick. Um, so as you guys know, because I know that none of you <laughs> actually took the time to watch Anti-Tuber Expo now. <laughs> hey, I watched um, two episodes, man. Give me some slack. Um, but... Regarding the video I most recently uploaded on the channel about the VFX breakdown, I have another video planned about Battle Angel Alita. And in fact, this article is prompting me to revisit it and actually go over it because I was, I actually, in the original script I wrote, um, when the trailer had first dropped, I predicted that this was going to happen. So this, this article here, let me go ahead and share this again. It's delayed. I, I realized that. Yes, you did predict that. Yes. Alita Battle Angel film pushed back to December 21st. I had been saying this behind the scenes and a little bit even in the podcast. Yeah, I think, you did. On that the I, I expected them to push it back because of the flack that they got from the, uh, you know, the obvious weirdness in this, in the, I mean, she looks fine here when she's by herself, as I've argued before, but that they were going to push back the deadline or rather I, I suggested that they weren't going to push back the deadline, but I was suggesting that it was actually planned from the beginning to make her look so off putting that it would cause a controversy to get people talking about it so that they could then dial it back. I thought this was planned. Now they're pushing it back to December. This may also still be a strategic move. I'm just not convinced that Hollywood companies are not doing this on purpose. Okay. And I say that because I, when, when ghost in the shell was coming out long before I ever had a series on VFX breakdowns, I also suspected that a lot of the controversy surrounding Ghost in the Shell was also intentionally um, manufactured for the reason of getting people to go see the movie. Now, the thing about Ghost in the Shell is that there was another thing that I don't think they expected in regards to the whitewashing that got way out of hand that caused them to uh, obviously go back and rework the script so that they could add that horrible explanation as to why she's white. Just unbelievably bad planning on their part to walk that back. Just a stupid idea because it's the one series where you could have gotten away with not doing that. Um, so I, I have suspected for a long time that this is an intentional thing that controversy gets people to go see movies because only the people who care about the controversy are the ones who are already uh, going to be upset about the fact that there's a live action movie of their beloved thing getting made anyway, and they're still going to go see it. That's the bottom line. So I think that this is a strategic move and I'd be willing to do um, a VFX breakdown on the trailer and sort of walk through my reasoning behind this and also um, 
what I think needs to change in order for this character to be more in, well integrated into the uh, in the environment. So if you guys are in that, please let me. Um, and one of you guys, uh, if you can keep an eye on the chat and let me know if anybody has any feedback regarding that. But that's basically all I want to say about um, Battle Angel Alita right now. And again, I've got a video I can make that I'm, I'm probably going to start working on in the near future. So moving hmm. on. Somehow I can't wait. Satan's angry at God, Gandhi. God. You yeah, because that's and a Sith thing. Speaking. <laughs> Somehow Satan's angry at God. Well, no, duh. <laughs> Satan's angry at Gandhi. <laughs> God, Gandhi. Yeah, that's a Civ thing. Um, I can't wait for your uh, terrible CG video now. Yes. Uh, uh, quite hype. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll leave that sort of uh, on the wayside here. We won't talk about that yet because that can yeah. be a surprise for everybody else. Yeah. So Detective Pikachu movie adds singer-actress Rita Ora to the cast. Now, I don't know who that is, nor do I care. What I found interesting about this was Rob Letterman's live action film is currently shooting. And I, I think it's kind of funny. Like it just, it sort of, seems sort of weird. Do you remember that um, when they were filming uh, Dr. Strange and there was that GIF that ended up on Reddit of them like jumping. And it said like the caption was when you really hope the movie's um, CGI crew uh, makes you not look like a total idiot. <laughs> and it's just like a gif of them jumping, like they're jumping, they're coming out of a portal, but it just looks like these guys in costume jumping. I, I just imagine the people actually pretending to talk to Pikachu <laughs> and like Ryan Reynolds on the street in a green screen suit, uh, <laughs> you know, like crouched down, talking, looking up. <laughs> I just, I, I, I want to see the behind the scenes footage of them making this movie really bad. <laughs> Anyway, watch, the behind, watch the behind scenes feature be just an episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm so bummed that Danny DeVito's not not going to be Pikachu. But you know what? Let's give let's give Ryan Reynolds a chance. Um, I, anyway, I never knew where the whole Danny DeVito voicing Pikachu thing started. Was he like in the trailer or something? No, but it just seems like it would be a really funny thing based on Pikachu's character design and stuff. I think I don't know. I mean, that's where I thought it came from. I, I am I'm not a huge Pokemon fan, so um, it's hard what? for me to keep up with this. I didn't even know they were making that until people were ta- already talking about Danny DeVito should be in it, kind of thing. There was like a whole petition and everything. The whole I know, that was... the whole Danny DeVito being a detective. Um, you know, I'll be really, that for another time. You know, it'd be really funny is if they uh, is if they actually just go ahead and like, what if it's kind of like what's happening with Tiger and Bunny, where that um, that director didn't even get asked. Like, what if they didn't even ask Danny DeVito, and then he's all butthurt about it because the, the internet wanted it. So they just do an "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia" episode where they make him a detective. I hope they do that. <laughs> I'm putting that out into the universe. Hear me, universe. I want that to happen. Magical that podcast. Joseph <laughs> Luster. What? Should I go is that back? a real name? Oh. No, no. It's the same person no. again. Don't worry about it. This is their live action guy, apparently. Anyway, live action Sword Art Online series aims for Netflix with Asian leads. So I'm curious what you guys think. I just want to know. Um, there's nothing really to, to see or talk about here, but um, that Full Metal Alchemist movie just popped up on uh, on Netflix, right? Was that a Netflix original? Was that yeah, a Netflix I funded? Think so I think so. So what do you guys think about Netflix? Do because they also did. Um, erased the live action with with asian leads i'm just curious what you guys think about that because they did oh, wait, is it the, are you wondering what we think about asian leads or a, no, a like, live action uh, sao Netflix doing live action and specifically doing it with uh asian actors because they did death note 
where they where they actually reimagined it in the United States. Mm-hmm. But that was that that took a different route. I'm just curious what your thoughts are on that. Well, let's see. For Sword Online, I think it really could have been because it's online. It can literally be from any country, is what well, I'm here's thinking. What I, I'll say this. Live action Sword Art Online, the reason that I don't like this is that if you're going to do a live action Sword Art Online, um, the characters are avatars in a video game. <laughs> so That's if you're so going to do it, if you're gonna do so a quote unquote live action, they, they should be like, it should be like um, that episode of South Park, the, the World of Warcraft one. Oh my God, yes. I love that. You know what I mean? Like they should actually have Asian leads playing behind the computers or whatever. First of all, just for the record, I've never watched Sword Art Online, but um, but the actual yeah. the actual characters should be CG rendered in a game engine with like the health bar above them and the, the name of the avatar character and everything. I think that'd be that's I the way to go. I didn't even think about that until he mentioned it that it it's in the video game, so they'd need yeah. They need right. some. So this is, this if they were to do a live action sword art online and make it work, you would have the people that that commonly do common rider, more recent stuff, okay. and have them work on it. <laughs> All right, uh, there's maybe. similar ideal ideas Ooh. to this that might me... help aid the production of this. But the only thing I'm worried about with sword art online is my main problem: the story and quality is inconsistent. So well, let me. To- uh... Let me real quick re-ask this question about what your thoughts are on this. And let me just pull Sword Art Online from the question. Because I, I feel like I my question was not about specifically Sword Art Online. I'm just curious what you guys think about Netflix doing live action movies that are based on anime. And now they they did De- uh, Death Note. And that like had such a crazy mixed response that they've. it seems like they've just said, well, not going to do that again. And then they're putting the Asian leads in. Um it just says Asian lead. It doesn't say Asian cast. I wonder if they're only going to put the, the main characters as. That'd be interesting. I want to see where this goes. I've never watched Sword Art Online, though. Uh, I'm looking to buy it if anybody has those super rare sets that uh, they want to mm. sell. Um, I, I have them not for sale. Would you like to not buy them? <laughs> um, sure, let's do that. So, so uh, anyway, moving on. Hey, I didn't get to say what I thought about the series. Okay, go ahead and say what you have to say. Well, um... I watched a podcast that was discussing this and we want to know it, what you have to say. SA would SAO would probably be the best show for a live action adaptation because a lot of people say that they the anime story was stupid. So but the concept it, it could go anywhere. So if they made a live okay, action, well, they could directly do a really good series with it. Counter argument to that. People say that that the anime didn't do it well, but the concept is good. That's because the concept's already been done in Dot Hack Signing. It was done well. Another counter argument: the light novels is almost softcore porn. Of Sora Online, yeah. What? Well, well, I mean, I haven't watched Sora Online either, to be honest. No, we're talking about reading read it now. For a bit. This is... <laughs> okay, please, please change this to something else. Thank you. Well, this this is going to be a fun thing to go from Sora Online to. Main visual for my brother's husband, live action TV drama reel. Now, the reason I'm showing you this is because I thought this was uh, a really funny. Um... <laughs> the way they did the cover. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know why. I, I, like how, I like this art style a lot. <laughs> this I know. guy, uh, neither of these characters are as buff as they are in the, in the uh, comic here. This girl oh, is guy. like almost perfect. <laughs> 
Well, the guy uh, in the green, green shorts to green pants, he has the same weight. Yeah, okay. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, the baseball well, the shirt. Portions of the art aren't that great. Like, well, yeah, no, the, this is inaccurate to realistic proportions. I'm not suggesting that, that these characters could be buffer. I would, I, I'm just I saying that's why it looks so... I know, I know it does, but I... Oh, I I just uh, I have to applaud Japan for their amazing ability to take what they draw and turn it into <laughs> the translation is it's like you know this is exactly what it is you know it's so perfectly uh, handled. Uh, anyway, one thing that I'm impressed with this is not them doing this exactly, but the manga was released, or I think it's a manga, it might be a light novel. It's a anyway. manga, I think. Manga, okay. I know I can pick it up at the. I can look at it at the store. I just this wouldn't interest me. But the manga was released, and now it's doing a show instantly. Okay. As opposed to like what? <laughs> Sorry. Um, I'm. I may be over speculating, but I think the manga probably oversold a lot in order to quickly. Wow get an adaptation so fast. I don't know. It says it's been in serialization since 2014. Oh, well, never mind. Okay. Anyway, (laughs) moving on. Now, I almost didn't share this (laughs) because I thought it was just a publicity stunt and stupid, but it actually made me laugh when I actually read what what it's in here. So it says, 48-year-old Jiro Sato tries on Kara costume the next... Gintama live action film. So I hadn't seen the the live action Gintama. I haven't actually watched any of the Gintama yet, um, I, but I'm I'm eager to. And what what makes this funny is it says there has been a rumor that 48 year old actor Jiro Sato, who was cast as Henpeta uh, Takechi in the first film, will play the main heroine Kagura in the upcoming second Gintama live action film instead of the first film's 19 year old Kana Hashimoto. Partly because it was officially announced on December 17th that he will join the second film as a different character, and he has ad- admitted the possibility to play Kagura since then. Believe it or not, director Yuichi Fukuda posted a photo of Sato trying on Kagura's costume yesterday. <laughs> so I thought that was really funny that they're that they've taken this this obvious joke rumor and uh, way too and far they're fanning. They're just fanning the flames. <laughs> expression <laughs> it would be great if if they actually did that just the shock value on its own that would be so funny but also it would ruin i mean it's like is it's like the the punchline of the joke is here taking it further is is too far you know what i mean well, this is the punchline of, of the it joke. would be kind of like those uh what are those videos uh but every time shrek does whatever something happens right. it would it's it like would you be get funny. the joke in an instant but you don't want to watch the entire thing it's just what, like oh. it would be funny it, yeah exactly you don't exactly you're you're right every time every time uh shrek says ogre it speeds up 50% or whatever yeah. kind of thing yeah you don't sit through the actual entire movie the joke is over after the first like three times he says ogre right anyway so the thing about this that would be funny though is if they took the shots that were going to be used in the trailer and they shot them twice, once with the girl that's actually in the movie and once with him and released the first trailer um, with maybe the girl? on April Fool's Day with this guy in it instead of oh. the girl. That would have been go. so funny. And then uh, and then the actual trailer comes out like a week later with the girl instead of him. I'm not sure. I've never watched Gintama, but listening to my friends talk about it, 
with them doing this stunt, they probably have the writing power to be able to pull it off. <laughs> it's a funny. Any okay, I'm gonna. I'm sorry, I got lost in the comments for a second. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I can't wait to see where this goes. This is too funny. Um, anyway, I'm gonna go on to the next one. Next one. Uh, flying action-packed Inuyashiki live-action film full trailer posted. Uh, yes. I'm just gonna look at this image here. So. Oh yeah. Inuyasha? No, Inuyasha Key. I'm just kidding. This is from the same creator of Gantz. Uh, two pe- a brief s- synopsis of what I've seen so far. Two people were abducted by aliens, turned to these... I've read the first chapter. I was over- just kidding. Uh, okay. Uh, they were turned into like these over-the-top, overpowered machines that can heal, kill, kill, and all this other stuff. I thought it was like really depressing when I read the first chapter. I was just like, oh, yeah, first chapter, but I, I have no idea what the what the creator of Gantz's view on life is from reading this or while watching well, this. Have you read Gantz? <laughs> well, I've watched a bit of Gantz, and apparently he hates life, but in this one, it seems like he really values life, especially with the parts with the old man. Kono surreal. Um, <laughs> so, uh, that's gonna no. I like how it's gonna the be reason, out. The reason I wanted to I just saw reason, that. Yeah. <laughs> Hitler's birthday. The reason I wanted to bring this up is because um this poster really kind of struck me recently. Um like just this and other live action anime that have been coming out. The posters have really struck me recently because there was a time as an anime collector back in like let's say 2006, 2008 where there were actually a lot of Japanese live action anime movies getting released over here. And I was collecting them and I was watching them. Right. And maybe I, maybe they stopped getting released over here. Maybe I just stopped collecting them. I'm not sure, but I'm sure that they're still making them in the gap, but I'm just, I'm just pointing out here that the quality, the image quality in this picture uh, compared to, like let's say the the previous live action thing I had watched before this, um, other than uh, the live action Detroit Metal City, which I will also still say is only slightly better in terms of camera quality than what I was talking about. Like, for instance, live action Cutie and Honey and what whatnot. Uh, what I'm getting at is that in the past ten years, production value obviously has, has improved, right? But it's it's not what I'm saying is that like I've noticed the huge. Uh, boost in production value in American cinema. And this is like, it, it feels like I just haven't seen anything. And that like, let me just say that the scale jump, it seems unbelievable how far, uh, how far this has jumped from the last point of reference I had, if I'll, I'll put it that way. So, I, and it looks cool. So I'm just saying, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with it. Um, moving on live action bleach clip pits Ichigo against his first hollow. So we kind of talked about this briefly. Um, I guess I don't really have any because I can't show it. I don't or I don't really want to show it, but um, it looks it looks interesting uh, to say the least. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of Bleach, although I did I did think the beginning of Bleach was great, but I'm stuck in a really obnoxious part of the series that is hard, hard, getting difficult for me to get through. The balance. Trying to rescue Everyone hated that. Rukia. Yeah. That was the only thing that, that I thought was watchable. I, I couldn't get 
I couldn't really get into the first season. And I don't understand why it took nine seasons to get rid of the second season boss. Well, I'm just saying that like the first season at least hooked me enough that marathoning it for a while wasn't hard. But um, once I, I'm stuck at a part right now where, where they're trying to rescue Rukia from the, the you know, I'm just like, this is a vampire. Partially it's because I'm watching bleach while I'm on the treadmill. <laughs> so I'm also dealing with the fact that I'm on the treadmill and can barely hear anything. <laughs> You know, now that I've got the AirPods, I should try that. That would actually make it a lot better. <laughs> anyway, didn't think about that till just now. Um, anyway, so moving on. Live action Sonic the Hedgehog movie set for yes, November fifteenth, yes, yes. twenty nineteen. Hey, that's my birthday. Um, so this is all they have as an image to post. <laughs> Oh and God. live action obviously is going to mean this is going to be like Detective Pikachu. I'm assuming. I mean, what is live action Sonic the Hedgehog? I mean, if they actually get a guy sitting in a Sonic the Hedgehog suit, I'll be very happy because that's just going to be super ridiculous. But I don't think that's what's going to happen. So it, what it means is that it's going to be like Sonic 06 territory with with human people in it. Oh <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh, oh, don't you mean Alvin and the Chipmunks? If you're going to that territory. Okay. Oh. That, but I'm talking about Sonic 06, the game, where, where isn't like that the how one they had Final did? Fantasy characters mixed in with Sonic the Hedgehog? Uh, well, I've never played Sonic 06. Are you just are you are you being literal when you say Final Fantasy characters? Oh, you no. just saying that there was I'm, there's an Asian girl. No, it's girl not like Kingdom Hearts. I'm just saying the art style looks yeah. a lot like sure. Final Fantasy. No, that's, yeah. So he, what he's saying is that, that there's a girl in it. So you know what Sonic looks like. You know that he's a very cartoony sort of... I mean, look at his eyes. <laughs> look at how they draw his eyes, where they don't even separate in the middle, right? I love that. Yeah. It's so creepy. Right? So then now imagine that there's a girl that he's alongside in, in this universe. But she's exactly looks like, like a you. character from, from Final Fantasy um, 10, 13. right? Or, or later, you know? So anyway, that's, that's saying, what we're getting But at. what I kind of find funny so is they choose to... Use it Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog, which is a Disney property. <laughs> well, they talk about the the rights uh, shifting from Sony Entertainment to Paramount and all that stuff in here too. So, well, yeah, Sony anyway. Entertainment's being bought up, aren't they? I doubt they can afford to keep themselves afloat. Depends on which well, they're selling. You're talking it, about it looks like they're selling stuff that they feel like they can afford to lose. Please sell all your anime. Well, if you keep well, I, I didn't catch a word of that. Something about selling anime. Yeah, sell us all your anime, Sony Pictures. Yeah, I'll comment about okay. that like, when we get plus? to a certain article. All right. Yeah. Anyway, Deadpool director Tim Miller is on board as executive producer, and Neil H. Moritz is producing. Jeff Fowler will be taking the directorial debut with a script from Golan, the insatiable creators, Pat Casey and Josh Miller. So I don't know who any of those people are, but I just thought I'd read that. <laughs> anyway, Cat and Grandpa manga gets live action film adaptations. So just like with Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, so this looks like a very so huge, fun... going to be Garfield, but John's a grandpa? Himoto well, Umaro-chan? That, that's what I'm getting at, is that when you do a live-action film and you've got an art style that is so stylized like this, I just don't think it's going to come across right. Unless you maybe do it in a field way. And, and that's... that. Maybe I mean, this there, is where... There might be a lot of reasons why that didn't work, but we'll see. That's true. It would be like if uh, Pop Team Epic had One Punch Man's new good artist do the art. It's like it wouldn't have the same effect. Yeah, that, that, that wouldn't mix at all. Yeah. Like mixing so, spinach and raspberry jam. You just don't do that. 
psychological horror film Miso Misu Miso reveals new uh, movie poster. I think we so need to. Go ahead. I think we need to officially rename your channel to the live action collector, considering how big proportionally the live action articles stick out. There, there, there definitely are a lot in uh, in this uh, podcast, but the reason I'm bringing it up is because um, I I personally really enjoy. Um, especially when Japan attempts to create a live action rendition of something that they have. And this is based on uh, Rensuke Oshikiri's manga. Um, and I just, and again, this is just, this struck me the, the graphic design improvements over the last couple of years. Like I just, I'm very struck by the ability to, with layout and, and, and whatnot to, to create these movie posters that I feel are a lot more striking than they have been in the past. So that's all it's I'm getting It's a poster, here. though. It could look like uh, anime acting in real life because it probably will in okay, the actual it might. movie. It might. I doubt it because of because of the... Uh, it, it won't be like anime acting in real life because the, the actual manga it's based on seems to be a very serious uh, non-anime you know anime goofiness sort of style. But but uh, anyway, I'm just saying, like I think that... Uh, I. I uh, maybe it's just me, but I feel like you this like their is, design team, their pr- promotional team. I feel like it's. I feel like they've really minimalistic compared to what. Yeah, no, and I just think that it, I think that Japan is is getting sort of an an artsy art house kind of a uh, uh, upgrade that I feel like they've been lacking in a lot of the way that they've approached this kind of stuff in the past. Is all I'm saying. I don't disagree because anyway. usually when I see a live action for an anime, I think, oh, that looks like some weird bootleg show thing that right. someone shot. That's exactly what I'm talking about. They this, were this, 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 design, this one looks like design. it would be a boot like you'd find in Chinatown. Exactly. Well, this is a good example. This is, this is sort of a, its own... Well, it's like uh, a TV drama now that I think about it. Actually, it well, might be because okay. we haven't read the this article is, yet. This is an intentional one once you once you find out who this is from. So, Spectre's prepared to bust some heads in Ghost Squad movie. Latest film from the director of The Machine Girl and Robo Geisha. So, um... Yeah, so this one's not technically a live action uh, anime, I don't think. I don't live think it's based on manga. Thing. Is it based manga two point five? I don't know. I'd have to read the article. Looks interesting. Uh, well, the last, Looks like last, it has the yeah, same I production brought, values as the previous two things that they've worked exactly. on. Right, and, which are which are very much uh, goofy and fun. So. The last thing here, I thought this was interesting. Um, voice actress Eureka Kubo makes her big screen debut in Cat Cafe. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because the live action movie was filmed on location in Akihabara's Cat Cafe. <laughs> so I thought that was actually really funny that they went to the trouble of not only is this a voice actor turned actor, but they they actually filmed the thing inside of a, a legitimate actual uh, Cat Cafe. So I thought that's that pretty was pretty cool. I'd visit all the time. <laughs> yeah. I, I think AC is the only one that's near a cat cafe. Wait, really? Yeah, California has is one. There one. Or do they? So, going to streaming uh, news, Crunchyroll manga to no longer offer catalog chapters of Kodansha titles. Um, scary. I thought that was... Say what? That's scary, because Kodansha... If... I'm thinking right. If if Katakawa has a sub branch called Kadancha, that's pretty powerful. I have a, a I have a thing to say about this. Well, here's what I'm going to say, and you might actually you might be about to say the same thing. I wonder oh. if this is because Kodansha is about to produce their own online format. No, their no. What do you think? 
Well, I'm with you on that. It literally says in the article they're just doing this for their non-simul pub series. Right. So it's, they're it's putting for the it into the Crunchyroll, the, the Crunchyroll digital store. So they okay. want to promote you to buy the buy the series instead of having a oh I pay one subscription I can read all of this. They want yeah. you to just buy it for the simul pubs. This is okay. this kind of addresses the piss off I had before because a town where you live. They only had chapters like a hundred on. They didn't have nine, one to a hundred. I even contacted Crunchy Support about this, and they said, "Oh, due to licensing rights, we don't have those ones." And I'm like, well, "That's stupid. You're not giving me anywhere I can legally like read the first ninety chapters. You're this is the worst thing you can possibly do. You're just promoting people to go out and pirate the first ninety nine chapters. What what's with this? Don't even license it then." But um, the other thing I have to say is that a I do this kind of I don't mind because it promotes me to go out and actually pick up these titles because before I just rely on oh I can read this whole series on Crunchyroll I don't have to spend money on it I can prioritize other things but now I can I'm promoted to buy the Yamada Kun manga instead of just oh read it all and be done with it. However, yeah. however series like a town where you live and uh i guess you could say as the god's will though i didn't really care about that and four of the apocalypse those don't have physical releases so that's a bit worrying however the crunchy store does offer some of the them digitally which that's a saving grace because well, i think four of the apocalypse had one volume but i don't think a town where you live had any so that's worrying sure later on we're going to talk about um crunchy Roll royalty revenue that that has gone back to the creators in japan but uh since we're here and i'm probably going to forget to bring this up i will say this what crunchyroll does being able to broadcast stuff some stuff for free you don't even have to have an account kind of thing Mm -hmm. to be able to view it what they do is a very important part of the anime community because you're very right. I mean, it's it's wrong for people to do this, but you are very right in the de-incentivization of people to actually uh, w- read things in a format Officially. that they pay for, right? An official one, right? So what I'm what I'm going to say here is that a lot of people they pirate everything, oh yeah, especially manga, and then oh, yeah. if they like the thing, they may choose to buy it. Yeah, right. right. So yeah. So yeah, but but the thing is that people do because it there's so much out there, you have no idea whether or not you're going to like it. Actually forcing somebody to to put forth money to get the uh, any of these titles and then find out if they like it is like let me put it this way. Nobody's going to pirate a manga and decide, "You know what? I really liked that. I'm going to go buy the buy digital it. manga of it." Well, the then, nobody's going to say I'm going to go buy the digital version. They might exactly. they might go out and buy the real thing. You know, and have it in their collection is something that I really like this. And I not it's not necessarily even I want to support this. It's kind of like a person's bookcase is sort of like a bulletin board of their life, you know? Mm-hmm. And that sort of shows uh it's kind of a it's like wearing a hipster band shirt, you know, or like when, when there's a small YouTube channel that, that um, like, is making like shirts, it's kind of an it's sort of an eso an esoteric uh branding that just says like hey this is related to something that i know that not everybody else knows same thing like i said with the hipster shirt is that people wear these as a way to broadcast their um 
There's a way to broadcast who they like, what's important to them. Right. So a bookcase for a lot of people is the same thing. It's like, I put books in here that I have read and enjoyed. And, and when it comes to manga, especially like these are titles that mean a lot to me, I have these because they meant a lot to me. Right. Um, so in this situation, just, just getting back to what we're talking about here, um, FDDM, I think you're spot on that, that this is a dangerous um, choice that I think will, it might seem like more money is coming in on the front end on the front end at one point, but on the back end, they're probably going to lose money. Do you get mm-hmm. what I mean? Because the, the truth is that yes, the system should be designed a certain way. The system should work a certain way, but that's unfortunately not how the world works. The system doesn't work that way. In reality, people will pirate everything because there's so much stuff coming out that you just cannot narrow down what you're going to actually spend your hard-earned money on. So you pirate everything in order to find out what you like, and then you buy the thing that you like. You know, that's just how things work. And uh, as I said, on the front end, they might make more money. On the back end, they're going to lose money. That's that's just my argument here. Yeah, I think Anything that... Else you guys want to say? Yeah, in addition to what you're saying, like, it's the whole... People don't want to buy the digital if they've already read it digitally. If it was me, it's mm-hmm. like, well, if there's a physical version, then I might, if I'm paying, paying for it, I might as well get a physical thing with it instead of like the digital I'd only get yes. if that's the only way you can read it, you know? Right. But um, the bottom line that I'm making, the bottom, the, the bottom line to the point I'm making is that, as I said, nobody is going to read something illegally, decide that they like it, and then buy the digital version. That's not going to happen. You mm-hmm. know, that's one of the major arguments that I have for continuing to have physical releases because people, they don't take into consideration how much that personal billboard of having a bookcase or having, you know, the shirt with the show on it and all that stuff, what that actually means to people. And I don't think the people who even buy those things realize how much of that psychologically is that aspect of it you know mm-hmm. so i just i i think that this is a bad move that's all and i think say. the last thing i have to add is the the this is just a general piracy thing in but um if someone wa- like reads a manga let's say it's a long series 50 volumes if they read that and in the end they don't like it then there goes the opportunity because you know, yeah, they're not going to go back and support it or buy it at all, even physically. So yeah, and I think I think a lot of people might start uh, like they might use Crunchyroll as an opportunity to start a series, find out that they really like it, and then stop reading it on Crunchyroll and go buy it and be collecting it as it comes out, so that they can wa- they can read it that way because they want to own it anyway. You know, but you're right. If you sit down and watch it, if you sit down and read an entire series of of a of something that has, let's say, you know, 200 volumes, um, for the sake of argument, then you're it's going to be very difficult in, to actually buy the whole thing. And in truth, at that point, most of those uh, volumes probably aren't even available anymore. You know, they're out of print and whatnot. So. Um, it's, this is one of the reasons why I don't aggressively collect manga, you know? So I, I, I mean, I think the point's been made, but this is frustrating news. Let me put it that way. There's another point that gets me about all this. When generally you advertise something like a movie, like an American movie, mm-hmm. it's in your face. They try to bring it up as much as possible. They have fun. They have more funding get granted. So if you go out to see another movie, trailers in your face. You're at home, trailers in your face. You watch YouTube without doing the without blocking the ads, trailers in your face. Mm-hmm. It's out there, and they're 
aggressively trying to get people with stuff like Crunchyroll and manga. For some reason, they do instead of aggressive, they do kind of a submissive advertisement. To be fair, Crunchyroll is the one service that has ads on every YouTuber, like big YouTuber. It's like this video is sponsored by Crunchyroll. Funimation yes, doesn't do that. I know about Crunchyroll. I don't know about the titles. Unless that is true. That is true. One. It's yeah. the different titles is what you want to throw at people. Like um, we got Attack on Titan. We got uh, Boku no Pico. <laughs> but <laughs> for the record. <laughs> For the record, though, I think that this is a weird place because the fandom community does that for them. This video is sponsored by Crunchyroll, and now I'm going to go talk about a bunch of shows that you can actually watch on Crunchyroll. Or I'm going to talk about a manga that I really enjoyed. You know, so that that actually Some does do. that effect for Some do, in yeah. A, in, a, in a lot. Some do, yes. You know? but... And this is a weird community where because this stuff is coming from Japan, people are really aggressively, actively informed on what exists and what's coming out only casual fans aren't aware of this stuff Mm -hmm. because there are places like anime news network where people get their news and Crunchyroll or this podcast or whatever you know what i mean yeah and i I want to address i wish i can read the japanese articles as they release the magazines but oh well that's for another time read uh, learn to speak japanese we'll do a whole podcast in japanese someday um, so I want to address I want to address what Satan six 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 is saying. Says, but some of the some are specifically online only, and I'm sure that you probably already understood what I was saying. But my uh, my argument here is that that is also a mistake. That online this is, only, you know, like web comics of, uh, of doing of doing series like you were like you were discussing FDDM about oh, okay. the whole Crunchyroll Kodansha thing about how some live. of these are on- online only. Yeah, town where you live, for example, that. Uh, that is a mistake, in my opinion. That you, yes. th- they should make this available. Okay. Anyway, moving on. Okay. Crunchyroll ads, Card Counter Soccer, Clear Card Prologue, and the second anime film. So, I'm using this as an excuse no, to address. You brought the fact that up again. Oh. Yes, I'm using this. I'm using this as an excuse to address the fact that I did a video at Anime Expo where I went to the Clear Card Prologue premiere. Okay, and I know that none of the people who are the editors of that video are actually watching this podcast, but I just want to address that I stand by every single thing I said in that video. (laughs) Okay, now the big difference here is that they had signs everywhere, or the the main point here is they had signs everywhere in that um, auditorium thing telling you no cameras allowed. Okay, if I could have, I would have recorded before the thing actually started and even the talk afterward so that you would understand why it was such a big deal that they hyped up this 30 minute OVA called clear card prologue that didn't set anything up for the actual clear card arc. It was all an epilogue to the original series. Okay. That is the only main argument that we made in that video, and we stand by it. All right. That's all I'm going to say. You you stand by it. I haven't seen it yet to argue. When I say we, I'm talking about me and Jeff and Dan and Mr. Nice Guy who are in the video. Are you sure you don't have a. You're probably right, but I'm waiting until A, I finish the original series, and B, Funimation releases this. Okay, um, you have well, a card complex. There is a dub coming out already available for oh, clear yeah. card prologue. I have heard this news, so just so you guys know. So, um, it, meaning it probably will get a release. I don't know if it'll be from Funimation. It probably will, but we'll see. Oh, it is because right? they're like dubbing it. it, and Crunchyroll, you know, they're distributing to them. 
But anyway. So now we're into theater release news. Fathom Events announced the schedule for Studio Ghibli Fest 2018. I feel like we already covered this, but uh, here's the... Uh, yeah, so no, what's funny the, to uh, me is uh, Pompoko is rated PG-13. Mm-hmm. That means nothing in my country. Well, I, <laughs> TV I no Y7. <laughs> uh, hey, hey. No, give me more. Sorry, credit. sorry. We have G at least. <laughs> um, so, um, why, why am I highlighting that? Because of the testicles. <laughs> yep. Much oh, balls. Has anybody, if anybody's not seen Pom Poco, uh, it's the one with all the raccoons. And the raccoons I, all have testicles specifically drawn and even used as like a, a flotation device. Flotation like a, device, like a parachute. Transformations. They even attack the police. It's it's a very different Ghibli movie. It's a very um, Japanese uh, Ghibli movie. Well, it's mockumentary meets slight, slight war drama. Oh, it's funny. It's weird. Very um, I would actually not mind going. I, I, when it came to the uh, the grandpa and cat or whatever thing, uh, I was going to mention this, but because it was a live action movie, I didn't. Um, my neighbor. Oh, no. That's my neighbor. Toro. Dang it. I was going to bring up my neighbors, the Amadas. Um, I like I really love the art style in my neighbors, the Amadas, and I wish more things would utilize that art style. One such thing would have been if they had actually done an anime for that grandpa and cat or whatever. You guys, have anything else you want to say about this before we move on? Well, I, I it doesn't really matter to me because it's old, old movies in theater. Yeah. It doesn't matter to me. Matters Plus, to it's localized to the U.S. exclusively anyway. <clears throat> if I had a chance, I might want to go see this one. But I have a, I have a young, young daughter who I can't get away from to go see a movie. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't bring her to it, and it would be way too loud and everything. Oh, anyway, or you can see one uh, YouTube. Guess what I watched last weekend. Pocono Pico. Mazinger. Yes, Mazinger. What's with you in the Pico de Gallo sauce? FDD and M. Well, it's literally the worst thing on my mind that you could have watched, so I thought I'd give it a shot. Is that what you want to default to everything? I thought you, you kept randomly saying cancer to everything. Or no, AIDS. I said AIDS. Get it right. Hey, he's got he's got his own his own thing. <laughs> Let him, stop making fun of how he talks. <laughs> We're wasting so much time on this podcast. I think you know how needs to get out of here at a certain watch. point, right? Kids, choirs, what? We've already been here. We've already been through uh, like two hours in this podcast already. Okay, G Kids. No, I guess it's yeah, almost two hours. Okay, G Kids Acquires Memorial hosted as Mirai of the Future film for US. Uh, this is Mirai no Mirai because Mirai is the Japanese word for future. Um, I thought it's literally so, just called Mirai. It's called Mirai no Mirai. It's Mirai the of, of the, the future. Oh. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I just want to address real quick that in my review of um, Zipong, I had gone through and I had Volume just given you a taste. Yeah, I, I went and gave you a taste of my uh, thoughts going into the series. And I was saying that based on how the the title of it is, that the final volume is titled Return to Future. And I suggested that, well, I guess they're going to get back to the to present time, right? Like that was, that was the argument I made. I think oh, that yeah. that's the mistranslation of the Japanese title, which was probably Return to the Mirai, because that's the name of the ship in the show. So I'm I'm just addressing that. I'm using this as an example, uh, excuse to address that. Anyway, speaking do you guys of, have anything to say? What is this? Oh, no, no, no. Future, I'm not. Uh, I'm not started. Apparently, I am incorrect. Fathom rated uh, Pompoko as PG. Okay. 
for Ooh. some people on oh. the on this article here, what's throwing them off, even though Boy and the Beast, I believe, was released by G Kids, is no, 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 G-Kids it was Funimation. Took, okay, but for this one, G Kids right took G Kids also previously distributed Hosoda's Summer Wars, Wolf Children, and the Boy and the Beast films. Maybe they were the distributors and not like the licensees. Oh, they should be the distributors then. Funimation, one hundred percent licensed. I put this in the theater uh, uh, section of okay. the podcast because it talks about in here that there was a um, contractual obligation um, for them to put it into theaters as well for any any company okay. that was licensed. Okay, I get it. And I get it. There's a Crunchyroll the article. Yeah, there was a Crunchyroll article that outlined that directly, but I decided to keep the one that you sent because I, in case you had something to say about it, and I was just going to bring it up as I just have, rather than use the Crunchyroll article. Okay. Okay, I think okay. I get it because G Kids must distribute it to theaters. Maybe that's what they mean. That that is potentially possible, but Funimation also has theater stuff that they do. So who knows? It, it's unimportant. <laughs> Can I we buy move? That my no, tongue no, no, earlier. Because I have to get my trigger happiness out of the way. I'm glad that they're doing yeah, this because, because of the stupid host soda collections. I don't want a Funimation host soda collection for that that I'm yeah. obligated to pay more for later on because those are garbage editions because the slip <laughs> covers are dumb and they always come damaged. And fun fact, Boy and the Beast was released by Mongrel Entertainment in Canada, which I didn't even know existed. And that's all I have to say about this. We can move on. My only hope for this movie is I hope he doesn't do that whole mediocrity is awesome. I don't know. That sort of theme. I I just find it funny how he's recycling all his ideas now because this is just, what is it? It's Girl Who Leapt Through Time and maybe Mildly Wolf Children. That's what I see in it. They reuse the digital world again in this, I think. What's the name of the the Diaboromon or something in the Diaboromon? <laughs> Diaboromon's name, uh, yeah. Shout, Shout Studios and Funimation Films bring highly anticipated Chinese animated feature Big Fish in, in Begonia. Cinema in the U.S. and Canada starting on April 6, thousand. Oh, Canada! Now I care. So you you kept you ca- you kept talking about Turtle. You kept saying Turtle, Turtle, Turtle when we were talking about this. I think you were saying about Red Turtle. About Turtle. I know. I, I think you was too. With Red Turtle. Okay, I'm just wondering, is this a, this escape from New York over here? <laughs> this is Shout a channel. And they've also got uh, what's this movie called with the um, Obey? Yeah, oh, I would uh, not. I, I saw that. They live. They live. That's what, yeah. All right. Great film. Anyway, um, all right. Moving on to anime news. Woohoo! Finally. I think I skipped one of them, but I don't care. <laughs> we got enough news on our celebrates 15 years of mu- musical magic. So you had me uh, put this in here? Yeah. Okay, this is like a point out that they're like a concert. Yeah, they're doing yeah, a, concert a concert for their anniversary. That's pretty much it. Okay. <clears throat> Precure Superstars film sold record-breaking 60,000 advance tickets in just two days. Precure That's... is... The show that was uh, the girl playing lacrosse, right? They turned it into a they turned it into an actual holiday in Japan. Is that was that Precure? They did. 
In the last podcast, we talked about it. There's well, an yes, official they, holiday I now. It they, was Precure, right? Yeah, because of the first air date, I believe. Right. Not Because there's also Pre-Tier and other shows that probably don't deserve nearly as much recognition. Um, although I'll I don't just, think Precure's ever come out over here, has it? Yeah, no. I'm, um, I'll just say that I'm salty that they have a perfectly fine dub for it, and have, they have not distributed it. Yeah. Distributed it. Mm-hmm. It's on Tubi TV, but that's sub, so I'm still sad. And I'm also sad that Ocean Group's dub of, what is it, World Trigger, hasn't seen the live day anywhere. You have one for the, you have a dub for one of them produced by four kids that, like, uh, FDM say said hasn't been released. And you have something on Glitter Force on uh, Glitter Force on Netflix. My coworker told me that she watched that with her son when it was on the autoplay. I didn't even realize it had a dub. <laughs> he says it, all the other Hosoda films were distri- distributed by Funimation, except for Digimon. <laughs> oh yeah, except. Uh, <laughs> I think they might actually be releasing that sometime. Though there was a crunchy article talking about the Fox acquisition, I mean Disney acquisition of Fox might have screwed that. Maybe. But I, I don't know. I got the Blu-ray Did of that Disney? movie anyway. Then again on JetX, they released like a whole like for this one time they showed like a whole slew of uh Digimon movies that haven't been released at all. I got them Hold on, on Blu-ray. I'll have you know. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Disney did, in fact, yeah, they did. They did acquire Fox, right? Pretty sure, yeah. Now they do, okay. yeah. That's why they said uh, the. Simpsons... What do you think the chances are that John McClane will be a playable character in uh, Kingdom Hearts? <laughs> John McClane. <laughs> John the diehard level would be such an amazing one. Um, Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Anyway, Sorry, so I'm going to move on from Precure. Move on. Uh, Miyuki uh, Sawashiro sings the ending for Lupin the Third Part Five TV anime. Now, normally I wouldn't bring this up. Um, I mean, I, I wouldn't say. bring up. There's there's a bunch of there's a bunch of of news on Crunchyroll about like opening and ending performance and stuff. But the reason I'm bringing this up is because the the, uh, the person doing the singing is the voice actress of Fujiko. So, all right. Uh, and I, I will just say, uh, first of all, Yuji Ono is is an incredible composer, um, going back throughout the Lupin series, uh, and uh, I'll just say that of the person to be the voice actor for Fujiko, uh, this woman is strikingly beautiful for the age she appears to be. I, I feel like it's super appropriate to the character. But I'll just I'll just end it there, and I, I think it's going to be pretty cool to have. Uh, I mean, it's the Japanese voice actors. It's not like the American voice actors will also do an American. I was going to say I'd watch it dub anyway, so yeah. But I'm just saying I thought it, I thought it was neat. I, I thought it was a neat thing, and uh, shout out to Yuji Ono for making incredible music. I think they uh, usually. Gurren Lagann. What? How's that work? Gurren Lagann and Fist of the Blue Sky. Hold on, Gurren Lagann and Naruto stars. Join Fist of the Blue Sky Regenesis. First of all, I just want to address this is a CG anime. Uh, and what they're saying is that voice, like stars from it, voice actor stars, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah. Right. So, so Vera, okay, that makes sense. 
uh, guy and Gal Geiger and Shouty in Shouty Link in various Legend of Zelda games is going to play this character, and um, Yi is going to be voiced by Robin from Witch Hunter Robin, and Tayuya in Naruto. That's a who is Tayuya? I don't. Is that is that in Some the original? I think, a, I think that's a music ninja. Is Tayuya in the original Naruto or only in probably Shikiden? Shikiden. I was okay, thinking see, original, this, but this is a, this is a pretty uh, a pretty clickbaity title. I'll just say it that. really is. <laughs> anyway, okay, Gurren Lagann's um, dub was way too good to watch the sub, though. If you say so. Uh, yeah, I'm still salty that the that the cast that ADV had picked didn't end up doing the whole show. That was um, hilarious. Tats- <laughs> Tatsunoko Production and Karabiz team up for science ninja team gacha nyan project now i'm bringing this up because um i love how japan so much of well not because of banana but because so much of what japan does it seems like here's how they they sit around a table uh and it's like i i picture it like this they're they're smoking into it no they're smoking cigarettes uh, and they're just like maybe drinking sake and they come up with a, a pun and they build a whole show around a bad pun. <laughs> so somebody is, or like, this is like studio Jizzly. Like oh one of the guys God. is trying to talk about Gachamon and he, he slurs his speech the way that Augie has a lot during the podcast. And then, then it turns into its own show. <laughs> That's how I like to, to imagine that this, the, just, the decision-making process of Japan of, is uh, Panda Z looking at this but yes this it is something i'm interested like, in um, it looks like a powerpuff girl sort of art style yeah it kind of does. Been, we brought up gotcha man there was a few years ago there was a supposed to be a co co-collaboration between the gotcha man team and beyblade i haven't heard anything about that project I wonder if it got canceled or if how much of beyblade has been released over here on dvd all of it it has it ha- no, I don't know about all. Well, the original all series, anyway. All of the original. I, I know that there's least. there's a moment in Beyblade where they talk about how Moses used the Beyblade in order to part the Red Sea, and I I want to own it just God. to see that scene. Yeah. It anyway, has its own licensing company. There is an image of it. In from? fact, who's playing guitar? No one. You're gonna you're gonna get a phone call, and you're like. Your your FBDM band is gonna like that where your logo comes from is gonna start playing and I'm gonna get a copyright strike. <clears throat> nah, my phone's so on vibe. Mine's on vibe as well. AC is someone calling you at It's not me. Nine o'clock at night. Hold on. I'm pulling up I'm pulling up the Beyblade Moses image right now. I'm just gonna send you a Wikipedia article of what I think about every time you say AC. That is yeah. So I'm already uh, triggered by the fact that I can't see the um, the view image button <laughs> isn't here like you guys were saying because I just clicked it and it brought me to a video. <laughs> All right, let me. Uh, this is the the image I'm referring to. Augie, you Moses might want to rethink uh, rethink how when you say AC now after seeing this article. I don't think you should show it on stream, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, I got saved by the bell on the mine. Like that's the abbreviation my friends and I used in in high hey, school. Hey what, hey, what you and your friends do in high school stays in high school. So, so the FDDM band is a. Uh, you guys are a cover band for this, huh? 
<laughs> for grindcore? No, no. Okay. Hell, it's like anyway. a solo project. I don't have a band. <laughs> I think, oh, I, think hey, I have a nice guy. Hi, niece yeah. or oh. nice, uh, whichever pronunciation. Both apply. Um, quick, uh, briefly, real quick. One of the comments, uh, Reese is Reese is asking, is why is this queen? important? Voice actors always play other anime. That's true. Typically, a main co- main complaint that you might have for listening to a lot of Japanese audio is they keep using the same voice actors. How do I turn on super chat? That's oh. every. That's dub and sub. Like. People complain about that in dub all the time, but they don't realize that they use Yuki Kaji in every single uh, freaking Japan anime ever. I'm sorry, but if if you're complaining about the same subtitles, you change the language track at that point. The same subtitles? What? Anyway. Okay, it says go to analytics. I'm going... It would be an analytics. You mean you mean Are creator you sure studio? You should be showing Are you talking about the this? band analytics? Oh my! Let me stop sharing. Yeah, show show us. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, oh, we man. can see That's the good. money you're making. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. I'm not actually like allowed to show that uh, according to YouTube's uh, guidelines. Policy, yeah. so I'll, I'll have to blur that later. Well, it's more than I'm making. I'm making a current zero dollars. Well, what happened to the other? What happened to the other thing? What is he saying in the chat? Turn on your super chat. Why would I go to analytics for that? I think even I had... Introducing super chat. Okay. Top chat hide messages such as potential There and more readable for you. And you always switch to an unfiltered view. Okay. Oh, is top chat? What go to channel. Sorry, he says. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I can, I can pop out this thing called top channel. Go to channel. Channel. You go to channel. Channel, 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 channel. Okay, go to channel. channel, Channel Channel settings. Oh God, I just. Oh shoot, I just switched who I'm logged in on as. uh, As the stream is going, but it's still on. Well, I think the hangout is fine. You know, AC, I think um, this is deja vu from episode 13. Yeah, Yeah, okay, so channel. I'm going to channel. Ah, I'm trying to click on it. I have like a um, VIQ thing pops up. Super chat, enable. I mentioned that I'm completely safe. Then AC bumped me off. Hmm. The live stream, and I had to go to a different account. Mr. Mr. Neat Guy was around that time as well. Yes, what well, a he, well, he came in to save us. <laughs> but this time, he's sabotaging us to make up for it. Mm-hmm. Clever oh, girl. The only thing that's sabotaging us is our focus. That is true. That is true. Hold on, hold on, Mr. Ice Guy. Under, under, it's making me sign an agreement. It makes me put in my AC, full name. Uh, remember, it's like a 10-minute delay. I know. That's true. But I'm just saying, it's making me put in my full name, my title, email address, phone number, and company name. Under title, are they asking me to put in Mr.? Or are they asking me to put in the anime collector? I'm going to put that under company name. Okay, that that was Satan back then. Okay. If it's not a required field, don't bother. I thought you were were a local friend of mine that decided to pop in and see what was going on. Satan666? Yeah. Because the last name would be the last word of that. 
It's not a 10 minute delay. It's more like 30 seconds. I agree with the like, niece. But like well, 10 not minutes. Agree, but... it off. Okay. So it should be enabled now. Anyway. Um, thank you for letting me know. I would have gone like many, many podcasts <laughs> without realizing. Okay. So um, where were we? <laughs> let me close this now. So it's going to be two hours in where I got to go ahead and make sure to remove or blur that portion. Even though the blur feature on four hour videos is it's cancer. Awful. It's so awful. You you sit there and you make it, and then you have to wait like 17 hours for it to apply. And then the, okay, the box see. you made is like this. It's, it's doesn't like fit the the trying to put her. It doesn't even track well. You want to see the spectacle well, you, you of the giant green unlock head. The track. Unlock the track at the EDM. That's the only way to actually do it. You have to unlock the track for it to work. Um, but even still, it, it screws it up. Anyway, so I'm moving on to the next thing. Kaiji spinoff, The Chronicles of Middle Manager Tonagawa, gets TV anime. So uh, this is exciting that they're getting an anime. I hope that eventually it comes over here as well as the rest of Kaiji. Wouldn't yeah. that be nice? I you agree. stream it all on uh, Crunchyroll Crunchy last Hole. time I saw. Okay, but I, I wanted to why there's not a hard release. I don't want to slap yes, people exactly. to say it. Oh, oh, so Augie likes the hard releases. I see. <laughs> well, Mr. Blu-ray, I think you would like them as well. I would. So, um, moving on to uh, an article that was shared to me by Lishansky. Banana, Banana Fish, Fish anime reveals cast more info first promo video in a modern day setting. Now, this has been a little bit controversial to fans of the manga. I, I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, this is a Yaoi manga, right? Oh yeah, that's what it was. I remember you guys talking about this. Oh, Banana Fish. Yeah, it was supposed to be like in the 80s, 90s. Yeah, and it is a yaoi manga, correct? Uh, maybe. It was more like a... It's a detective manga yeah, that has yaoi overtones. Well, I'm, I'm just going to say, uh, and I, I don't really want to play it, but some of this looks... Prime, so I don't have to pay incredible. anything. It's, well, look at how incredible this looks. It looks I two frames a second. So incredible. I'm no, not but sure if, you if you're being sarcastic like, or not. No, I'm saying the animation quality of this looks this looks amazing. I'm I'm really excited for this show because it, it looks really cool. So anyway, moving on to manga news and manga, manga, jumping to game news. Dagashi Kashi creator has already drafted the manga finale. Whoa, halt yes, halt so right bad. now. Mr. Nice guy with $5 says, first, ha, all mine. Also, congrats on a thousand subs. Tongue face. Uh, thank you. I could not have done that without you. I didn't. <laughs> so I've got to find a way to do this uh, without, um, without having the chat hidden. <laughs> because when I'm, when I'm sharing the screen for the articles, I'm not going to see these. Um, that's awesome. Thank you. I, I got the other monitors Use here. Use your then I have iPhone. To you know what I need to do is I need to stop. Oh, that'll work too. But I need to stop. Um, I need to stop using the the built-in stream and go the like, – I need to get like a switcher and switch to cameras and be able to do it easier that way. Um, anyway, so that, that – uh, thank you, Mr. Nice Guy, for uh, helping us to uh, to even get there because I, I, I don't know if you were here at the beginning of the chat, but I gave you a huge shout-out and thank you for the fact that I definitely wouldn't have gotten here without being included in AniTuber Expo. Um, so back to this here. Uh, Augie, you were – Upset about this, or, or disappointed, or saddened? I'm sorry. Probably because it's ending. Like I always it's get ending. that. Exactly. Yeah. 
because this was uh, this was a show we watched on the podcast for our watch club, and it was a very fun, surprisingly fun, very enjoyable, happy uh, show. That it was then the day something after... I probably would not have ever gotten around to watching, but I'm glad that we did it for the podcast, and it made me watch it, and it was a lot of fun. And then the day after we did the podcast, season two was announced. Yep, because the podcast is magic. All right, moving on. Thus spoke uh, Kishibe Rohan manga, eighth episode to be published on February 26th. Now, I'm curious if this is a misprint here, because they go on to say episode 10 here. <laughs> um, and this is a manga by um, Hirohiko Araki. Yeah. The creator of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. As if you didn't know, based on the art style, you silly gooses. That didn't even get any bigger. <laughs> that didn't well, help at all. Oh, oh, it was on its way. Anyway, um, so this looks really cool. Uh, I love this guy's art style. Um, <clears throat> incredible work. And so this is from a manga, though. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Not, not that there's anything wrong with the... the manga. I'm just... I wonder if this is the same manga that he goes to like Italy and has his own adventure or France. No, that is Lupin the third part five. <laughs> I'll have, you know, isn't part five in France. Did part yes. five's in he France. Said France or Italy. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I missed, I misheard that last part. All right. So, uh, I don't have anything else to say about this. I just thought the art style looked really cool. Yeah. The brushes kind of threw me off though. I thought it was glitched up for a second. Yeah, so there's there's the brushes here, and then I realized I didn't realize this the first time, but that's like an actual motif of the of the you know the thing that he does here. So I thought that was CG as well. You thought this was CG? No, no, the, the first pick. Yeah, for some reason, at a glance, it looks like CG. Yeah. Well, it's just he's just a really incredible artist. Uh, anyway, moving on. Game news: uh, Thermai Rome uh, returns as PC browser game on February fifteenth. So the reason I'm dub, let's check out the tub, and time will go on forever. The reason I'm bringing this up is because we had discussed doing a time travel anime. Specifically, we were going to do Steinscape. That was something we had discussed in the last podcast. We we're going to do that for going into March. And we had, March? And I had discussed doing this right after the last podcast. We had talked about doing Thermae Rome or Thermae Rome or however, however this is supposed to be pronounced. Um, that we were, we were talking about doing this um, as, as part of that like idea of doing time travel. Um, but then Lishansky brought up a very obvious thing that for some reason we didn't think of, which is that we would be doing Mecca March. <laughs> so that's what we're going to be doing. And we'll get to that later. But um, I was about to say, wait, alien. why are we doing uh, Science Gate when it's Mecca March? <laughs> right. We're not. We're, uh, it was it well, was uh, in AC this has was the to first... do one of the three conditions in order to unlock. Well, here, here's the here's the issue. Oh yeah, <laughs> the three conditions laid out. Um, so here's the issue, or here's here's why this is even in here. I put this in because I didn't. Th- we didn't have any other game news, and then I added a bunch of other game news, and and I should have just gone through and removed that <laughs> because there's nothing else to say oh, about it. In, so I, I added Roman this today. It's like a six dollar show you can quickly get, and it's available on oh, Crunchyroll really? as well. I, I paid a lot more than that. <laughs> I bought it at Anime Expo for like twenty bucks. Um, so I, I'm bringing this up just because I thought the art style in this was pretty cool. I thought that this was a Akuoki that like uh, was it reverse harem game or whatever? I don't visual know. I'm just saying. Wasn't this the one that Viz released? And no, no this is 
Lucenta. I'm thinking of something else. Nura. Nura is what I was thinking of. Nura, Rise of the Yokai Clan, which has one nip scene in like halfway. Yeah, and I'm so, so glad for that some that reason you're like track for I know. I literally had a counting app that had all of the counts for all of the anime that I was keeping track of how many scenes in the freaking show. So did you break that? Uh, somebody was saying, I thought there was a the panty count, and I, I jokingly commented that Agent Ica broke the counter. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. That, there's so many of the three episodes I watched. There's 12, yeah, we'll, ep- we'll get- 12 nip in three episodes so far. That's a high density. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get there later. Okay. So um, I'm I'm bringing this. So Street Fighter Five AE throws Blanca into the mix on February 20th. So apparently there's like these different versions of Blanca, and I'm bringing this up because this, it looks like Larry the Cucumber from Veggie Tales as a playable Blanca. <laughs> I don't watch VeggieTales. Satan gave a dollar. And this is this is like, oh, thank you. So I just want to reiterate uh, real quick, um, so that it's very clear that because uh, I mean I've said this before, but just in case anybody, now that we have, now that we have um, super chat, any money that we get through super chat uh, is going to be split between Augie and I, unless otherwise specifically stated in the. Uh, in the actual chat message. Appreciate that. Now you can send your daughter through super chat too. Oh my. Uh, anyway, um, so I'm gonna go I send this uh, <laughs> dollar to niece guy specifically. Uh, okay. I, was, I thought you were actually reading a comment for a second. Anyway, Maple story uh-huh. kicks off Evangelion crossover event on February 28th. So um, I don't know about Maple story, but I thought this at least looked pretty interesting. I tried um, joining that like back in like after we graduated. What is it? Is it a browsing a browser game or something? Yeah, I couldn't figure it out. Okay, it, it was something that like even kids at my school played. Hey, to answer your question is. about Joseph Luster, he is the games and web editor at Otaku USA magazine. Oh, okay. And you can read his web comic, "Big Dumb Fighting Idiots." Anyway, um, still think <laughs> so that's a pseudonym, not a real name. Okay, it probably is. I was just joking. Anyway, uh, so I just thought I wanted to, I wanted to show off the artwork for this because I thought it, I thought it looked interesting. Um, oh well, so Reese, PayPal no does take a small portion as well. I'm pretty sure, or at least they add a fee on top of it, like a. There's pretty fee. much no. There's pretty much no way to do a transaction unless you're going to Bitcoin. Uh, unless him. you're going to mail me a dollar. Yeah. Well, Bitcoin still has high transaction fees. Um, it has well, high transaction fees. Professor told has, me well, that you could like send tons of money across seas or whatever and you get like barely anything uh for interest well, something for for the transaction fee it depends on well, how yeah, you do it but, but i'm just saying a lot of people switched over to bitcoin cash because of the transaction fees of bitcoin bitcoin cash is a, is a different cryptocurrency anyway let's not talk about well, make sure that you bought the screen over on thing. the yeah what? okay next order of business uh, you might need Kingdom to lock Hearts. in your screen. Okay, I will. I mean, I, it's it's. I'm really just reading the article here. So, uh, Kingdom Hearts player hits level 100 in the very first area. So first that of all, this is for tedious Kingdom Hearts. As hell. It, uh, this is Kingdom Hearts HD 1.5 Remix. Now, the reason I'm bringing this up is because I've talked about this on the podcast before. How I like to play video games, and this is exactly the kind of thing that I would have done when I first started playing um, Kingdom Hearts. I actually grinded to at least level 30. 
in the first area. Not the first time I was playing it, but, but because of how difficult it is to beat Riku or whoever, that's, that's his name, right? Riku? Yeah, that's his name, Riku. Anyway, when the because of how difficult it is to beat Riku in that first match, I just grinded up to level 30 so I could beat him easily. <laughs> anyway, so I'm bringing it up just because of that, because I thought, thought it was funny that some some guy actually sat there. I think at level 100 is the, the max level you can go. It probably and It is. took him 210 hours. Oh my that's god, time. that's, that's more than your time. Persona 4 took me rest, like almost that much time. But the rest of the game. game, the rest of the game is a lot more fun when you are that strong <laughs> right off the bat. I'll just but say that's that. That's what new game plus is and, for, isn't it? Well, yeah, if you want challenge, you, kill, you got challenge. Yeah, so so the way that I play RPGs, just because I'm a masochist, is uh, I grind. grind up every area until I kill every enemy, enemy in that area in one hit. That's how I play RPGs. <laughs> Sometimes that's not even possible in some games. Yeah, well, that's, that's, that's how I like to play. That's that's the uh, that's my rule of thumb. Let's put it that way. It's not necessarily entirely accurate, but that's that's the rule of. Thumb. It's definitely not a good rule of thumb, thumb but yes, possible. I I can understand. Yes. Okay. So. Release oh, and news. Satan six 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 with two dollars says everyone now gets a dollar. <laughs> lol. Look at that go, one for Augie, one for FDDM now. Thank you, man. Seriously, um, Anaplex invests in Australia's Madman Anime Distribution Company. Oh, yeah, I remember that. CEO that Tim Anderson. We don't expect any changes to Madman's broad strategy direction. You know what I'll say? Except for raising the prices. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's pro- yeah. That's probably a bad thing. If anything, like I, I have. Hey, look, it's another. It's another. My birthday just keeps showing up in this podcast. Wow, it's it's a bunch of presents that you're being spoiled. What they are? I know. Anyway, this this is such a great present that Anaplex is investing in a in a uh, distributor that I don't even buy from. <laughs> I gotta Man, say, imagine though, like, Australian AC being angry at this. Australian AC that has to happen. We need an Australian anime collector to join the <laughs> podcast. Right, On I'm that Australian note, AC. <laughs> Oh. No, <laughs> on that, that note, I will say that um, the Canapa effect is moving from got him from <laughs> mosquito um, is yeah. is moving from <laughs> Australia to Tokyo or or at least to Japan. I don't know exactly where he's moving in Japan, but he's moving to Japan and he's selling his entire anime collection on eBay. So Ooh. if you guys are interested in having a bunch of Australian movies, an Australian oh. uh, anime. Um, you can, you know, you can scope out his Twitter and find out uh, he has a link to his eBay and stuff uh, if you guys are interested in that. So I would like to donate my Australian uh, Digimon Season 5 Parts 3 and 4s to that cause. <laughs> to that cause? To him moving? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you say Nietzsche Joe, but okay. <laughs> well, it's because we never got Parts 3 and 4 released over here. We only got 1 and 2, so... I saw that on MightyApe.com or whatever. I'm like, hell yeah, I can complete it. And then now we got the actual complete Region 1 collection. So I'm like, oh, well, this sucks. Anyway, on to the next one. Moving on. Did you guys have anything else to say about that? Uh, that they actually kinda, have... A- it kind of doesn't affect us, right? It's as, long as, they don't, as long as they don't buy will- Funimation or any other company, I'm fine. Yeah. While we're so, on the... Well, they're investing. They're investing in. Uh, so... Have fun with the uh, letting cancer into your anime uh, distribu- distribution companies, uh, Australia. 
Yeah. Made in Japan licenses a Spirit of the Sun TV anime special. So you had me uh, put this in there, Augie. So you have yep. anything to say? Um, it's Made in Japan doesn't announce their releases that often, and this is one of their releases. Uh, I have no idea why in the world they chose rap artists or what looks like to be rap artists to be in this, but I figure it's going to be another one similar to Tokyo Magnitude 8.0, but probably more action-y, but I don't know. Eight whole seasons of Tokyo Magnitude. When, yeah, when Japan is hit by the twin disasters of the eruption of Mount Fuji and a massive earthquake. So yeah, Tokyo Magnitude 8.0. Um, the island so nation be- is literally shattered in, in, and torn in two, but with the help of three rappers. <laughs> is that what oh my god, no. That's a- <laughs> <laughs> they wrapped the island back together <laughs> with their rap. So this is the second time that Maine Japan licensed something dealing with an earthquake, and technically the second time that they licensed something with rap, if you consider uh, Detroit Metal City. Papa Rapper. Aw, no, don't don't put rap on the metal name. Yeah, I don't like rap either, but... Do you know the the artist Shafin the Dark Lord? That doesn't sound right. There's a rapper named Shafin the Dark Lord who has a song called Black Metal Queen. Uh, where he sings about falling in love with a um, a metal uh, drummer, I think it is. It's a great song. You should check it out. Um, actually, <laughs> Satan Six 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 should check that one out. <laughs> Just throwing it out there. I know there's a black anyway, metal parody song that's like a love song. <laughs> you have to check it out. Anyway, uh, how do you take your anime? Discotheque wants your vote. So this is just a link that I'm using to get to this link. I'm sorry. Everyone's dogs. Uh, okay, so so they wanted to know. There's they wanted to know if people. Twitter. Okay. Oh, there is. Yep. Should I have not? Should we combine them? Where's the Twitter one? Uh, go to Twitter and type in Discotech Media. Okay, I'm not going to bother. I think I can <laughs> I think sum up like the ultimate solution that we'd probably all like. The results. The results will be comparable. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, so basically they were just asking, would you prefer it if classic anime series were released on standard def Blu-ray or on DVD? Now and they actually for, said I'm, like I'm uh, let, long running, I think. I'm going to let FDD and M sum it up. We said where, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> what, is, what is SDBD? Oh, standard def on blue. Okay. <laughs> they even say that on the poll. Come on. Give me some credit. Okay. You didn't capitalize it. So I thought well, you were trying you to say. The guts of it, it doesn't like, mean that. You just threw up on the keyboard here. Saves you both the main you guts and of, us. Uh, of what they asked in this. They're not getting rid, rid of DVD altogether. They're just wanting it for like. For long run. For long running, it says it does say we are thinking about no longer creating DVD collections for, for long, long anime, anime TV, TV series. series. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna I think FDDM I think you put it up here uh, properly. Or I'm gonna, your sentiments are, are, they reflect what my thoughts are. So I'm just gonna say saves both you and us money, and then this part that was specific to you and will fit in with the more modern Blu-ray releases in a collection. The standard def on the Blu-rays will also be pretty much uncompressed. Not to mention, it also saves space in your collection. Fist of the North Star is so conservative compared to its DVD counterpart. Referring to that huge 
hideously cased with the big bulbous rounded edge. I'll have a so, special yeah. note. You get to see Kenshiro's mug, that exact picture on the cover, six or eight times on that single release. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to move on. Anyway, so, so uh, yeah, I, I think that's we, we've wrapped it up with that. So here's the Funimation announces ReZero uh, article that Reese sent me. Uh, to add in here. This is... So this is our confirmation to anybody who is skeptical. Announced. Okay, yeah, okay. I'm so glad this finally got announced. Yes, um, I know. It, it took forever. Like it's been forever. Now the now to release the other high fantasy series from the last from the past two three years. Uh, Konosuba. When's that going to get released ah, over here? True. Ah, we got the manga over here. I have no idea if they're going to continue. We even got the hentai over here, but where is the anime? So let's move on to Funimation release schedule. Yes, yes. You guys ready for this? Uh, We're all out. This one is... What? Oh, I thought you meant hold it. I didn't think you were reading off the cover. I was was just double-checking to make sure that I... The thing has been on me the whole time. I was surprised to see the Parasite thing. I didn't expect that. Yeah, I I hadn't even looked at this link until just now, and I was actually surprised to see that, too. You know what? I I just want to say one thing that I like. Okay, I know that this is probably getting annoying by now, that I constantly bring up stuff that I appreciate good design. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just saying they're, they're good at... No, not that, not that. The uh, I, I'm pleased that Funimation isn't like sticking to the blue, ugly. I, this is one of the reasons I was very stubborn about this, but this is one of the reasons why it took me so long to actually move on to getting Blu-ray, uh, even when it was a Blu-ray DVD combo pack, because I just didn't like this blue strip. It took me a long time to get over that. I like that Funimation is getting playful with it regarding the actual artwork, and they're, they're using it with some different... Um, color schemes so i like that uh, too i think what is it akiba strip has a red one and yeah. then fairy tale dragon has Maid, ones. dragon Maid has a blue one, Ooh, a green one or a, a green one interviews with monster girls i think has a different one, one too <laughs> it's like dragon Maid has a blue one like all the other ones has a ronin kenshin involved what hmm. yeah the i believe for that one the the artist of Haruni Kenshin and some other big name person that's also an artist. I forgot what he's done. Is the artist what of Haruni Kenshin also the creator of Haruni Kenshin? Yes. What? Okay. Oh. But wait, what uh, about them? Two people tag teamed to work on Eldla. Eldlife. Akira Amano, oh. the person who did Hitman Reborn, is the one who made Eldlife. I don't know about the Haruni Kenshin thing, but let's Here's just say. Question. Why hasn't yes. Hitman Reborn come out of here? Go ahead. Because Viz had it, but it was so unsuccessful. Like, it was unsuccessful everywhere, so they just okay. didn't bother. I'm going to well, talk. Unsuccessful I'm going to give a little message to Viz. Yeah, exactly. When something is unsuccessful and you decide not to release it, it's unsuccessful because of you, okay? It's not because the show isn't good. It's on you, okay? Because they're not deciding to go forward and promote it or anything like that or even release it. There's a lot of reasons that we don't have to get into. get rid of the license so someone else can pick it up, like Discotech. But Eldlive, everyone, here's a preview of it. I'm working on the review, the final review for Elb Live right now. It'll be big. My one of my many magnum opuses. Actually, that's probably a lie, but 
It's something that I think I represent more than any anti-tuber at the moment. Elblah. So anyway. Sugimomo. Sugimomo I want for nip count purposes as well as I enjoyed the show. (laughs) But um, yes. Those are the two. Have you ever seen seen a nipple in real life? Why are you so fixated on this? I, I decided in like day one that I was going to make my reviews unique with this fan service in that I want right. to have a quantitative so it's a branding thing. ability to, it's- to look at a series and be like, Hmm, this one has uh 20 nip counts. So compared <laughs> to this series, you need to have a, do you have, tell me there's a spreadsheet that you, that you reference that you can sort by nip count. <laughs> Did you see my, my, my board and my golden v- review, my golden boy review? Cause there's a leaderboard. Yeah. <laughs> um, so another 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 quick moment here. Uh, I'm just gonna nice touch with the with the design here, referencing you know the the outfit here. Um, Clockwork planet. You guys have anything to say about that or show by rock? I think the um, Clockwork planet might be a key. Is it key that did the original material? It's been a while. I forgot. If it is, then I'm interested. If not, then still interested. It has an interesting cover. That's it. Show by Rock. I have so show by, show by Rock um, is going to be something we'll be talking about in a minute on another uh, story in the next segment. Um, moving on. Sentai. Shall I go through June? Yes. Yes, yes I shall. Oh, wow. This is... I almost don't even want to go through these and just st- skip to... Uh, Right stuff because they might have images of them. Hey, who's referencing Death Clock in this chat? Me. So we got anonymous noise. Uh, Kabu Kibu, Ka, Kabu Kibu. That is what I said. It just sounded Kabukibu. weird because I have my. Uh, I have my. Uh, oh, Kabu Kibu. Ah. Yep, that's made by Clamp. That was really enjoyable. Oh. Initial D. Two. You can initiate my D. Big bang. <laughs> you can big my bang. Okay. All right. You're going middle schooler on us, aren't, aren't you? Ah, there we go. Garay's or Grimoire Zero. It's not Garay Zero. Stop bringing it up and making me feel like I'm going insane. But this one's pretty good. It it obviously takes uh, some I like inspiration it. from Gurren Saga Saga, but it makes it its own. You mean Green Saga? Yeah, I've never heard it pronounced, so I I don't know. Well, it's spelled G U I N. Well, maybe it's Guin, like ruin. You never know. Oh. but uh, Grimoire of Zero. Anyone going to see Initial D in theaters? I would like to, but it depends if it's on a weekend or not. If it's during the week, I work a second job, so I'm kind of (laughs) delayed by it. What is y'all's opinion of... (laughs) Satan's just throwing us another five bucks. What's our opinion of what? Are you going to see Initial D in theaters? Do you think I can in Canada? (laughs) If you travel to... I'd like to. Yes. New York's not that far. I haven't seen the first or second one or third, so... Not gonna say Satan, you may be interested in my Patreon. <laughs> uh, AC, what was your answer to that? Uh, I'd like to, but like I said, I've got a, I've got a, a newborn a baby. baby that I'm, yeah. So, yeah, have you been driving so, the baby uh, I wanted to address, the... I want, 
to address that this is a premium box set that is actually not terrible in price compared it's to... It's like Funimation. Uh, well, no. also, yeah, they're getting, they're getting better the at size it. of it. It's yeah, the same it's size smaller. as Flip Flappers and also like the old older thin packs of like uh, Wild Arms. Okay, but um, I will say I'm not digging this spine. What's going on with the spine? I'm not, not having a... The spine looks like bleh. The Wait. spine is not showing anything interesting. Are they not putting an end label? If yeah, exactly. There's no end label. Hold on, hold on. Look, go look at the DVD and see if there's a spine label. Well, there should be for the DVD. Well, it's probably just a standard. Right right whatever. I mean, standard. But I don't want to put it in backwards like some fool. Some pleb? <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, you on Rick and Morty on us now? Hey, pleb, pleb was the thing before Dick and Morty. Okay, let me just say... I don't know about the packaging, but discs are usually pressed about a month and a half to two months prior to the release date, which means we still have time to Before. beg them to fix this artwork <laughs> potentially and get everyone that, in the chat tweet at Sentai Filmworks is saying put a goddamn end label on it, please. No, no, tweet at uh, Sentai and ask them when are we going to get a re release of Zigapain? Zigapain? Do you mean Zapong? Zigapain. No, no, Zigapain. Never Zigapain. heard of him. Anyway, exactly. Uh, so yeah, no, but but in all seriousness, uh, I think it would be worth it for us. Um, oh, definitely. I, for for you guys to start tweeting at them, and or, and later on, I will be uh, making a, a similar uh, tweet to just say like, hey, if there's still time, please add a end label to this because this I is li- an ugly. Line. I like this because it say- doesn't. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. I was, was going to say, I like this because it doesn't have a 12th pin set. It doesn't have 17 <laughs> stickers. I'm not going to stick to anything. It doesn't have yeah. all the extra garbage I don't really care about. I like So here's what quite I'm upset. I'll say this. Go ahead. I am quite upset. Just to match my Amara Chan, I wanted a big tiger head for this. Uh-huh. I want a maybe they'll, do, maybe they'll license Tiger Mask and do that for you. Oh, you go. know that that you know that that Ellie is going to definitely have a Tiger Mask in it <laughs> if they did. Anyway, um, so so with this one, I'll say that uh, yes, it's thinner. Like you were talking about thin packs, like the ADV style thin packs. Um, what I'll say about this is that I'm not necessarily fond of it just because it's thinner. I actually prefer the, the Funimation old. No, I prefer the way that since I had started with like Beyond the Boundary and No Game, No Life, where they did a box that kind of reflected the old sort of, um, you know, art box with individual DVDs look from days past, you know, the earlier days of my collection. Um, what this is doing is this is this is probably slightly thicker than what I showed you for like 91 days. You know, like it's kind of like the Berserk. No, it looks like a standard covenant. Funimation uh, thickness. Yeah, Exactly. Yeah, before Funimation started going to the thin, thin fix, you know, or whatever you want to call them. Um, so what I'm, I'll just say is that yeah, they definitely need to get a uh, an end label in there. Um, but at least uh, this isn't as Augie was talking about the Umar chance set, you know. So at least there's that. Um, now going on to May. Oh, I should have gone backwards. I'm noticing. We need <laughs> a Sentai backwards. rep that we can like speak to about these design issues on a regular basis <laughs> tweet at them using hashtag goes to a podcast get them to get them to watch our uh, our podcast so, right. oh here look at these have the freaking pictures right in the 
Well, we've already talked about girlish number. We've wait. This is about this, this is already. the last slate, though, isn't it? This is March. Yeah, we talked about I'm this in January. This. Okay, here's April. Dang it! I'm gonna try to refresh this and just see if it'll pop up. Ugh. Oh yeah, well, since I saw slate on there, what does it mean by the like? If I look at a a media slate. blasters release, it has English one and two as slates. What does that mean? I think Slate is referring to like the subtitles for the signs. Signs, yeah. Okay. This this is unrelated to what that is. Right. This this you, but that triggered your thought. I understand. I'm just saying it's unrelated. Anyway, <sighs> Utano Prince-sama. Because we need more of that. Prince-sama. That this is supposed to be one. These are two words. Well, I mean, it's this is uh, this is this is a weird word. So this is supposed to be Prince. Sama, which is like son, except for like Sama bin up. Laden. No, <laughs> Sama no. is like Lord. Um, like in in let me put it this way: in Escaflone, um, Merle calls Vaughn in the English dub Lord Vaughn, and in the Japanese one, she calls Von him Sama. Von Sama. Yeah, so that Sama is just it's a it's an honorific that is used at the end of the name, like as in son would be like Mister something. Sama is like your royal highness sort of. It's a, a much more higher honorific. Um, I think Dono is another one that, that they use, but Sama I think is that's more, for like samurai, whatever people. Dono or master. Dono is like an an old school version of Sama. You could say like a, like sort of an, an era that's past sort of way. Of anyway, anyway, honorifics aside. So season. Do you have anything to say about this? Nope, not all about it, but I haven't had a chance to see it. Ajin 2? Wait, this is another old slate. <laughs> Hold up. Was there a version of Ajin coming out with a blue box? No. I don't know. I don't know anything about was, the series. Because when I saw Ajin in the thing that I just middle mouse clicked to bring up in a new tab, I was thinking, oh, don't didn't I already get that? And like I must have I think I pre-ordered that during a right stuff sale at some time. Uh, and I was thinking, oh yeah, it's the blue box I don't have yet. And then I open it and it's green. I don't remember this being green. Well, anyway, maybe you're thinking um, of the related manga. There might have been a blue volume. Probably. That's I don't know. It just I was just asking because I wasn't sure. It just took me by surprise. Anyway, so um, this has an end label and it looks pretty thin. I'm a little disappointed at how thin this is compared to how thick the uh, part one is. Part one is thick. Oh, they're pulling a Chihaya Furu. Yeah. So, Urara Merucho complete. Merucho'd? I don't know what the. I know I've seen a preview for it, but this is one of the shows I'm interested in, but I don't know that much about, sadly. <laughs> Do you folks like coffee? Real coffee from the hills of Colombia. That's a comment. <laughs> That's a That's lyric. A comment? Yeah, That's it's a, a lyric, lyric from Death Clock's Coffee Jungle. Yeah, hold on, hold on. Let me abridge what AC's going to say. He likes the guy who makes it. He just hasn't I had like time to cats. see it because he wants to. I just can't understand what they're saying. I don't have Death any Clock. idea what you're talking about. Death Clock. You're talking about. No oh, Yeah. Uh, I, wasn't, I wasn't even going to bring that up, Augie, because I feel like I've said that a, a million times. Yeah. Well, now you have. Okay. Lauren Bouchard and, and Brendan Small are amazing, but I just don't care for that show. <laughs> okay. Classic Lloyd. I've already talked about it. It's been two years. They're releasing it. Classic Lloyd's. 
If you don't like it, that's fine. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Moving on. All right. Between between Augie and FDD and M, it's like I, I feel like I just can't say anything without them interjecting with some sort of pun joke or an AIDS <laughs> joke. I love hey, Augie. Hey, he's the one that keeps saying the A one. I am I so excited that this is getting released. Done Which by the one? same creator as Birdie the Mighty. Adam the Beginning. I, I'm sad that it doesn't have a dub because the other Astro Boy. Oh, wait, no. Actually, you know what? The other Astro Boys don't have dubs necessarily. Some of them do. Yes, they do. I think maybe Okay, I then I am sad. This is the only one that doesn't have a dub. Oh, no, I'm right. sad because I held off on watching it on Amazon Video uh, just because okay. I was waiting we for know- dub. We know that Sentai uh, does sometimes release something and then come back later with a dub like they're doing with um, Haikyuu. I don't see why they do that with like these brand new titles, though, because they did that when they didn't do, uh, I don't know. I feel like a lot of the dubs they came back out with are like, hey, we've made so much money on all these limited editions we've cranked out. Let's start putting that towards uh, new dubs. I'm so glad they did that with Mayo Chicky. So glad. Oh, yeah. Is it wrong to expect a hot spring in a dungeon, OVA? I'm so pissed at this. I'm so pissed. Because I'm going to have that dinky little box next to my regular Dimensions Oriata, whatever limited edition, next to the awful Dimensions regular. Is it wrong to kill girls in a dungeon? It's just so upsetting. Yeah. Yeah, I got standard edition. Because we have a magical podcast that forever, for whatever reason, the next day things seem to get resolved when we talk about them. If you're oh, listening, crap. we forgot to put this article in. They're coming out with season two and a movie with season two. That's true. I mean, that's okay. all that really needs to be said about besides maybe we're excited, but that's not what I'm trying to tell Sentai. Stop interrupting. If you're listening, Sentai, here's what you need to do to, to appease us. When this show decides that it's not going to continue being a thing anymore, Release a premium edition box set that contains all of the uh, Is It Wrong series, and then we can get over the fact that you botched the first one with its release. Uh, How about that? Well, or, they have, could, or they could also just re-release friends. the first edition in the same dimensions as Sword Oriata and include the OVA this time. Sure. Well, looking at recent too. trends that they're doing, like with uh, uh, Familiar Zero... World God only knows that's that they what they've done. The rest of that. I know. I want to quickly ask uh, Reese said burn in the chat. Can I send at FDDM an ice pack? I don't know what that's referring to. You guys must have burnt me or something. Why well, it's, well, it's very simple. Just step outside. <laughs> that's true. That's true. It was pretty cold lately. Is it because of the comment on uh, all, right. all the AIDS? Things anyway, I'm glad we have more Renee because then I can almost watch the entire thing moving on. Sword yeah, Art Tour, for uh, is it wrong to try to pick up girls in a dungeon? On that's the spin off series that has a nice Ellie yeah. for once, yeah. And now we're done with Sentai, moving on to right stuff. Nope, moving on to the oh, next man, super man. chat by Satan666 with $5. <laughs> Anyone going to see the initial D in theaters? I think you, that did. Was... you did say that. Mm-hmm. Did you? <laughs> I'm just catching up with the chat right now. Slow down, man. Okay. Gee, making I'm, us I'm feel poor. Gonna... 
don't you i mean i i don't that want to comment. kick you off the the stream but um you have to be somewhere or get some sleep or something right i don't want to i mean if you want to be tired for your meeting tomorrow that's fine but i'm just i'm just we're already almost three hours into the podcast and we're still yeah. on release here so. don't worry i got an hour um, contingency left before i start uh needing to go to sleep Luckily, okay, most so I'm just gonna, stuff we covered. Yeah, I'm gonna mention. I'm just gonna mention so we have mentioned. Garo, uh, if I say something and you have something to say about it, stop me, okay? Garo, special beast of the demon knight, looks like a live action. A spirit yep. of the sun, which we talked uh, about. Did we talk? Yeah, we talked about Bang Dream. One piece we didn't really talk about, but we passed it on the other Funimation page. Naruto Shippuden set thirty four. Mobile Suit Gundam Age that Collection has a dub 1. On it, apparently, says the Bright Stuff page. The, this does? The Gundam yep. one? Yep. Oh, another release of Super Sentai. That's cool. Uh, Ashitano Joe, the movie. By the way, this was originally released by um, Tai Sang Entertainment. I've been watching the uh, Legend of Condor Hero that was also released by them. That is some of the worst dvd coding i've ever seen um that sucks i mean well that's a bit of an exaggeration but the problem with it is that when you put it in it's got like a million things you can't skip before you get to the menu and it's it's really obnoxious and jade animation media group entertainment or whatever they are their logo pops up as a watermark Every once in a while during the the DVDs playing uh, show, that's really obnoxious. Question: so Is that series? Just... Did it get a dub? Yes, it it is dubbed on the uh, DVDs in Mandarin, Cantonese, oh. and English. Well, AC, this is probably the closest you're going to get to to a release over here that's very similar to a Turkish release. Regarding the whole watermarks and different menus yeah. and stuff. Ooh, so I think we talked about this before, but I'm really excited about the Toriko movie because this show is phenomenal, and I'm so mad at Funimation for not releasing the whole thing. Whoops. I heard that the... I think we talked about... Go ahead. Well, here's the Maid Dragon Green band I was talking about. Not the blue one. That's Robot Carnival. I love how anybody who misspeaks on this podcast is, is can't get away with it. Augie, me, you, nobody they, can get away with it. They just get destroyed. <laughs> Ooh, the My Hero Academia limited edition two. I don't know if they're making it too wide to make space for season three because that was already announced or if they're just making it match the first one. That's what, people, that's what people have been speculating and they're really upset about it because it specifically says season two part one on it and they Ooh, were worried that's a, that... That's a pretty bad decision if they do. Yeah, because they it says season two part one and it's this big, meaning Ooh, that when if, if it's intended to have season one or season two part two in it, it says part one on the side. Hold, it's so annoying. A, it says not final. And B, look at the spine, how garbage that rendition is. Oh, that's a it's good not point, how it cuts off right here. It's not centered, yeah, and it cuts off the back of it tonight. Yeah, that, that does look weird, How and it, it cuts off right here. Good yeah, they, they always one. make it very vague. Here's the, other, here's the other one. Here's the he's not supposed to look. Oh, wait, no. Wasn't season two, um, wasn't it 26 episodes? So, yeah, part well, one, so yeah. they'd make room for Pointing part two. Out, is the, the spine here is different in this image compared to that other image. Oh, yeah. Funimation has, has a different 
These are 3D renders of the products. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is a, a more completed product uh, version than what they had for the other thing. It'd be nice um, if there was an actual picture of it so we could see what that says. It looks like it says part one on it. So, And I can't I see it from the other it, side, but, uh, so who knows? I doubt it, but I would like to have see that uh, stat book and like the original, like the standard releases, but more likely that's going to be premium only. Hmm. All right, so moving on. Yes. I wanted on. to check this because I'm curious if the – who's releasing this? Discotech. Discotech. Okay, that so Discotech. surprised me oh. so much seeing this. Okay, hold on. Did the original with two – there's one ultimate fight. I think it does have the two OVAs, actually. The it says right there. It says plus two OVAs, but the no, original I mean, did the, that – I mean, the original – Genion. Yeah, one through twenty-six. Yeah. Is that how you pronounce Genion. it? Genion. 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 Yep. Yeah, I'm Genion. pretty sure that one has the two episodes. You you're, you're right. So I I couldn't remember because it's been a very long time since I watched it. But uh, but yeah, it says on the back of those ones, episodes one through twenty-six. This says twenty-one through twenty-four plus two OVAs, which is the twenty-six. Same thing. But there's another thing called Ultimate Fight that has never come out over here. Mm-hmm. That I've been dying to watch because I love this show. You know, if they put um, out that uh, Toriko movie, you know what? Maybe they help, they'll get this. Well, Ultimate Fight might just be a recap. I don't know. Oh wait, no. Watched it. I'm just. Saying. Oh wait, Ultimate Fight. That rings a bell because I was researching this. I don't know if Ultimate Fight is those last two episodes. I think it is. Which I have. I have a bootleg right here of Ultimate Fight. <laughs> show it. Show it. Tenjo Tenge Ultimate Fight, or as it's spelt on the on the spine, Ultimate Figure. So, I I guess I could check it out and find out if it is those last two episodes. Yeah, I that would be it, being the number one Tenjo Tenge fan ever. <laughs> I'll check it out. I'll check it out tonight and see if it. Uh... I remember because that would that would take a load off my oh, mind oh, to find no, out. That no, hold on, hold on. Listen here, Wikipedia, the master race, okay, says 24-episode TV series, then OVA, Ultimate Fight, two episodes. There you go. It's the OVAs. Boom. It's just the past chapter that is not released. So you have a bootleg of something you already own. Okay, Okay. Maybe, Maybe I'm... You know, it was just what came to mind because of the ultimate figure thing. But maybe maybe that's what I was thinking of, is the other, the other one that isn't released. Because I was Probably. pretty sure... Because it's been, like I said, it's been a long time since I watched it. So if it's called wondering. The Past Chapter, it probably is a recap film. You're right about that. Okay. Well, we'll see. Anyway. I remember on, uh, watching some of Tenjo Tenge on uh, Fuse TV, and they and they kept pronouncing it on the whole whole bumpers. Tenno uh, Tenge. Tenje? No, Tenno Tenge. Tenno Tenge. Well, I watched, it, yeah. I watched it in Japanese. And it's okay. definitely Tenjo not Tenno. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm just saying what I, they called I mean, it. I, because I remember Jikai Tenjo Tenge. You know, I remember, <laughs> I remember that one at the end of it. So I'm pretty sure. Um, anyway. Uh, <laughs> okay, we so are. Do you guys have anything to say? Uh, are we into really, stuff we want to Good. Now we can finally get into. Uh, Random merch news, which there's a lot of, but they're quick, so that's good. It was the, have you never seen a nipple in real life comment, I assume, for the <laughs> <Yeah>. burn thing. 
<laughs> I forgot. <laughs> so FDD and M, do you have nipples? Uh, I think so. Uh, okay. I'll just check real quick. If they're on your chest and you He's flick the them and they grow food. hard. Do you want me to like uh, live stream what's on my chest right here? I can do that if you want. Not really. Chat, let us know. What the Maybe we'll get a super chat. About. <laughs> super chats and I'll do it. Super chat. Donate. Donate directly to me two dollars, and FDD and M will show his face. I'll be like the pioneering YouTuber, YouTube booby streamer, or whatever. <laughs> Move your channel over to Pornhub. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> singer show their moon Sailor tribute album. There's an echo in here. Anyway, um, so uh, yeah, I just bringing this up that a bunch of different singers are doing a tribute album to Sailor Moon. So that's pretty cool. There's, it's gotta be, what is it? 20, yeah. 25th anniversary. Um, every time this kind of thing happens, there's always something like this going on. So I thought you might, you might find that interesting. Moving on. Okay. <laughs> you know, Game control is oh my God. That, re- <laughs> that really is <laughs> wonderfully <laughs> horrifying. <laughs> Jiggly Jigglypuff GameCube controller is wonderfully horrifying. Look at the eyes. It's like it was a Migi that was malfunctioning yeah. to the controller. Anyway, I, I can't anything. tell. I think this is something somebody just made. Because this doesn't look like these look like they were added on. They don't look like they were molded. That looks like a PS3 thumbstick on the left. It's probably custom. What well, words me out is the whole start button. Wait, no, it is custom because the, why would they make okay, yeah, it's controllers custom. nowadays? Oh, oh my! So but wait, this doesn't look like the same thing. Like this looks even worse than the other than the other one. Oh, that isn't the that isn't a PS3 um, stick. It's just the 240p stream is really difficult to see. Anyway, ooh, it has a braided cable. Impressive. Ah, uh, well, if you're gonna go big, go you know, go all the way. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Kill me. <laughs> New Pop Team Epic Lottery is garbage, according to them. So I didn't actually read what they said about it being garbage, but I was just showing you guys the. I think that's uh, how they. So I'm not watching. It. Yeah, I'm not watching. Pop, well, I'm just saying I didn't read what they actually said. I just read the, this part. I'm I'm assuming in this little I'll just read it. So, how good are the goodies in next month's Everyone's Lottery collab with Pop Team Epic? Terrible, apparently. The upcoming Everyone's Lottery Mina no Kuji campaign is titled Pop Team Epic. This lottery is garbage. There we go. That's probably in the eye of the beholder. Winners of the locally held giveaway can pick up items emblazoned with the likeness of subculture queens. Papuko and Pipimi. I'm, so I have not watched this. So show. what it's saying is the lottery is self-deprecating, self-deprecating not <laughs> self-defecating. Um, and so Pop Team Epic, I only watched a single episode to see what the hell the buzz was about because people were memeing the hell of the manga before it came. But there was this one joke that's like, oh, don't worry about it. They can't possibly get a uh, hold up a full anime at this rate and then halfway through the episode it repeats the same half and apparently they do yeah. that with all the episodes. I was thinking but they change is, the voice actors. Is that a punchline to the joke they had earlier? That oh they can't well, maintain the full anime this long. That's funny. Because but the there, thing is, there is a... Well the guy's yeah. background is uh, in commercials and advertisements. 
like going back to what we were saying before the whole um the b movie but every time they say b it goes 50 percent faster yeah. or whatever like you yeah. get the joke but the rest of it is painful to watch like the thing is okay. i actually watched through most of the second yeah. half not realizing what was going on so i was like i've already seen all these jokes this isn't funny anymore this is dumb yeah well okay, let me let me address somehow you have to show nipples yes <laughs> yeah. somehow so can you join with your phone? Do you have a smartphone? I have a dumb phone, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, it I'm might gonna, work. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to uh, refund um, these $2. <laughs> oh, wait, um, what? <laughs> from Satan. There's a there's a, a super chat from Satan666 for two bucks <laughs> that was put on. This was the agreement. To see your face. <laughs> this is for Augie. <laughs> No, Augie said, "Send me two bucks, and I and then FDD will strip for you." And you didn't object to that. No, I <laughs> said FDD will. I didn't hear that. Show his face. <laughs> show his face. But but the what started this whole thing was regarding. <laughs> anyway, let me get back to this and just say that uh, regarding what you said about them looping it. Um, to fully illustrate the point of okay, this is the joke, and then it, the joke gets old. Uh, and I've mentioned this before on the podcast, but um, that one box set of Aqua Teen Hunger Force has a play all oh, button. Oh, yeah, the play all button. And when button. you hit play all, every one of the episodes plays at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> and at that's... first, it's it's like really funny, but then it's like there's no actual play all button. <laughs> like I have to go back to the menu every time I want to watch it and, and what the normal colloquial of play all means. Also, these look like... Um, Going back to the the Blanca thing, we've got another Larry the Cucumber and Bob the Tomato up here. Yeah, there you go. So I, not, I don't care about the show at all. Up. Yeah, so I, I don't really care about this at all. But uh, I'm going to move on to the next one. Oh my! Bobby had go. me share this. <laughs> now the main lesson and here so is mouse pads. Now with women fashion deserve to have pant- pockets with their pants. Wait, you said so, she needs pockets with the pants? That's why we brought this up? Yeah, because no, no, look no. Where, these are, that's where you're storing your mouse. Okay. These are, this is an accessory, nylon tights accessory that you or, add to the, uh, to the mouse. Yeah, to the mouse pads. So basically, it's an accessory that you add on top. That's hilarious. Well, it's to prevent I mean, the sweat from your hands. No, it's not. <laughs> Actually, that's a good point. Um, do you think that people, like girls in high school, they stuff their bra and stuff? Do you think they stuff like their ass or something to have a nice juicy? <laughs> yeah, uh, yes, both teams in the chat, team thing. girls in the chat. Let's know. Did you stuff your ass in high school? <laughs> Are there any girls in the chat? <laughs> no, probably not. Oh my god. <laughs> I shared this one. Saint Seiya underwear is now a thing. All right. Moving on. <laughs> yep. No objection. Uh, panty and stocking souvenir jacket. Okay. So I've tried to watch that series twice and just stopped after like two episodes. I couldn't make it through more than that. It was just like... Uh, really? I haven't even... I own it. That's as far as I've gotten. I own two copies of it. I bought both LEs. Oh no, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that's no good. I'm saying I haven't gotten around to watching it yet. But I'm just saying, like, I've made an effort to start watching it by buying it. But 
uh, regarding this jacket, is it just me? Or does it abs- is it I hate this material. Varsity jackets? No, no, not not the not the design, the material. The um like that cuz it's 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 really uncomfortable to like I mean if, if my obviously this would be like a jacket I would get for like my wife, right? But then like if I have to walk and put my arm around her. Yeah, exactly. It's just like it's an uncomfortable it's you an slip uncomfortable. out of it and fall on the floor. <laughs> okay. I'm just gonna move on. We're so behind. Uh, wear your Survey Corps love with Attack on Titan accessories. So only in Japan. I mean, can you imagine premium uh, versions of like what's like Game of? I mean, I guess they would do Game of Thrones watches and stuff. That, that might be a real Game thing. of Thrones Hello that. Kitty dildo set. Those are back massagers. <laughs> Kiki's delivery service rolls out pretty goods for grown-up fans. But no back massage. I still sigh that the cat that that the cat talks at the end. Oh, don't spoil it for me. <laughs> Here's one I would buy for my wife. Try on Fate Stay Night Heaven's Feel collaboration glasses inspired by Sakura and Rin. The bottom um, pair of glasses, like it's completely cut off on the one side. I'm like, what? Do they have like special singular glasses on the show or something? <laughs> like a like you a have to think of Cyclops. Yeah. Come on. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm a bit racist caught in those old times with all the <laughs> dual-eyed humans. We know what you know like. Dual-eyed master race. <laughs> <laughs> I've recently moved to the Cyclops master race myself, but you know, it was fun while it lasted the dual-eyes. Uh, I'm curious, what do you, which which of these designs do you guys like better? Um, I've only seen one design so far from the scrolling. The first one looks, uh, I guess, cuter. The second one looks more businesswoman, woman, like corporate office lady who hates her job. They're both this glasses. One, I like, Glass. I like this one. Like you, you, you bring up a good point, but I like this one because for some reason this one actually looks like a pair of glasses. That's and true. This That's one looks true. like this. A pair. This a two-year-old like, would get it. Yeah this this one looks like a toy, doesn't it? Yeah, it's it like looks like a, a Hello toy. Kitty dildo. <laughs> I'm saying like strawberry pocky just decorated. Hey, how you doing on getting that uh that phone uh joining the podcast so that we can get a, a nip slip count from you? <laughs> oh my battery conveniently exploded. Uh <laughs> darn. Oh my 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 back camera that actually has more than two pixels on it is broken. My front cam that has uh half a megapixel on it uh, is the only option. Half a megapixel is still enough. <laughs> We're almost getting to look the like point a, where gonna, you have to go to MSP. It's going to look like a razor pixel. I only need right, two well. pixels for a nipple. <laughs> One for each nipple. <laughs> the very successful Evangelion bullet train will make its last stop. Blah, 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 blah. Anyway, they've got, a, they've got a commemorative pocket watch. Moving on. Smile, sweet sister, snooze button, a new Blend SLR map. Damn, I was going to try to get this app uh, for the podcast so we could actually sample what it was going to do. But uh, yeah, so Blend S has an app that acts as an alarm clock. They have like a bunch of those for different anime. Sanrio launches new store with Fate uh, Go, or Grand Order, and Show by Rock. Oh, it's almost like, I had no idea we were going to look at that before, but it it, it comes around. <laughs> we're it come full circle. So... Anyway, down at the bottom is the only thing I found interesting. Um, 
No, I guess that's it. I forgot. I thought there was like a guys. Guys, I'm so, going to have to stop you there. Interject with an important comment. It says Rin is in glasses is hot. Okay, that's it. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Moving on. Um, get in line for 10th anniversary Gundam 00 stamps. Now, the thing that I think is quite amazing is that it's the 10th anniversary of Gundam 00. <laughs> Seems like it was just yesterday. Same with Chode Gios. Chode Gay Ass, <laughs> as you'd like to put it. Uh. Bandai's Nadia, the Secret of the Blue Water, and Nautilus display model previewed in video. I was thinking, oh, wow, that looks like a freaking Ava unit, whatever the hell uh, thing. That does kind of look like that. Here, you guys go ahead and talk. I'll be right back. You're going to get your figure. I was, think- I was thinking it was, well, I thought that looked more like a Super Argentoma, just get rid of the drill head. I don't know. I never. AC I don't know that like material. Mr. Bill in the background. Did like he Mr. get squished by the hand? Mr. Bill is a clay. Okay. Is a clay uh, man that keeps getting crushed as part of his slapstick oh, comedy. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. He was referencing the oh no. You got you got to stay on top of Augie's references. <laughs> Good night, Satan. Hopefully, we'll get you a nipple or a face. <laughs> DM me. <laughs> we'll get you those those nips. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Sounds like all uh, nipple, all that nipple talk has gotten you into an uncomfortable position, hasn't it, FDDM? All right, well, so I got FDDM, If this makes it even more complicated, going back to the candy talk, there's one candy called Nip and Lick. <laughs> back to the candy talk from Dagashikashi. No candy what talk in general. Satan's name is that. Oh, you got a model that of the Arcadia. Uh, so the thing, the thing that the Arcadia, the thing uh-huh. that they're uh, showing off here with the um, is Nadia secrets of the blue anus or something. The blue water, the Nautilus. Um, this actually looks a lot like how the thing I'm holding looks when it's outside of the box. Um, so I actually wouldn't mind having this Nautilus thing. This looks really cool. It would look really good next to this. But yeah, it would be like buying the same thing twice, except it's not technically buying the same thing. Perfect. Well, there's a lot of cool stuff. Like, for instance, the one that I'm holding has, uh, you know, the back of the... Uh, I'll just show you. The back of the Arcadia is designed to look like a, like an actual pirate ship deck. Yeah. And there's actual lights in here that turn on and stuff. It's pretty cool. So it's a, I'm I'm really pleased that I have this. This is one of my favorite uh, anime collection and, pieces. Uh, quickly respond to Reese. Uh, I I would not know if that was ever called if there's candy called that. Called double ended. <laughs> you guys are. I mean, we're already demonetized by this point. But <laughs> no, dude. Oh come on. Just referencing these couple of words is not going to demonetize us okay okay hey you know what's funny is that the last podcast got demonetized and then we switched the uh we switched the the thumbnail from a picture of augie to or from a picture of me to a picture of augie and then the monetization came back is but when i the go last, to the like, five podcasts have augie as the thumbnail no it's because i'm lazy and i just grab from the uh 
from the pre-selected ones because the podcast is where I was like, I want to put as little effort into the actual production part of this True. as possible. It's just we show up and have a good time kind of thing. I don't want to over over complicate it. Um, but uh, so we, it looks like we got monetization back. So it's got we've got the green monetization symbol, right? But <laughs> when you when you sort in the video manager by limited or no ads, it's still in there. So it's like, which is it, YouTube? <laughs> it's Schrodinger's cat or whatever. Yeah, it's both monetized and demonetized. Um, all right, so I'm going back to... We'll get through these. We will. It'll happen. Genco previews new Supersonico and Keen Eero Mosaic Karen figures. For, okay, I'm not going to read it. I'm just going to go through them and say, look at these figures. What? So what is Supersonico? Supersonic was just a vocaloid thingy mabob, I think. And then she got an anime and was voiced by someone who didn't have the skill but I had the celebrity power, and that was annoying. They got the extras on that, and that was a piss-off because I want the extras on other shows with voice actors I actually care about. Well, she's the a podcaster I, as well. Asking, the reason I was asking is because I knew that Jessica Nagiri was the voice in, um, in Supersonico. And I, and I knew that um, that she is also a um, cosplayer. So I was wondering if I, cause I haven't watched super Sonico, if you want me to call it that way, I haven't watched it. So I was wondering if the character was a, uh, I, I wondered why this character is dressed up as Hestia. Well, it, the crossover. Yeah. I don't know. Right. I just wondered why it doesn't matter. Um, I think in protest of Jessica Nagiri. Okay. Never mind. Well, there's well, anchovy. I was gonna yeah. say, in protest of uh, just Jessica Nagiri, I should just like do what that guy did for his son, which was editing out the gay guys in Star Trek, and I should just like edit out Jessica Nagiri's bits and edit in the sub lines. <laughs> you know, I still, I, I whatever comes after Blu-ray, I hope that they they will give you the option to pick per per character who's which voice you want to hear english too bad 4k blu-ray doesn't have that it's like a blu-ray but it has four times the pixels and stuff and whatever comes out after that i'm hoping we'll have that option red ray no red ray would be a step in the other direction because red was what they used for dvds uv ray white ray um anyway so uh augie do you have something you want to say about anchovy from girls und panzer This looks like a really good sculpture of the character. It there highlights her so enthusiasm. Many pictures of her. Yeah, I, I like this sculpture. So, is this for Coco Curry, the 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 restaurant? Is it Coco Curry or is it just Coco? Uh, maybe I, I'm I'm not familiar with this chain. The pizza I looks like that, looks like 1980s pizza hut though. The pizza the pizza doesn't look. It's the one thing that looks doesn't really look appetizing. It, it doesn't look like it's sitting on the plate. Very Let's just well. put some lettuce on there. Are you sure it's lettuce or <laughs> oh, it's, bok choy? It's margarita. It looks like margarita pizza, sort of. I'm just trying to make it sound as as retarded as possible. Oh no, we but, got demonetized. Uh, because it's because I mean I don't, I honestly don't really care if the podcast gets demonetized, but uh, <laughs> but um, <laughs> with the well, I mean we've already earned through uh through the super chats from Satan. That's true. Thank you, super chatters. You've saved We've us. We've already super. earned more during this podcast than the podcast will probably have earned in a lifetime of, of viewers. So. <laughs> Thank um, you, super chat. So anyway. Bars, and we're looking at bits of Gumby on a pizza. 
So, yeah, well, I just, it, it looks like it's all warped. It, it, this must not actually be, it's, it sits in the tray. It's not, it's like a separate item. And it just looks so bizarre. Like, why do they just They're not authentic make Italians. They're Japanese people. Give this them looks a like, This I looks like a bagel it. bite that they just stuck on top it's of the tray. It's a pizza bagel. They don't use, to, they don't use pizza ovens. They use pure microwaves. But once again, because they're Japanese, they oh, can't even nice. make a bagel, right? So they have no hole in the center. Well, to do a bagel, you have to do a weird boil, then bake, then boil again to bake again. Exactly, but... Nero achieves idol status, a new fate figure. Uh, oh, joy, another, another fate figure. Another side series uh, fate figure. It's almost turning into a currency at this point. Here is probably the coolest figure we're going to look at. Yeah, that's... I love the gem series of Digimon figures. I don't have a single one of them, but... Damn, like they're, I love this. The only problem is that, like, the only problem someone Arnold. would have is that it's it's based off of the art that the card, the card illustrator made, which he has like longer claws and is more sharp and stuff. Whereas in the anime, he has like sh- shorter claws and it, he's slightly different. His head proportions slightly different, but I think it looks great. In the anime, yeah. it looks like his claws are more for digging, not really striking at people. Here, yeah, it looks like it's for striking. I like people. how the gem series, like, if you look at all the figures, they look like they're to scale with each other. Like, Ty is the same size, and then all, like, Greymon looks like he's a real Greymon, like, in his I, proportions and stuff. I really like this good smile of, uh, of Arali or Ariel. Ariel. Arali. Huh. So there's an android. And it's funny, the thing that I think is so funny about this is that this is a nendroid of her. But, but the same that's her actual proportions. That's the it same might thing as well with, just be a figure. That's the same thing with uh, Umaru-chan, with uh, Morgana from Persona 5, with uh, Teddy, I guess, for Persona, Persona 4, and that stuff. Like the One thing that gets me for this model is she's still in, throughout the whole thing, she's wearing, wearing overalls and the red shirt. You would think that they would have a head swap and have like the different other costumes there that she'll wear, like a tanuki suit or something else. But you like how they stuck to the vanilla roots? I'm not sure what you the, mean but by then that. They can, then they can sell more Nendroids of her. Ah, uh, okay. Oh, you're saying they're sticking to a default. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <Why>? my. <laughs> I mean, it's okay. I don't mind the head. I don't mind the body. But why the choker? You don't mind the head? Okay, the choker is not a choker. It's the, like, you know how Legos have that thing where you put the cape on? That's how they attach the the back. That's how they're attaching the staff. Oh, okay. Oh, I don't mind the head at all. But yeah, it looks absolutely ridiculous. Okay, why did they do that to Gia's face? Why does Bulma have Krillin's face? (laughs) Because of the no nos. Who looks actually? Okay, boo. Who even this? Are these like even official Lego? I, I gotta know. No, are these no, no, actual no. Lego? No, these no, are, these are full knockoff, right? Lego sucks way too now tall. because they don't have the plain, like, round face. They actually have, like, shaped, like, protruding noses and stuff now, I think. I had no idea about that. Way to go to mess up on Vegeta's widow's peak. Okay, Frieza, they just got lazy. There should be a spot that you I'm put on top of Frieza. I'm right now. I don't see a Frieza. <laughs> oh, never mind. 
it's on me. I'm looking on the Hangout chat. That's why. That's mm-hmm. weird, though, because I have it set to me, so everybody should see this. No, 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 no. I'm watching oh, the yeah, Hangout. Yeah, you're yeah. It's, yeah, you're no, fine no, on the I screen. Gotcha. I got you. I got you. Good night, Reese. Good thing I we're going to we... lose all of our... Our viewers before we even get the Asian Ica talk, since nobody else watched it. <laughs> All right, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna scroll through these because it's just a visual thing. Hey, check these out! Look at how cool these are. Moving on. Yeah. Um, I I like this uh, how it's just the color in the in the glasses, and yeah. this thing has an insanely detailed texture in this sweater. I'll see if I'll come back to it in a second after we go through the rest of these. Okay. The detail in this thing is unbelievable. I'll trust you your word because this 144 <laughs> piece stream is yeah. not doing There's justice. a bigger image of it, but I, I can't do it through. Uh, I can't do reverse image search on, on Google Chrome. Well, you for can reason. control right click. Well, not right click, then open a new tab or whatever on the image. Okay, AC. How many more of these articles do we have? Only a few. <laughs> It's the same size. Okay, it doesn't matter. Um, so check out Gen Hoshino's new Cheery Dance featured Doraemon film theme song music video. So I'm I, I'm bringing it up just for this hilarious image right here from Doraemon. <laughs> I think that's really funny. Anyway, uh, moving on. This cheesecake from Cardcaptor Sakura has an unusual secret ingredient or an unusual ingredient that gives her a huge flavor. So uh, this was from the show. Somebody actually made it. Uh, the ingredient is honey and raspberry. Moving on. Tentacle grape is no longer being bottled. <laughs> okay, you did uh, get that article. Okay, I'm, you you talk about this. I'll be right back. Oh, uh, tentacle grape. I forgot about that. Oh. Tentacle grape's a drink. I, I thought I they stopped it tastes like, ages ago. I assume it tastes like grape knee-high. It's on every... every ad you can find on different sites. People say the name a lot. I've never drunk this drink before. I hate collectible consumables. It's like an oxymoron almost. Well, I don't mind it so much. Well, I just hate I mean, the fact that's that... What, that's how Pepsi gets good. Yeah, but I hate the fact that it's like I have some expired chips or whatever that are like 17 years old. Turned 18. 21 rather <laughs> i still have the uh i have a, a an empty bottle because i did actually drink it it's not okay, it's not remarkable it's not remarkable but this is a um you know a collector's edition i guess for anime expo turning 21 where this tentacle grape has the tentacle grape mascot with the ax mascot on it so oh my god so they're no longer bottling it anyway. i thought they weren't before. I mean, stop that forever. But they're probably just infrequently like going in and out of print intentionally to get sales or something. <laughs> no, it's, it, it sounded like out. the thing not said that. Well, yeah, well, they said that the specific bottling plant they were using. Um, so they've switched to cans at least for now. Okay. Anyway, uh, and then this one's not really a uh, merchandise sort of it's thing. It's just covered, that- but- Wow, they have a new voice for her type thing. Well, it's not just that. That was one part of it. But I wanted to share the fact that apparently in Japan, they market their cleaning supplies. Oh, my God. Tide Pods. Tide Pods. Goku Tide Pods. 
That's the next <laughs> thing. It's going to kill everyone in Japan. All this, the is a this is a toilet cleaner. I, I, or no, wait, that's not a This is a sink. Oh, it's a, it's a, it's a stainless steel cleaner. No, the freeze one. Oh, no, not metal, the freeze one. Metal. Anyway. Um, all right. So anyway, uh, moving on. We're going into miscellaneous news now. Boom, boom. And Danny's probably not even watching. If you live in South Africa and are interested in anime, Danny has started Dan's Anime Corner Store. And he is actually going to be... Um, the the site is brand new, so there's like not a lot here yet. But he is actually um, he's actually not licensing. What do you call it? He's wholesale he purchasing. He's wholesale purchasing uh, anime to sell in in local stores in uh, South Africa. So, well, so he's like distributing two stores in South Africa. Yes, but he's also like because he's in South Africa and the stock is going to be stored in South Africa. If you are in South Africa and want to buy anime, it, it will be cheaper to get it through him than uh, potentially to get it through Amazon and have it like proxy shipped or whatever, all that stuff. You got see? Yeah, I wasn't entirely sure if he was just proxy buying it for people no. or if what it, it was an online store that he was starting up. I'm imagining people this in Johannesburg like purchasing of... anime through Amazon, then they have to like airlift it to them. <laughs> like a helicopter. Well, the thing is that in uh, South Africa, like I have, um, or my wife has cousins in, in Cape Town. They have us buy so much crap that for whatever reason, there's just, there's a huge market there. They're just not using, they're not uh, like tackling this huge market there because there's such a huge wealth disparity uh and it's kind of um what's that word you use for a place where there's like there's two groups of people and uh, what is that word you know what i'm talking about anyway but but basically basically there's there's the um the upper class there's almost no middle class at all in south africa there's upper class and there's extreme lower class and uh, like, for instance, my my wife's relatives have um, like a mansion that has like armed guards and, and all that stuff. And like their neighbor was murdered uh, like a, a couple of months ago. People in South Africa sleep. I got, there's a video I saw on Reddit of a guy who somebody broke into his house and he has all this footage from his security cameras. And it's like, here's here's me sleeping. And then here's the noise. And then I'm out of bed. It's like, oh, that he already has a gun in his hand because he had it under his pillow with a revolver sleeping like this. I mean, it's like, it's a really dangerous place uh, to live in, in certain parts, especially Cape town. That sounds fun. Yeah. It doesn't sound fun. Right. But yeah, uh, I would call um, it hell, but yeah, no, I, I keep telling, uh, I keep telling Danny that he needs to, uh, he needs to not invest in a company over there and just get over, <laughs> over to the States for his own sake, you know, but um, I, I, you guys have, uh, I've derailed my whole thought process. I don't remember where I was going with this, but um, dang it, Augie, you said something that triggered this entire thought process in my head. Oh, uh, but the thing is about the market. That's what it was. Um, it was not Augie. It was my fault. Uh, the thing about the market is that they have a huge market there because there are people there 
who are very wealthy and will spend out the nose to buy iPhones. Or, or in this case, like my, my mother-in-law gets all these requests, like, can you get us the new iPads and the new, the new iPhone? And then she's buying all this stuff and then shipping it to them. And it costs them a freaking fortune to import that stuff. But because they're so wealthy, um, you know, that super upper class over there, they can afford to do it, you know? And, and so regarding the anime thing, it's like um, they don't, all they have there really is bootleg stuff. Right. So, so Danny is one of, one of the rare people who lives there who actually imports everything from the U S uh, and it costs him an arm and a leg too. Um, but, uh, but it's like he, what he's doing is creating a service that for anybody who lives there will be able to, um, to get things a bit cheaper and it could actually start creating a momentum that could actually bring, you know, let's say, um, Licenses more, and stuff. More licenses because because they they don't even have region one over there. You know, it's a whole different region. But every he as he put it, everybody watches their stuff through PS4 anyway. Or PS4 Are they like region anyway. five? I don't know, but it, it doesn't matter anyway. Moving on to the next topic of did my mouse die good? Brad, you should yeah. get your uh your relatives uh that are super hyper rich to like license an anime for you in South Africa, and then we can like distribute it there. <laughs> First of all, um, again, they're not my relatives, and um, and you're... Uh, it's not gonna, it's not gonna, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Just have them buy you a house, South African dub, <laughs> with the Afrikaans uh, accent. You can join TV anime Tarakun Wakoe Oshinai as part-time voice actor. So I guess if you're living in Japan. Yeah, I'm, re- I'm realizing now that this is probably Japanese only. But um, so this show is from the creators of Monthly Girls Nozaki Kun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, this is, I just thought this was an interesting. Uh, we should we should tell Canapa to, <laughs> to try to be in it. That'd be so is funny. This with mon- this monthly boys is Nozaki Kun. <laughs> <No. laughs> there's there's something hilarious. that my brother like every time. The first time he ever heard of Monthly Girls Nozaki Kun, he thought it was like about a girl's monthly, you know. So it's oh. like, oh. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I didn't want to pause, no, but sure, if he wants to go that way. Oh, that's so funny. That's oh, like, oh, I was just thinking this podcast has gone on for so long. I have to switch out one of the AirPods. Hold on. Got to charge some of them now. Okay, moving on to the next thing. Uh, can I still hear you guys? Yes, I can hear you. I was checking if I could hear you. Fan criticizes the, uh, what is this show called again? Soul Hunter. Uh, oh, yeah, anime so. starts, petitioning, starts petition asking for staff ac- explanation. Um, you read this, yes, Augie? Yes. I didn't have a chance to read it yet. What was, the, what was the gripe that he had? Um, okay, when they originally released this, this show, mm-hmm. the light novel had one direction of story. The manga had another direction of story. And the previous anime went another direction with the story. This one has a fourth direction. This one's supposed to be a reboot. Oh, okay. That goes further into it. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Once Thrive came. Uh, let's see. Where is it at? I just thought this might shed some light. Hi, Samurai Jeff. Oh, hey, dude. Oh, yeah. The fans come from what I've gathered. It's been a while since I've read this. 
he, this person's confused with which direction they're going to go with it and just wants an explanation. And he's got a, a petition asking for that explanation. Right. Anyway, moving on. Twitter user aims for 20K retweets to get a flight to the Anime Awards. Once again, I'm going to call BS on this. Because if you go to this person's Twitter, and again, this is I have this is a very weak uh, argument I'm going to make here, but I'm just going to say, uh, if you look at this person's photos, uh, clearly he went to the previous um, Crunchyroll Expo. So I'm wondering, you know, this is a picture of him with Gigak. I'm wondering if uh, this is a hype generating uh, thing that Crunchyroll is doing on their own, you know, like maybe this person already is able to go there. Maybe, they, maybe perhaps they work with them. This is again, this is all conjecture, but I just, and they want like other to people to be like, Oh, I want to be special and get, go there too. Hey buddy, well, you're um, a person. They put you on Ooh. For, his, for his pinned tweet. He has, Oh, he, it's gone up since we started the podcast over a thousand tweet retweets now. So, uh, I do, I do quite enjoy that he used the meme, I have the power of God and anime on my side. <laughs> for his, uh, this is the one he needs to get 20K retweets on. So anyway, I don't know. I, I, there's there's, there's a very, as equally likely as it is that, that Crunchyroll has set this up as a, as a sort of a elaborate, um, you know, because 20K retweets gets this seen by a lot of people. So on the one hand, it could very well be something that they've orchestrated in order to um, to generate more buzz about Crunchyroll and the Anime Awards. Um, but on the other hand, equally, it could just be a coincidence, and it could just be a nice thing they're doing. I don't, I'm, I'm. There's no, there's not enough evidence to go one way or the other. I just, I'm just proposing a potential scenario that may be going on. Anyway, moving on. You asked me to share this. Rumiko Takahashi, Ranma cast slide up to themed cafe. Oh, yeah, I guess they like okay. met up and stuffed the whole cast or whatever with Rumi to- Rumiko. So they just they went to the yeah. I'm glad that they're showing up to this. It's awesome, awesome that they're doing a cafe based on Ranma, but pretty they much are? just having a reunion. That's what this is. But pretty much well, they're just having a reunion of people, yeah. of people who worked on it to show up there. I would like mm-hmm. if they, I, you know, continued to finish up. Ranma. Yeah, they didn't even do do her. They didn't even animate the herb stuff, and they never really gave it a, technically an ending for the manga. They just kind of left it op- open ended to say one day. The way I like to describe it is that the show ended the way it started, essentially. Oh yeah. Do I have it clicked on me? Good. You guys can see this. So this is kind of an interesting. Oh uh, my god. Because it's printing like on the fly. That's That's great. That's actually a really funny idea with the because that yeah that's pretty funny. Oh my god. Um, but this is kind of interesting to like printing on the fly. (laughs) (laughs) I like this with the gonna flying in the air. Apusai, that Ukiyo? No, that's Ryoga. All right, you guys ready to move on? Yeah, of course. Japan aims to extend copyright until 70 years after author's passing. What is it in the U.S.? This is literally Um, like... It's different. So So it's going from 50 years to 70 years, similar to the United States. I feel like all the anime that they decide to literally do nothing with should be like 
actually this goes for any medium should just like automatically go to public domain if they're not going to use it, distribute it, or well, literally do anything. According with it. to Sean Kleckner of Right Stuff, Japan doesn't have public domain. Oh, well, what the hell is this From copyright hear, thing? I don't know. I, this I was surprised to see this. I thought it would be more important, but apparently it's commonplace. Now, what I'm well, kind of wondering is what happens to... Can, I guess we can blame it on the fact that Japan signed the TPP. Thank God we didn't. <laughs> so I'm wondering what will happen like Dragon Warrior if Akira Toriyama thank dies you, or thank something. Thank you, Trump song. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so... <laughs> I don't know. But uh, probably not good news. Uh, I mean, well, let's say that let's say that it's probably not particularly bad news at, at this stage because all they're doing is adding another twenty years to an existing uh, thing. But the potential things that we may have seen come out of this, um, it, it come from this if it hadn't gone through, is uh, we'll never know. You know, we'll never know what could have been. Moving on, <clears throat> Crunchyroll's royalty payments to the anime industry have surpassed U.S. $100 million. Now, how long has Crunchyroll been around? 2008? Uh, this article explains that. It launched in so, 2007 as an illegal streaming site. Then 2008, they secured rights. Till Naruto ship it in as their first one to simulcast and all that stuff. So, I here's the I thing. I like this article because it gives you a breakdown. We can brief... Breakdown, thank you, and history of Crunchyroll. But what were you going to say, AC? For 10 years, that's $10 million a year, give or take. Okay, when you put it in, I guess when I put it into that perspective, it doesn't seem that bad. I just feel like, I mean, let me put it this way. When you first read this headline, that sounds like, wow, that's amazing. And then when you sit down and think, it's like, well, they've been around for like 10 years now. And then you start to think, it's like, this just seems like an announcement. Like, uh, yeah, we're exactly kind of where you might expect us to be. You know, like it just seems like it seems like a small number, grand scheme. You know, to me, or it seems like again. an appropriate number. It doesn't seem too high or too low. You know, to me, <clears> this <throat> seems more like a mile marker for them. <laughs> Say what? To me, this a milestone line. Yeah, just they just reached sure. a milestone for what they're wanting yeah, to but do. When I'm, yeah, and it just seems like I'm just saying that when I first read it, I'm like, wow, that's impressive. And then I'm like, wait, well, hold on. They've been around for 10 years. So that's, you know, it just seems like this hold is just an announcement of something where it feels like this is where right around where you'd kind of expect them to be at. That's all hold, I'm saying. Hold your horses. It's great. Because in 2008, they only had like Naruto. They'd only mm-hmm. make like so much. Like they're starting out. They're sure. not going to no, make I'm, majority i know i'm I'm not suggesting that they've gotten an even 10 million every single year that's not what i'm (laughs) suggesting i'm just saying you know anyway i think they only really peaked in like 2014 or something okay see before you close it out Mm -hmm. for some weird reason i got into this conversation with other people what does the crunchyroll logo look like to you to me, I claim it's an eye off an anime character. Looks like a crunchy roll. Actually, I it think, does look like that. I think it has a dual meaning because uh, it does look like a sushi. I mean, it's obviously the title suggests that it's a it's a sushi roll type. Yeah, probably be doing this over here. It's like a sushi roll, but I, I think that it has. I think it, it is a an image and a motif that is intended to evoke both. Okay, I didn't even think about the eye thing until you mentioned it. 
Yeah, I was saying they're saying, well, it's an eye. They're not the fact that they mentioned that it was a sushi roll, but they were, it's a sushi roll in the story. That kind of perspective. It looks more like a spring roll, but that's cut in half, but yeah. I'll go with spring roll because a crunchy roll has like the rough bits around it. Now, AC, what would you like to do now? Get something off your chest or finally talk about a show that we've been lingering to talk about after? Well, uh, FDDM, if you wanted to ditch, now's a good time. (laughs) Moving on. I don't know why you're anti-hyping this so much. (laughs) Recovery of an MMO junkie director causes controversy with anti-Semitic tweets. Before you go on, I uh, I don't know. It looked like your camera when I switched to the stream was like on you that whole time that Augie was talking. So you were just like leaning on your hand the it. whole time. Yeah, I have it. I have it on on uh, on me right now. And that's fine. Anyway, for right now, I, I knew that. Go ahead. So, um, do you guys have anything you want to say about this? Uh, like, uh, I thought. I don't know. I was gonna say it after you were done, but okay, I'll just say what I said kind of before. Well, that, we'll get to that specific thing about what did you say? Um, the what was the phrase you used about the work and the jerk? Not it's the jerk, not the work. Blame right. the jerk or the work. Blame the jerk. Not Is the it work. the jerk? He, he had a, he had, yeah. God well, damn it. it was that's regarding that's regarding the question of can you still like uh, a show once you find out? Like for it instance, right now we've jerk. got right. Well, right now we've got we've got the whole Harvey Weinstein debacle in in hollywood movies where they're removing his name in future releases of the movies that he was like the producer on or whatever they're retroactively removing his name so they can continue to sell them without having his name and associated with them you know what i mean come across a similar situation before with hulk hogan yes he'd he was caught. He was caught in a private conversation saying stuff they wouldn't say normally in public, and got blamed for it harshly. Then re- they try to remove his name from the Hall of Fame. If I recall now, his name's back in there. Probably because he did oh, that man. porn or whatever. <laughs> the one that he got. What was the website that did that? That he actually took him to court, and they're now out of business. I'm not sure, but matter. we're getting way off topic. <clears throat> I don't. I'm not familiar with the Hulk Hogan story. <clears throat> anyway, we're going to get to the uh, to the is it the work of the jerk or however you phrased it before that was so perfect that, uh, um, yeah. So anyway, um, do you have Augie? Anybody else have anything you want to say about this particular topic right now? Is it is it something that I'm allowed to say that you aren't going to say? Oh no, we'll get into that later. <laughs> No, I'm just asking specifically about the whole anti-Semitic okay. tweets. Like, do you have do you have a take on this before I go into my spiel that I'm going to go over on this? <clears throat> uh, so, you know, this is anyone's business for what someone said. Yes, he admitted it publicly, so he's going to face public ridicule. But that's part of the whole. You dress as a whore in public, you're going to be treated like a whore because he calls that attention to yourself. Okay, <clears throat> I mean, I don't. It for me, I th- I I think I have at least sure. enough faith in humanity to think that even though he's promoting anti-Semitic stuff and whatever, I don't think it's going to take over. So I don't know. That okay. that's all I have to say. But I guess now you may go on your yes. I I have some adventures. Let Let me start by saying real quick. 
this article came out February 9th. The last podcast was February 8th. And I have thought about this article every single day leading up to this podcast. Sound like okay? a... And I've just... <laughs> well, I just... I've had a lot... I've had a lot to ponder about it. All right? And I'm going to get into why in just a second. I want to start my little spiel here by reading a passage out of Jordan B. Peterson's 12 Rules for Life, an Antidote to Chaos. Wow, this is we're from attending eight. church. This is from chapter eight, which uh, happens to be tell the truth or at least don't lie. And that may explain why I'm going out of my way to actually uh, read do this. this. But um, in this chapter, he talks about uh, a concept that was put forth by an Austrian psychologist named Alfred Adler. Uh, and this concept is something that he called life lies. So um, I've got some quotes here. That, uh, I'm just going to read the highlighted portion. There's more to it than this, but for what we need to get, um, this is going to set the stage for what I'm going to talk about. So he says, someone living a life lie is attempting to manipulate reality with perception, thought, and action so that only some narrowly desired and predefined outcome is allowed to exist. This kind of oversimplification and falsification is particularly typical of ideologues. They adopt a single axiom. Government is bad. Immigration is bad. Capitalism is bad. Patriarchy is bad. Then they filter and screen their experiences and insist ever more narrowly that everything can be explained by that axiom. They believe, narcissistically, underneath all that bad theory, that the world could be put right if only they held the controls. Now, I want to start off by saying that there certainly are people in this world for whom their life lie is that the Jews are bad, right? But I want to frame this perspective a little bit by saying that one of the most effective, dangerous, and divisive systems of control in the world today, and arguably going back since the dawn of man, <clears throat> is to frame an issue as though there are only two sides. Both of these sides are diametrically opposed to each other and on opposite ends of the spectrum. So in this particular issue, on one side, we've got Jews are the one group of people on the entire planet that literally can do no wrong. And on this side, we've got Jews are literally the root of all evil. If I fall down and skin my knee, somehow it's the Jews' fault, right? Now, with this sort of system of control, of separating issues into these extreme options, which have been slightly exaggerated to illustrate a point, I'll admit, there's no middle ground. You're not allowed to occupy any space in the middle. What this is, this is George Bush after 9-11 saying, you're either with us or you're with the terrorist. This is a way to shut down the opportunity to say, look, I don't support the Patriot Act. Nope, you're with the terrorists. You know, it's a way to shut down um, any sort of criticism of bad decisions in the moment by just branding somebody as being on the side that is morally uh, repugnant and, and shamed, you know? So the reason that I want to, the reason that I want to bring this up, let me go ahead and well, let me, let me quote somebody else real quick. Um, you guys might know who Brett Weinstein is. Uh, he's the guy um, that uh, way back when we did the, the YouTube, uh, 
when I when I did, when I did the Anime Expo um, podcast where I had talked about the whole SJW infection of Anime Expo, um, old man had brought up uh, what was happening at Evergreen State College. That's where Brett Weinstein was a professor of, and he has really um, poignantly put this point out there that what's going on right now in this outrage culture and this SJW culture, uh, as he would put it, he said that the terms are being redefined, but they're not being fully redefined. And what he said is that basically the bar has been set low for the term racist. It's been set so incredibly low that you cannot help but trip over it. And once you have tripped over it and you've accepted that you're a racist, which uh, to sort of illustrate what he's talking about here, what he means is that when you position an argument and say that, you know, this, I'm presenting this as fact, this is, this is the position I'm holding and somebody doesn't like your argument, but they don't have a counter argument. So their counter argument is to just label you a racist. If you hold that argument and say, you know what, you can call me that, but this is still true then that's you accepting that you're a racist in their eyes. So once you've accepted that term, then the definition reverts back to the original meaning and you're lumped in with groups like the KKK. That's something that he's experienced. Now I'm going to put forth the argument that the term racist is only being elevated to a level that the term anti-Semitic or another term Holocaust denier have existed at for many years, going back at least 100 years um, to 1913, when Jacob Schiff established the Anti-Defamation League. Okay. Now I'm going to put forth an argument here. If I was to say that I don't hate the Italians, my wife is actually Italian, right? I don't hate the Italians, but I'm not too fond of the Italian mafia. Okay. Because we can prove obviously that they're responsible for a lot of heinous crimes and i'd like to see them stand trial for those crimes i don't think that that is a ridiculous argument to put forth i, I think that's a very respectable position to have that crime syndicates particularly in this case one that's divided by the race of being the italian mafia that they should be held accountable for these crimes right that's a very respectable position to have but if you translate that and say likewise i don't hate the jews that I'm actually quite fond of most of the Jews that I know, but there is a cabal of people who aren't even technically Jewish who are orchestrating. They've, they're responsible for some of the most heinous crimes in human history, including orchestrating the extreme suffrage of actual Jews in order to further their selfish ambition, all the while hiding behind the extreme suffrage of Jews, which again, they are largely responsible for, so that you or I will be branded anti-Semitic for pointing out their the crimes that they've committed, much like the Italian mafia. And personally, I am not okay with that. Okay? So the reason that I'm bringing this up is because the bar has been set so low that inadvertently, I've already tripped over it. And I need to sort of clear my name here because I've mentioned several times on this podcast because I, I obviously get quite triggered at this, at this situation. I need to point out here that, first of all, let me just say I've not seen Recovery of an MMO Junkie. I don't know the director. 
Um, I'm not defending any of what he says, and I do think that he's wrong with what he's saying. But the reason that I feel compelled to bring all this stuff up is because in the examples that they're putting here about him uh, retweeting alt-right, anti-Semitic, neo-Nazi accounts, the, the position being put forward here by this guy, who again, his name is Forrest Ofuhrer, is an Italian guy. He's definitely a neo-Nazi. He's, he's putting forth that, you know, let's say Hitler did nothing wrong sort of idea. He says, the question was never, why did Hitler hate the Jews? Although he had legitimate reason to. The question you should be asking is, why did the Jews hate Hitler? And in the video here that is captured in this screen cap from uh, Canapa, it says, Hitler kicks out Rothschilds. I've brought up that family numerous times on this podcast. It says, takes Germany off the Rothschild-controlled gold standard, Hitler issues new debt-free money. Now, the reason that I want to bring this up, and in fact, let me just show you another thing here. I saw this uh, Mother's Basement made a video addressing this controversy, and in it, he actually pulled up uh, Kaoyoshi Yagi Numa's YouTube channel, which just is the director of, uh, of um, what is it, Recovery Mode. And he went down and looked at liked videos here. And as you can see, we've got, this is like the argument being put forward. Look, Adolf Hitler, the man who fought the bank. Now, again, this goes back to Rothschild. This symbol here, this red star of David, quote unquote, uh, is an esoteric symbol referring to the Rothschild. Rothschild's name in German is Rothschild. It literally means red sign. Okay, I understand the esoteric meaning behind this. So I want to present an argument to you because I think that these guys are wrong. Okay, so the question was never, why did Hitler hate the Jews? Although he had legitimate reason to, and they go on to say that Hitler kicked out the Rothschilds. And I'm going to tell you what actually happened because quite frankly, um, I'm pretty you know familiar with with this topic. I've spent years of my life researching exactly all the intricacies of what's going on here. And I just want to share this with you. So I want to put forth a counter argument on why on the people who have the Jews are bad life lie, which again is not, uh, is not something that I, um, it's not an axiom that I live by, not even close, but I want to put forth the counter argument here because I think that with any life lie, the reason that people fall for them and the reason that they adopt these axioms and the reason that they get into this very destructive way of viewing the world is because the most dangerous type of lie is the lie that has truth sprinkled in it. And I see people ending up in this neo-Nazi sort of camp and it, it pains me because it's counterproductive to what's, what actually needs to be fought in regards to this horrible crime syndicate responsible for some pretty tremendous suffering on part of the entire human race, and most notably, because it is used as a shield to protect themselves, the Jews in general, okay, particularly the Holocaust. So I want to put forth what's actually gone on here when they say, why did Hitler hate the Jews, and the, the idea that Hitler kicked out the Rothschilds. Now, this is difficult because in the United States, I can say this, but in other countries, they have laws that prevent you from being able to question the Holocaust. And that disgusts me in general, because the problem is that we've been lied to so many times in history that being told you can't question something, I mean, honestly, that just makes people want to question it more. 
And I think that if these questions are are put forth and the truth is found, that if there's nothing to hide, then what's the harm uh, of, you know, checking the facts of history, right? Now, I think that the reason that one of the major reasons why this uh, moment in history is demonized in this way that you can't question it is because of what I'm about to um, present to you regarding the Rothschilds, that they don't want to be uncovered there. But let me just give you, I'm going to refute this statement here that Hitler hated the Jews uh, and that he kicked out the Rothschilds. Because what actually happened is that Hitler was um, made Chancellor of Germany. And what he did is he kicked out a bunch of communists that were Jewish from German parliament or, or the German government. And then what ended up happening is that all the way in the United States, a man named Samuel Untermeyer got on the radio and gave a speech um, against the actions of Hitler and saying that, like, they basically demanded, um, you know, there's a there's just a big controversy after this happened that people were demanding, particularly Jewish people were demanding that Hitler um, reinstate all those government employees that he kicked out. Okay. And Samuel Untermeyer got on, on the radio and gave a speech that was later um, put into print in like the New York Times or something where he called the American people to boycott Germany in order to, to hurt Hitler's regime over the fact that he got these communists that happened to be Jewish out of his, um, out of his government. Okay. Now, what ended up happening is that, first of all, both world wars were not really seen as America's problem until we were dragged into them intentionally. But what actually happened is that America wasn't like, okay, that's Germany. This isn't really a big thing. It's only, it was like 200 people. I feel like. I don't even remember the exact number, but it wasn't, it wasn't something that we were too concerned with. But what happened was the Jews in America actually like I'm obviously not all of them but a portion of them took what Samuel Untermeyer said and they started to riot and and basically vandalize stores that didn't stop producing or didn't stop selling products that said made in Germany on them and this is where things are are really tricky because at the time uh Germany two-thirds of germ of Germany's um food supply was imported from outside of Germany and the way that they could import that stuff is through the proceeds they made from their exports. So what ended up happening is that a group of Jewish people in America basically made it so stores couldn't sell anything that was made in Germany. And this is a tricky subject, okay? I'm not saying there's a right answer here. I'm just explaining to you what, how these effects echo back and forth and create a really big problem, okay? So the uh, a group of Jews in America looted these stores and vandalized them to the point where the store owners had no choice but to stop selling products that were made in Germany. And then eventually Germany started to feel the effects of that. And there was a real possibility that up to two thirds of the German population would starve to death. So what ended up happening is in Germany is that the, the Germans started to boycott the Jewish businesses in Germany. And that started to create this animosity between the people where you have to think about this as, as why would people, you know, sign up with the Nazis? Why would they let this go on? You have to understand that these ripple effects happen because they're because of divisive people, that a simple action of getting rid of these people in the German government resulted in 
this extreme hatred and 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 it resulted in a, a very bad situation that escalated and escalated and escalated. Now, my counter argument here is that Hitler did not throw out the Rothschilds. That is not what happened. Anybody who thinks that needs to read a book by Walter C. Langer called The Mind of Adolf Hitler. And then you need to take what you learned there and start investigating further. Because in truth, what actually happened is that the Chancellor of Austria, which is the place that Germ uh, that Hitler and his family were from, they actually investigated the Hitler family um, post-World War II in order to sort of figure out like the secrets behind where he came from and all that. And they discovered um, that Hitler's grandmother, a woman named Mar uh, Maria Anna Schickelgruber, wasn't living in Austria when she became pregnant with Hitler. She was actually living in Vienna? I think it doesn't matter where the exact place was, but she was living and working as a handmaiden in the house of Baron Rothschild. Okay. Because the truth is that Hitler's grandfather, pardon, not grandfather. Well, yeah, Hitler's grandfather was Baron Rothschild. That, that when Maria Schickelgruber was found out to have been pregnant, she was dismissed from her duty and she went back to Austria where she met um, George Heidel, which is the person that um, is Hitler's or, or, okay. So Hitler's father's name is Alois Hitler and Alois's illegitimate father is George Heidler. Okay. And um, this is obvious because Hitler was already five years old um, when he, when his, uh, pardon, Alois Hitler was already five years old when Maria Anna Schickelgruber married George Heidler. Okay, so the point I'm getting at here is that, go ahead. Oh, oh uh, you you've been yourself. about, yeah, so, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm you've been about, answer. okay. Yeah, so what I'm getting at, and you can see that this triggers me you know, a little bit, is that the question being put forth here, this is a willful distortion of the facts. Okay. There is, there are very, the crimes of the Rothschild family are very long and very provable and very well documented. And this mindset, this life lie of the Jews are, are the root of all evil sort of thing. And this idea that Hitler did nothing wrong, this is a willful ignorance of the, of the truth. Okay, that's all I'm trying to get at here. And I feel like I need to say this because, I, again, I brought up the Rothschild family numerous times uh, during our conversations about banking as we sort of talked about cryptocurrencies and whatnot. And I feel a little bit like I've tripped over that bar and that I'm lumped in with these people. And so I feel like I need to take a moment to shoot down this argument because I think it's absolutely patently untrue. And, you know, I, I, if you guys watch here, I actually, I actually attempted to watch this video and it's pure propaganda. I couldn't even, it's six minutes and 14 seconds long. I couldn't even get through it because it's, it's just, it's so obviously truth about, about some of these crimes sprinkled into outright lies and manipulation. Anyway, that's all I have to say about that. Okay. AC due to the time. Yeah. Let us get in. There's two options. I like to propose. If we continue on and talk about Ica. We mm -hmm. split this video 
like have one be raw like it is, and a second version just covering Ica. Um, I mean, we can we can do that after the fact when we get there. Okay, I'll definitely second have proposal a link. is I'll definitely have a link to in the description to jump straight to that point because right now for me it's two o'clock, which means that this is right on an hour mark that'll be easy to find. Right. The second so. proposal is. I have no idea how I'm perfectly fine. <laughs> I have no idea how you are sleep wise or how tired you are after I'm good. Finally getting that off. Okay. Cause I was yeah, it's good you got that off your chest. Cause it was clearly bothering you. Yeah. So thank you guys for, for giving me that because that has been bothering me for the last two weeks. Anyway. So you guys ready to jump thing. into, uh, <laughs> Oh no, we have to go uh, back to the to the topic of uh of jerk thought, work. Oh. Yes. So so I thought that you brought up a great great point before we started the podcast because there as I had seen with said with uh Brett Weinstein um that they're retroactively changing this stuff and it's like it is tricky because a lot of the people that make what you might say are the best forms of entertainment I mean they're some dark people, you know. Um I can't tell you the feeling I had when I watched X-Men Apocalypse and I was thoroughly impressed with how they handled that movie. I enjoyed every minute of it. Then the movie ends directed by Brian Singer, the child molester slash rapist. Um, He hasn't been convicted yet, but it will come. I'm telling you right now. And uh, it does, it does affect you know, it does affect how you how you what, appreciate what was mentioned was Ronnie Kenshin. Yeah, I think I could probably watch well, Kenshin without thinking about what he's done. I I can watch Kenshin just to watch Kenshin. It doesn't. Yeah. If you well, feel think, morally obligated to avoid something because someone did something instead of the merit of the work that's being presented. Yeah. Or that that is the a personal was that call. you are that you are funding the behavior or something. That was well, the argument being put uh, forth. Well, what was mentioned before the podcast was if the director does something bad and it wasn't the creator, how should that really affect the product? Yeah, like I was saying, the MMO junkie, it's the director they're talking about. I don't know why everyone in the anime community like fetishizes the director being yeah, pretty much the end-all be-all of every anime, but he just directed the thing. He didn't write they the core material that we care about. Well, like, yeah, sure, some, some directors do write the screenplays and all that stuff, but in this case, I think it's very minimal. And this ties into what Brad was saying podcasts ago about the berserk thing why the animation was so bad because oh they they try to efficiently do the animation so they get the director who's the highest paid on the role they get him to get his creative vision out there they get him to leave whatever and they fill in every fill in the gaps themselves so i'm thinking that if the director if they do that same thing for mmo junkie then essentially he's not getting paid past that because they want to get him the hell out of there so if you're supporting mmo junkie does are you still contributing to him? No, you do okay. not contribute to him. He made his money aside from what the contracts. He made his hourly a- money. 
There's there's no saying okay. that he's not going to make money from actual sales and whatnot. And I'm, I mean, right, that depends on the contract. As I as I said, I just I think that this is a willful ign- uh, ignorance to to the truth. And I would love it if if uh, you know people who are in that camp, uh, you know, this life lie. I would love it if they would actually open their eyes for a minute and do more research. You know, these are the kind of people who only do the headline. They read the headline and they don't read the article. You know, and and the the book I talked about from Walter C. Langer, there's an audio book that I think is a reconstruction of the same information, you know, called Dissecting the Mind of Hitler or something like that. So, I mean, it's like you don't even have to put the, forth the effort to read it. But I'm just saying that when it comes to actual actions of harming people, you know, they're saying some some pretty ugly things, but it's not actually... You know, this isn't the same thing as, as what Rurouni Kenshin's creator was accused of in terms of people actually being exploited and hurt in that regard. Um, you could argue it's similar, but I think that the exploitation of children in the case of the Rurouni Kenshin creator is, is a bit more severe. Um, and I just I, I think that one of these people can I think that new information can change the minds of one of these people, but not the other. Let me put it that way. I think that Yagi Numa, the guy who did MMO Junkie, I think that uh, being exposed to further information and actually understanding the full extent of what's going on can actually turn your your around your way of thinking. I don't think that the Roroni Kenshin creator is going to turn around no matter what you say, because this guy is addicted to, you know, a degenerate thing. You know, I just, I don't think yeah. it's going to change. Mm-hmm. The continuing the point that I was going to make was sure. the director will make his money and be done. It's the apparent company that's going to recoup any costs. Okay. Yeah, sure. Well, let me put it this way. I think it's, I think it's tricky. And what's, what's really unfortunate about this is the, like, it's like the idea I'm that. I'm still lost as to how this is really an issue though. Well, let me let me explain. This is why this is an issue. Real quick, I'll just explain that in the. Oops, hold on, I gotta get out of the full screen mode. It's in just that article, if you're supporting MMO Junkie, you're indirectly supporting this guy's like credibility or whatever, and his free speech to say, "Hey, Nazi stuff" or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And then. Well, let me let me just let me just clarify here that they had a a, a Jewish um, person, Rebecca Silverman from A and N, who covers like the whole last part of this article. And she mentions that, uh, that she like, I feel sick that I named it one of my best shows of the year. And I wish I could take it back. It's the idea that, that this person came to know this after the fact. And it's like, you've already at that, at a certain degree, you know, there's that potentiality that you've already supported. Well, there's, there's a potentiality that you've already, um, that you've already seen and enjoyed movie or show or whatever it is and then after the fact you find out that the person is this horrible thing and it, it's like it it it's there's a conflict in your mind that comes from that you know certainly okay. so the the push the, the position here is that this person is has family that you see in these pictures that is directly um that is directly uh affected by the holocaust okay, okay. so We've probably brought forth all the points, unless somebody from the chat has anything to say, which I think has scared a lot of people away. <laughs> like Rem. Uh, yeah, see, that says, after hearing you about more reason to continue writing yeah. my book. After hearing you about the argument, you gave me more reason to continue writing my book. Oh, Keep doing go. that book writing, Mecha guy, and I'll make. Wait, what? 
Not me. You, yeah, stop. Uh... <laughs> stop. Uh... I don't know where he's coming from. <laughs> anyway, I'm reading um, Mecha Guy's comment. It I says, know, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. It doesn't matter. Anyway, let's get on to uh, let's get on to um, Ica the Dica. Ica. <laughs> Here, not the Dica. Here, because it's like past my bedtime, I'm gonna read my little notes that I wrote for my review. That is essentially what I'd say about okay. the show, anyway. And then oh, I'm okay. probably gonna dip, unfortunately. But um, he, he clarified. He said. Uh, when he said not me, lol, he meant you didn't scare me away. Because oh, I said, okay. I'm scared everybody yeah. away. Okay. So that mecha guy, yes. Write your book and we'll make a manga for you. And then hopefully you'll get an anime out of it. And we'll put some mecha titties in there and you'll be happy. <laughs> okay, so speaking of titties. Um, Boom. Look, I've got it right here. Agents. Sorry to put you guys through this, uh, fellow co hosts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, woo. Here's my okay, imaginary so, Ica copy that you can't see. First, um, before we go into um, FDDM, I just want to ask a question. Augie, you had mentioned something in our group chat on Facebook that vector lines were an issue? Yeah. Do you mean like how it was 1080, I mean 1080i? Like I saw interlace lines. I thought that th- this particular DVD yeah, set yeah, I had, one. had one of the one of the best transfers for a show this old that I've ever seen. I saw 1080, I mean, 480i. I mentioned mentioned vector lines before, but I didn't say Agent Ica. Yeah, you did. Okay, Pretty sure you did. No, you said this is the one that doesn't have the vector lines? Is that what you said? I don't know. I thought it looked pretty good. Go ahead and give your your thing... um, Go ahead and give your thing... um, Um, That you said you were going to... Oh, wait, no. Um, The earlier episodes of this... I guess. You can see some vector lines every now and then, but other than that, it's pretty clear. I yeah, I looked for them. I didn't, I didn't see any problems. Because anyway, um, that's is exhausted. Let's go FDM. Read okay. your read your Let's see. I think the fan service almost adds an element of comedy itself. It's like a lot of people have problems with oh, this is so fan service. They it takes away from the story and all that stuff, but I thought, I don't know, when you see the fan service, you're kind of like laughing inside at how they can insert fan service into this espionage agent Ica story. Like, how? They're on the ship with guns and stuff, and you're seeing panty shots. Why? How far will they push this? (laughs) So, I don't know. (laughs) Well, let me just say, it's about two seconds into the <laughs> into the first DVD before there's an unnecessary okay. upskirt of the of the woman giving the tour on the the boat tour on, over the flooded area. Yeah, it's now about two seconds <laughs> so from when it starts before aspect to aspect editing shot. Oh, let's look at let's she's still talking. Let's see from underneath her butt. You know. Oh, now want to talk about first disc. You have you have some of the people who are stripped naked from their first layer of clothes and all of a sudden the second layer of clothes showed up and it's even more clothed than yeah, the first the, layer. The latex the latex uniform underneath the other uniform is basically Agent Ica's version of Hail Hydra. You know? <laughs> That's how you know. <laughs> Speaking of uh let's take a look at her ass or whatever in the first shot. The fan service uh you would think is super intrusive with how much is involved. 
but it kind of runs i thought it kind of ran with the sh- the flow of the show for the most part like like you said she was talking and then they just get a new perspective of her butt, but but yeah. like she was giving that exposition whether there was a butt or not so they kind of like to weave it in i i think that can kind of uh p- some of the people that hate intrusive fan service might find that more acceptable i don't know what well- I have two things to say about Ico. Number one, related to that point. Number one is that um, watching Ica, then R16, the Virgin Missions, and then Ica Zero, Zero which by the way, we didn't actually plan on, on watching. List. Yeah, so that wasn't, there's no actual physical release over here. But Augie asked me to get it for him. And then because Augie was watching it and had stuff to say about it, I also watched it. But it, it feels like you're watching the show backwards. And not yeah, because just you because are. she gets well, younger. Mind if I interject okay. the timeline? Sure. Yeah. Okay, so you have Ica. This is the original. Then you have R16, which is supposed to be a prequel. High school. Yeah. Prequel. Yeah, Sweet 16. However, and then you have zero, which is in between them. Zero, which is in between. However, right. it kind of changes stuff from this one entirely, making it like a reboot and sequel. Okay, so back back like to my point. Let me, let me just say that Ica, Agent Ica, has seven episodes plus like a little recap kind of episode called four point five in the middle, right? So, what I mean by this is that Ica starts with what I felt like was the strongest part, the whole magical girl transformation sort mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. That, that part of the story, I felt like they, it felt like they should have ended with that in terms of how much, how much, like how crazy things got. Like it just like, that's, that was, uh, let's say climax worthy rather like it, it I, I don't want to say it goes downhill, but I just feel like if you were to watch it backwards from Ica Zero to Ica R16 to Agent Ica, and you were to watch each episode backwards, obviously that wouldn't be any fun. But you get what I mean in terms of how they're constructed and stuff. It feels yeah. like the ending should have been the beginning. And I also feel like, <clears throat> to, to get back to your point about it, uh, Ica Zero being in the middle, Agent Ica starts very strong. Ica R16 is a little bit weird. It kind of works, but then Ica Zero feels like it's not related to Agent Ica. It's just a sequel of a different series entirely that is Ica R16. You know, because um, I feel like if they continued oh. it now, I just, I don't, it, it felt weird. It felt really weird the way that they handled it. Well, like, it, why? I still stick, I'll still st- stick with what I said. Just kind of similar with Tenchi, you have the OVA, then you have this being Tenchi Universe. Okay. The universe is so tedious for me to watch somehow. (laughs) Okay. So with this one, if I think in theory they were going to get zero, then something else called zero interrupts this with the whole transformation and alien stuff. Because what happened in zero? It was an alien that was within the body, not a parcel of cloth, clothing like an agent. Yeah. So, and I had also completely forgot about the uh, magical girl aspect of that thing. I 
completely blocked that out of my mind and forgotten about that. That was very strange to come back into uh, watching the show. Um, shall we? Uh, shall we pull uh, up um, our? What's up? Sure. Let's remember how I have to go through all my points and then I'll I dip. You, I thought you had gone through your point uh, with that first bit, and then we were uh, just t- picking, taking the torch and keeping going, and you decided to stay a little bit longer. If you've got more to say, go ahead. Oh yeah. That's like my first two points. Let's see. Uh points do you got? Da, da, da. I'm trying to break these down so it doesn't sound like stuff that we've already said. Oh, you're, the you're dub. Wrong. Oh my god, the dub. Like the dub was different qualities, yes. Initially I thought that like uh they had serviceable voices for like uh Ica and stuff. Like I didn't really pay attention to it because I was way too distracted by just what the hell I was watching with all the panty shots and everything and explosions. And but um then I started to notice the voices eventually, which let's see. Uh that guy I guess you could say the main you, guy, he the guy with so the you're accent. To me, for Gusto, he either sounds like a blend of uh, Dudley Do-Right or Lou Zealand, if you remember the Muppet that slaps people with a fish. I never watched the Muppets. Or, if you remember Sesame Street, imagine Bert with a a Swedish accent. Yeah, like, I just, I actually found it kind of enhancing because it made it funnier because it's a series that's not taking itself seriously, clearly. So, when he's like, Oh, Ica or whatever it was. It was just like I found that funny. And then uh where is it? Well, I'll say this about Ica Zero is that um so Augie, you had mentioned that you liked R sixteen on Twitter. You had mentioned you liked R sixteen better than Agent Ica. Um yep. it turns out that apparently so did I. I didn't think I did, but on my anime planet profile, keep in mind uh, I watched these like months, if not years apart when I had originally seen them. Um, so uh, on my Anime Planet profile, I gave I gave uh, the R16 Virgin missions, I gave them an extra star compared to the other one. So apparently I did too. Ica Zero, uh, in my book, doesn't even, even scratch compare, the surface you, of being good uh, due to the fact that Gusto is not in it. Uh, it. Yeah, I agree. I don't know why Gusto wasn't in that. But technically, Ica Zero, we've seen this before. I mean, we've seen it in... Uh, Kitty Grade, we've seen it in Dirty Pair Flash. It's just that one typical e- episode of Let's Infiltrate the School, just divided up into three sections. Yeah. By the way, I'm not done yet. Go ahead, keep going. And then the purple guy, uh, purple, purple guy. hair guy. Purple hair I thought guy. He, he was noticeably not that great. He he felt like he put <laughs> no Shaggy? No, no, Pardon? purple. He's only seen the first three episodes. He's talking about the the long and andro- long haired androgynous. Oh, just, the Utena guy, the, the incest dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we, but we yeah, call him silver, silver hair guy. You could tell that he put like zero effort into it. I like I was listening to it on my speakers. I could hear every other character fine, but I could could barely make out what he was saying <laughs> because he was so quiet. I feel then, like he was more in the role that they were described to that he was supposed to do. But I get what you're saying. He's too monotone for the role as everyone else is speaking in loud monotone. He's like not putting any, I don't know, oomph into his voice at all. He's just kind of like, hi sister, I'm going to kill this. Bitch. I, did, I didn't feel that way. 
Did you? I mean, that seems weird. Maybe your speakers are bad. Um, so I just want to remind people speakers. if you guys have anything you want to say about um, about the uh, ICA series that you don't want to send to us just in the chat, you could go ahead and send it to us on uh, on the tweet on Twitter using us uh, hashtag OCA podcast. Um, so I've got uh, FD, I'm going to let you finish, but um, yeah, I don't have a whole lot have, more. Okay, I think all I have to say is like. I thought the animation held up really well. It was like actually pretty good for the time, I'd say. Oh yeah, I, like I think this was like ninety-seven. Ninety-seven, yeah. If you put this animation like for the motion and stuff today, it would blend in and actually probably look better, honestly, because they cut so many cores now. You know, it's funny you say that because I actually really dug the animation in the original Agent Ica. It's the reason why I oh, I actually fine. do like it better than um. That's what I'm saying. The original Agent oh, Ica. It looks good. Okay, like, I must. I must have yeah. misunderstood what you were saying. <laughs> I thought you said that. I thought you said that. It, okay, yeah, I, I understand now. You were saying that if you were to do it today, it wouldn't look as good, because yeah. Okay. No, gotcha. if you aired this show in sixteen by nine and made digitally, mm-hmm. it in twenty eighteen, it would it would like it would look the part. It would oh, be okay. the good quality. It would be up to the standards. It's You're not saying like... that, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I got gotcha. you. And that's all I actually have to say. It's four twenty-three, and uh, yeah, oh, yeah, I'm You're just on gonna... New York time. Excuse me. New... Don't bunch me in with New York. And time uh... zone. Okay, so yeah, um, yeah, it was a fun podcast, guys. I'll see you guys in the next one that I'm able to attend, which is hopefully the next one. Um, so I guess I'll catch you guys later. All righty. All right, dude. Thank you for joining us. No problem. All right. And so, now our tennis match begins. Yes. Uh, let's, let's go through real quick. Since you had gone ahead and, uh, you'd actually, um, sort of separated out your, your messages here regarding the, each episode. Oh, yeah. uh, I thought this might be a good way to sort of recap a little bit um, some of the ideas. I'm not necessarily going to read out exactly what we said, but sort of use it as a way to remind us um, what happened in the episode and what sort of stood out to us. And um, I just want to let you know that uh, if you reply to yourself, but don't continue to use this hashtag, it doesn't show up in the uh, <laughs> in the hashtag thing. I, I found them all, just so you know. I actually went through and, and made sure to get them all for us. It was a real pain to organize this thing. for the, This is a Twitter moment, by the way. It's not just the hashtag search. Um, so anyway, but if you want to go ahead and uh, recap some of the stuff you wanted to talk about. Oh, boy, the music that I caught from other shows that Bandai's done. <laughs> Oh man, the gun, some a lot of Gundam music was reused for the for Agent Ico. Um, huh. But, but pretty that's, much so saves my that, first comment right there. Are you saying that that Bandai um, chose to redo the music track using tracks that they had from other shows because Bandai yeah, didn't that, make Ica? Did they? Hmm. Hold on, hold on, let's see. Uh, Studio Studio Fantasia. Produced Produced by Bandai Bandai. Visual. So yes, they could have access to their library. See, because when I first read your your thing here, I thought you were just saying that they were similar to Gundam 007. Well, the 007 is... uh, Yeah, I got that. I get that. The 007 is 
well, is similar, but the Gundam, that's straight from Gundam. Okay. Um, Tar says, always assumed the first OVA series was an homage to Moon Moonraker, hence the Bond-like music. Uh, you know, I, I'll just be honest, I didn't catch the Bond-like music or the... I mean, when you say Bond-like music, you mean, you must mean the the opening theme? No, nope, nope, during the show. Huh, I, you know, the thing, if I don't hear the soundtrack, the, I'll never actually hear the... They see um, where you're holding a baby while watching the show. Uh, through through portions of it, but I'm just saying okay. that if I don't if I don't listen to the actual soundtrack, which I actually have of Ica for the for the single and and the the opening and ending single, but um, but if I'm not listening to the actual OST, I don't really hear you know and you know pay attention to sort of hear the the what do you call those insert songs? Yeah. You know, um, like it's hard for me to like I don't usually notice them unless I've listened to the soundtrack outside of watching the show because they sort of they sort of it just enhance the experience. Like I, I've said in the past that when music does a good job, you don't even really notice that it's there. You know, it's doing its job. Yeah. So anyway, um, as I mentioned before, the you get that unnecessary unskirt right off the bat, and yeah, I totally I totally forgot about Ika's magical girl transformation, or perhaps molestation is a better term. <clears throat> On to episode two. Uh, yes, now we're hearing a fusion of Charlie's Angel and Pink Pan- Panther musically. Main, uh, let's, yeah, we already mentioned this earlier. The main bad guy, which I, you know his name, Blue Hair uh, Hargan. Hargan. Yeah, he, Hargan. Yeah, he's like, it's as if they watched Utena learn from the mm-hmm. bad guys from that and just made their own character using that kind of motif. Red is the spy. Yeah, yeah. I, and that uh, was awesome. I actually I reference her in a second, but I was mentioning so in in episode two, Rion, um, Rion is stripped naked, and her clothes are locked in a cabinet, and then she's actually um, awake the whole time, and they like think she's unconscious or whatever so she gets up and tries to get her clothes but they're locked so she goes into like an air vent and comes out and ends up in the locker room and she goes to just the first locker and opens it up is like sweet uh there's clothes in here um and then she picks up these very flashy red like i don't want to say lingerie but like you know sort of uh, yeah i mean i guess it's lingerie gives the wrong impression um, but it is, that is the technical term of what it is. It's just not the super fancy, like full body lingerie. Right. So, so she puts, she gets this underwear and she like says, uh, she like objects to not basically not wanting to wear them, but it's like, she had all this opportunity. There's hundreds of other lockers there. She didn't open oh, any yeah. of them. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so she's, and then all she's the other girls say how she's, tacky it is. Yeah. Uh, and then I also mentioned that Gusto's character design reminds me of uh, the guy from Sexy Commando Gaiden. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. How how did you react when she was in the locker room, then just kind of started to blend in with the crowd? Yeah. <laughs> that was that was quite funny because she hides behind the... Uh, the lockers and stuff like, Oh no, they're going to spot me. And then, and then they're like, they just think that she belongs there as any other, you know, person changing, you know, that was a, that was a pretty funny moment. Okay. So she was hiding behind the locker. What got me laughing was all of a sudden she was like hiding behind a door, then kind of hiding mm-hmm. 
really just out in the open and kind of sneaking up. And I'm just I'm laughing hysterically because that's not a good hiding spot, but really she was just blending in. Yeah. So episode three. Ooh, episode three. So the two are split up, and the girl that we were talking about, she lost her glasses. She can't see without her glasses. Let's see. Thank God. Okay. The, um, you're going to have to say his name again. Blue hair. Hargan. Hargan. He has, he has incestuous sex with his sister. Mm-hmm. Hargan gives sister panties to do the trans, same sort of transformation that Ica can do in this series. Let's see. Oh, yeah. The, the boat can now fly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's really funny. Um, so, I had to watch this whole series. Um, just for the record, I had I had taxes due this week, so I was uh, preoccupied and and very stressed out this whole week. Um, and I had to watch Ica. Um, I started watching it at like four a.m. and I just marathoned the whole thing, right? Uh, and I I had the volume low because I actually this time watched it through the DVD. Um, so I didn't have headphones to, to listen to it. So I watched it with the volume low and actually watched the DVD and I was up close to the TV so I could hear because my wife and my daughter were sleeping in the bed. My wife wakes up and she sees the, the scene where the where the brother is is putting the underwear on the sister and pulling it up. And she's like, are you seeing this? They're brother and sister. And I'm like, well, he's already slept with her. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> that was quite a interesting one. The first thing she, she's like, um, in a, in a very, like, I, I love my wife the way she is for not in a very non-judgmental way. She like, she wakes up to go to the bathroom and just, she catches the, the obvious fan surface, which by the way, I knew there was a lot. I remember there being a lot. I don't remember there being this much, but she catches it and she's like, she's like, um, it's like, is this a hentai? <laughs> like in, in the least judgmental way that that can be said, it was so funny the way she said it, because even if, if it had been, it's like, it's like a, Hey, no judgment kind of, uh, it really cracked me up. But then, yeah, she's like, um, that's his sister. And I'm like, you haven't seen nothing. <laughs> um, so there's that. And then, uh, they haven't even talked about the spy. Uh, so the spy you referring to red or red. Yeah, I was actually about to bring up Red. The red-haired girl that sneaks around with Rion uh, reminds me of the uh, well, the Team Rocket-esque red-haired woman from Nadia, which I don't think so you've Jesse. seen Nadia. Well, but, I yeah, seen Nadia. Well, I've seen lot, two episodes. The reason I the, the reason I say Team Rocket-esque is because she was a group in part of a group that had very Team Rocket-esque. Not just that she looked like Jesse, but that 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 group was had a very like their presence on the show was very Team Rocket-esque. Like show up shenanigans and then like blasting off again, sort of thing every episode. Speaking and then I, I also mentioned. Yep. I was just going to mention that I was really enjoying the detail in the hand-drawn fighter jets. Oh, yeah. Speaking of shenanigans, there's one scene where um, Red and Rion were crawling through a vent. Then Red stop and Rion runs her face into her butt. Yeah. Giving, like, suggestive humor the whole time. Literally the first time you see Ika, she's in, like, a... 
a submarine that has like the outlaw star style grappling hook arms that come out and grapple under under the sea treasure right and it's right. like it looks like she's getting eaten out like and and like the everything is i mean they start off the fan service strong in that first episode and it's like uh she it's supposed to be uh, very unconvincingly like she's like come on come on but it, it sounds like she's just in ecstasy and it's just it's a really bizarre way to start the show uh well it's well we know in age and i she's 30 okay so um episode four are we ready to episode move on four. That? yes show the, the last episode in disc one Yep. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Because the the next one starts with four point five. So you said. I'll show. I'll share the, the screen. Bag. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. By the way, the bad guys are this. This is part of map. Yeah. It turns out that they're echo terrorists as they launch their space weapon to try to obliterate the world and blue hair. His ultimate goal is to destroy everything on the world world and repopulate the human race with his harem. Yeah. And he offers uh Rion the opportunity to pass on his genetic material as he put it. Yep. Um, so I, I quoted here head for area 69. Because of course, this was during the sequence where they shot the they they placed the metaphorical camera because obviously it was hand drawn, but they placed it underneath the grates, looking up the the skirts of all the women holding guns up top, and they're like, "All right, head for area sixty nine." Uh, and then I I kept noticing Ika's hair. I in my memory of the show, she had brown hair. Then as I'm watching it, she has blonde hair. And I look at the cover of the case. I'm like, well, I'll be damned. She has blonde hair. And then a couple of shots, she has brown hair. And it keeps switching back and forth. Did you pay attention to the lighting around the area when that happens? No, I definitely, I definitely recognize that. The first time that I was like, the first, okay. So I had thought like, this is so weird that she didn't have brown hair. And like in my memory. And then when I, when I first noticed it went back to brown, I did notice it was in a dark room. So I get okay, that. But okay. it, did, it the- did in the future, it did in the future episodes seem to shift a little bit. It would get more and less blonde over time. So I don't know. It was weird. Um, anyway, I also shared this, the detail in Hargan's uh, shoulder ornaments. Did you notice this? I, I love it? that detail. Yeah, this is such a funny detail because he's just such a womanizer. And wants, like, oh god! I'm glad you were able to get it get it such far away that it doesn't show the full detail and demonetize us further. Well, but yeah, just, yeah. Ooh, I hate what happens to his sister, though. Yeah. Then again, I guess it's uh, a dish best served cold to what happens to him. Yeah. All right. So the extras. I watched the live action episode. And it's Peter nothing died. but them doing well. The same thing. Ica <laughs> in enemy uniform infiltrate on a low budget warehouse setting as they lazily do choreograph graphy and they display panty shots. Two things. This was to that. Promote. Yeah. Yeah, to promote um, R sixteen. Two things. That warehouse. The establishing shot, of, because of how poorly lit, intentionally poorly lit, the yeah. interior of that 
warehouse, which was actually, they're showing like a skyscraper or not even a skyscraper, just like a tall building, like maybe 40 floors, 30 floors, 23 floors. I don't know. I don't know what it actually is, but it's not that tall, but it's tall enough, right? It's more than a two-story house, right? right. So um, they keep showing the establishing shot from the outside. So they're they're hinting that she's close to the top floor, right? And okay, inside it's all dark. All they had to do was film the establishing shot at night. And it would have made so much more sense, you know, but it's a day shot. And it just, it's really odd because there's no lights oh. on in that. Oh, you know, that took them one hour to film. Yeah. Also the, uh, the panty shots work a lot better in the anime because they're not granny panties. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the, that was the funny part. Come on. <laughs> Oh, it was it was, a, it was a little much. <laughs> anyway, um, you know, it would have been better if it wasn't just that one exact same scene and them not just jumping around differently. Yeah. Well. Uh, okay, the sniper. sniper. What did you mean by that? that okay, so she's in. We're talking about the live action or another. In the live action, she's literally in the room and she like beats up the three guards and then it's like she gets the data or something, right? And it's like mm-hmm. she's literally just. She's sitting there for a, a good amount of time. Okay, live action. Hold on, let me. I gotta get the AirPods connected again because they're left. Left is at ten percent battery. Okay. Luckily, this thing charges super fast. It's like fifteen minutes. It's three hours worth of worth of uh, battery. Anyway, so she's in the she's in the live action, and she like she takes out the three like minions or whatever. And then she goes to like search the one minion and get something. And she's like, yeah, pie, you know, and, and then a sniper at the staircase shoots at her and misses <laughs> by not only like a mile, but she's not even moving. <laughs> that sniper was the worst shot in history. <sighs> However, I think that's as much as we can talk about for the, Live action live episode. Action. Yeah, I agree. That's as much as we can say. So, 4.5. How did you like the Ushio and Tor deja vu? Uh, Those blasted. Yeah, this, is, this was a, a time where my daughter woke up and I was kind of like rocking her back to sleep. So, I didn't pay as close attention to this one. Also, as I said, bold choice to start the DVD with a non-dubbed recap episode. Yeah. Yes, there is there is new animation in there, but it's just like I said, it's just a bold thing to do because it's like I'm I'm switching the audio back and forth in English and Japanese are both options during that portion, but they're both Japanese <laughs> because yeah. the English track has the Japanese for that because there was no English track, obviously. I had to take a guess as to why it's like that. They probably released Agent Ica on VHS first, and they yeah, only they took did. the episodes that mattered. Four point four point five only. What? They four point five is DVD only. They didn't put it on the VHS, as far mm, as I know. Okay, that's why? That's why they didn't. They the dubbing session had already ended before they went to, um, before they went to this. That's all I'm saying. So okay, which even though it's mostly music video, and every time an ending happens in the show, they kind of put like a fan service the image of some characters then kind of pans down. So you get another chance to watch that. Uh, so format of it is introduce new character and previous characters moving into a new place. 
some sort of skit, music video, maybe a promotion, then back to the start. Yeah. It was like one new song. And then ooh, enter the Shaggy, which is what you called me, me, Tsuishi or whatever. They had a weird name. Um, yeah. And you say he is smart at first. Yeah. Did I miss the scene where that guy gets a lobotomy? <laughs> no, no. That just happens in episode five. You just. Yeah. So I, I kind of ordered these the way that they were replying and stuff. But uh I mentioned this. This is actually a reference to what happens in episode five. I said that the detail on his budding breasts in the pool scene is on par with the female characters, and it's a bit off-putting <laughs> because I didn't pay attention. They to that. show a scene where Rion, Rion like jumps on him when he's he's on a flotation device, like laying out, floating around the pool, and she like jumps out of the water and onto him and like dunks him under. And the way that they draw his chest. He looks like a prepubescent, like preteen girl. <laughs> he's got he's got something going on there, yeah. and also the the uh, shading and whatnot in the nipples is just a little bit too much. <laughs> so uh, how'd you react when I could just jumped from the? So what happened in this episode is the group from before Delmos. Yeah. Technically, they're supposed to be, they're not a group anymore, but members have still stayed together and they want revenge against Ica. So the best thing to do is to have a casino beach vacation. <laughs> so this is, this is the episode that had the, uh, the, them rip off their clothes and have the other uniform underneath. Yeah. This is, this is a better example of when that happens. So how'd you like the whole jumping from the roof scene? What happens to the jumping from the roof scene? I remember her jumping from the balcony at one point. She got tricked by uh, the trap girl. Pierre. <laughs> Pierre. Pierre was day- on a date with her, then trapped her. Then she saw her friends were tied up and thrown into the pool. So she leapt from like what? 16 stories to land yeah. in the pool to rescue them. Uh 16 stories into a pool. Uh, I'll believe it. I don't, I'm not going to say it's un, undoable. Okay. Oh, yeah. What did you think of the shaggy dancing? Uh, at first, I didn't know what you were talking about. <laughs> but uh, I do have some things to say. First of all, I quoted her. I can't believe I kissed a woman. And I was like, I can't believe you couldn't tell with that voice. It was so <laughs> obvious to everybody watching. You know? And I feel like right. they had to do that because the character if they had given the character a more masculine voice, you probably wouldn't have bought the, uh, the double cross sort of thing, the trap aspect, you know, you wouldn't have bought it as a, as an audience member. Um, So then I also mentioned uh, girls und Panzer, the real Ica battle referencing the real Anzio battle, because they had a tank battle in the middle of this episode, in the middle of a hotel resort. At first, I was trying to remember if you were just referring to the eye catch, the opening, or if that was the scene where they no. used the hose to drown out the... That, that, that did happen. So, so she uses a hose on the gun turret of the uh, of the thing, and she, she floods them out, and then she gets in that tank and battles another tank, where Gozo gets in with her. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then I... Yeah, at, Gozo, at the very end, you have something. At the very end, I mentioned, I love how they actually have a full 
folder labeled secret file. It's a red folder and it just says secret file on it. Oh yeah. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. That leads into, I guess the, uh, Oh yeah. The dad, the dad, yeah, that was the next episode, right? Yeah. So watching agent Ike. Oh, this is yours. I'll, I'll let you, uh, watching agent, agent Ica episode six, the Gundam music returns right off the bat. Golden Delmos, Delmos Ray steals the show. Pretty, pretty much, she stole the episode. She was like the younger member that had a lot of personality, had had goals and motivations. Yes, she yeah. struggled because she was younger, but so yeah, that was the that was the secret file. I'm guessing. Oh yeah. Then Obviously. again, even through Ica's brutal rage, she still treated. When she fought Ray, she didn't hit her as hard as the other people. Yeah, well, as you as you appropriately mentioned in episode seven, she gets brutal. <laughs> she gets oh, quite oh, brutal yes. in that next episode. But um, I will say that uh, well, um, just sort of a side note, I miss the age of anime where OVAs could be made for properties that didn't already have a TV show. Oh yeah. Like Ica. Like Ica's an example of a show where they wanted to make this very fan service show. They probably couldn't put it on TV. So they uh all they had to do was just do it as an OVA and they sold a lot. You know, they had trailers or teasers or commercial support on TV and I love how I'm going to mention this later but I love how the commercial they would put like a star or a heart or something over the panty shots whenever you see it. And then they oh, had yeah. the exact same trailer, but instead they, they did the mosaic censorship that they put on uh, Japanese porn. <laughs> and I thought that was really funny because it was, it's literally, you're not technically seeing anything explicit. It's just panties, but they still managed to get it to like, I just thought it was really funny. I thought it was a really clever uh, marketing strategy. Um, and uh, yeah, I said Shaggy is really enthralled with that pink Kappa doll. Yeah, he uh, And then it. the drunk, the drunk karaoke fight was a work of art. That uh, yeah. Gozo, they get Gozo drunk, and then they have him do karaoke, and he starts fighting them like drunken boxing while doing karaoke. I feel like the and Jackie Chan Adventures stole animations from that fighting scene. Maybe I mean it wouldn't be the first time that a that a show has stolen animation from something. Oh yeah, and then I'll let you. Oh uh, yes, watching seven, so. episode seven. One of the things I was afraid of because we didn't see uh, Secret Agent Red and uh, Gusto for a while. I thought yeah. that they were just written off characters, but they came back. And Which then was I, great. and then the Wrapped biggest well. reveal for me was the person that was with him was a female all along. <laughs> Um, <laughs> oh yeah the the woman that that had the mohawk oh, i yeah. hated that character she seemed unnecessary she didn't do anything so yeah so this doesn't tell you anything about how this episode begins the episode begins with an assassination attempt on ica and they destroy the new building <laughs> so and they start balls on the wall she's been killed the audience, right? Or at yeah. least the, yeah. the people in the The audience and the people, even to. though you kind of briefly see something for a hint. Right. And and so uh, referring back to um, 
Gusto and uh, Red. Uh, I so what I did when I was watching the show is I searched Agent Ica in the GIF function on Twitter, and I found two two images from it, which we'll go over. <laughs> but this is one of them from this episode. So about the tank battles. Oh yeah, there there was a lot of risks that they took that they took. I mean, it ended safely, but just for the initial shock value and not knowing at this, especially at this time, not knowing how an OVA would end cause if like uh Geno cyber, for example, they, no one's safe. I mean, they, they have wars and brutally kill children in it. So who knows what will happen in an OVA a, at this point in time. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, oh, so this is in the wrong order. There's a, yeah, this should should be underneath here. I'll fix that. Hold on. It's right underneath the tank one. Done. All right. So going on to uh, this is sort of your recap tweet about the uh, about the series here. Okay. For, Oh, that should be last. That should be last right there. Well, never mind then. I I put them in. What I did was because I, like, as you can see, you did this on February 17th. I did this 19 hours ago. You know, so I sort of tried to organize them by when we should read them. Um, But you have more of these that go. Wait, no, that is right. That is right. The original OVA series is full of action, panic shots, comedy, and maintains a pace that didn't linger. I didn't feel like there was a stop at all throughout this. Um, so yeah, so the next one, Ica will be 16 in this reboot prequel. So totally cool. Totally awesome. Totally spies. Yep. And you said you would recommend watching Ica, And I said, yes. yeah, I mentioned the, the TV commercial thing. Um, so I actually learned a new word, uh, while doing this. Cause I, I looked up sometimes to, to refresh myself on something I'm about to watch. I like to read the Wikipedia, um, Entry, and I learned a new word uh, while while going through the Wikipedia. Of is this a good thing or a bad thing? Uh, it's subjective. <laughs> it's a Japanese What's the word. word? So I think I clicked on fan service to get there, or no, 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 it was camera angles on panties. This word, panchira. <laughs> I haven't heard that in a long time. Re- re- refers to a brief glimpse of a woman's underwear. They literally have a word for it. <laughs> the term carries risque connotations similar to the word upskirt in, Eng- in English usage. The word is a portmanteau of panty and chira, the Japanese sound symbolism. What does that even mean? Representing a glance. Oh, so it's like the. Uh, it's like. Um, it's like the onomatopoetic sort of noise that they associate with glancing something. Um, it differs from the more general term upskirt in that Panchira specifies the presence of underpants. The absence would be, yeah, obviously, as no pun. <laughs> I don't. I don't even want to click on this one. Let me stop the stream. I have to know. I don't. I don't want to click on that one and get us. Uh, Get a copyright or a, a, a community guidelines shot. 
No Pon Kisa. No Panties Cafe. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, yeah, that's the one where you look cafes Oh, yeah, that's the one that you look up. Starts with no underwear. The floors or sections of the floor are often mirrored. Oh, my God. Oh. The I first remember. one to open was in Osaka in 1980. I thought this was just, I, I thought, no pun, Kisa. I thought that this was just going to be like, oh, yeah, they, they have like porn about this or something. And it's like a, a common theme and maybe hentai. I was like, no, these really exist. They open in 1980. <laughs> I remember on G4 where uh, Adam, Adam Sessler was going around traveling and like touring Japan and for some reason a Chun-Li outfit and they were talking oh, yeah, about types of places. Oh, I missed that show. Me too. Anyway, I kind of missed it you. when it was extended play, but back to Ika, the Virgin Mission. Ooh, like a sweet 16 high school student who's always tardy just to arrive. Just receiving just receive her C-class submarine license and gets femip- female manipulated to join the student. Why didn't you put woman manipulated? <laughs> well. <laughs> I get it. I'm just joking. Eh. Anyway. Join the student council president treasure club plus high school gusto and young Gozo appears. Gozo in this one, instead of just being being just the boss to Ika, he rescues her from some sort of some sort of sea incident and becomes her foster father. Oh, did they actually well yeah, I mean very um, subtly. Very subtly. Yes. He more in the original Agent Ika, I think that the character design is based off Jean Renault from uh, Probably from the professional, Leon the Professional, also Onimusha three, um, yeah. So he he really looks like that character. Oh that yeah, I, for, I totally forgot to mention this in episode one. Gozo's dialogue in the English track, it mm-hmm. it feels like she he's instructing Aika like don't go in, don't go in there head over heels as in as if she would just just go into the cockpit head first. Okay. <laughs> First, while talking to her, then I, when I she think was he talking, was ref- and yeah, I think he was referring to the uh, to the actual mission. But yeah, there yeah, is it is kind of retroactively actor. referenced in the later series. And then, uh, then after that, there's like a brief brief conversation between Goza and Ika, and how the English voice actor responds to Ika. It sounds like he's just checking out her tits the whole time. <laughs> All right. So, one of Virgin. So, yeah. So, I mentioned Gone are the Hand Drawn Jets replaced with cell shaded yachts and helicopters, apparently. So, that was a little bit disappointing. Um, and I got to say, the show kept getting worse as it, as it went on to uh, I'll zero. I'll admit, episode one wasn't as good. Wasn't as good, but episode two for me made it made more of it up. Well, let me ask you this. Uh, Ica was the 90s. When was uh, Zero? Or R16, R- I mean. R16, 2007. Oh, God. Ten years later. Yeah. 1997 to 2007. Yeah, yeah so... Th- yeah, this... Yeah, R16 was one of the later... 
releases from Bandai mm-hmm. Entertainment before they went out. Yeah. So, like I said, I watched uh, Agent Ica years or months or possibly even years apart from uh, R16. But it's kind of crazy. No, hold up. Because the Anime Legends set has the live action stuff on it that actually says, has the advertisement for R16 on it. So they must have at least, by the time they released Agent Ica for Anime Legends release, they must have at least already had that, the R16 commercial stuff. So anyway. Um, Yeah, anyway, so continuing... Episode two is the episode two. Speech. I like them. <laughs> I said, I said oxymoron there. The big jazz jazz bands playing Johnny Quest theme. It is a big jazz band that plays a Johnny Quest theme. Uh, two things that I liked about this episode was the the number one particular for me is the dialogue because you have her talk to the teacher or the, her elders elders and it's exactly like I believe that she is that age the whole time yeah time it made it more lively it flew yeah, it, a lot it, better it didn't seem like the same character from the from being in her 30s to being in uh, her 16 year old self oh my gosh I just noticed something really cool about the uh, the DVDs Oh, what's that? Pick this out. This is the motif on the side of uh, of Agent Ica. I mean, they don't line up properly, but that's pretty cool, isn't it? Oh, the same pose? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't notice that until just now. So, anyway. All right. Continuing. So, back to episode so two. you had mentioned... All females can easily be knocked by a simple bonk on the head. Whether bonk on the head or with either a life preserve or golfing grapefruit. And then, grapefruit. And then there's some parts that Cue I could breaks the fourth wall. Yeah. Referring to the, the part where uh, the girl falls and lands in that pose where the panties are or the crotch pose. Yeah. Yeah. So you have Ica, so you have Gary, then you have Karen, there's and Gusto the, hiding in the... Gusto, yeah. Right? So at this point, she has Gusto act as a distraction while she shoots the snipers. He gets yeah, up and runs. With that? And then all of a sudden, he's back. <laughs> yeah, that was so weird. Yeah. So you have... So, Ari... Let's talk about her. We haven't mentioned her, and she's the whole point of this. She's the student council president. Yeah. She is obnoxious, loud, and blurtatious. Yeah. Oh, you want to wait till later? Well, I'm going to talk about her right here. I'm just going to say that Aries character okay. is really obnoxious in the beginning, but her English voice actor makes it really hard to not like her by the end. Oh, yeah. If anything, she, with her personality and drive... Mm-hmm. And even her ginkiness, if you want to use that word, word she keeps her, her and Ika keep the energy flowing. You have Karen to kind of she's the monotone of the group, kind of like uh, I guess Haruhi and Mikuri or Ika and Iri. And you have uh, Nagato being Karen. Mm-hmm. You have that sure 
you have that sort of sure, that's going a good on. Way to put it. I didn't even think about that. That's a, good, that's a really good way to put it. So you have like uh, Ika and Aerie just trying to be the first one to leave and they get like their butt stuck in the submarine. You have Aerie being careless while Ika scolds her for like leaving hairs on the seal of the submarine or XYZ. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, how'd you feel about the giant okay the giant uh what's her name karen yeah yeah the giant karen clone um again i somehow completely forgot (laughs) that was in the series i I thought it was funny they had the lolly karen and i had read your next thing where you had talked about karen being forever 16 and i thought oh maybe it's just the lolly clone grown up (laughs) no no that that was the original now ever 17 is a very popular uh visual novel how they worded it mm-hmm. i really think either a the show or or the translators were referencing that visual novel it still needs a re-release very highly sought after so continuing um you want to go ahead and go off of your okay so scroll back up so that that. i just this is the part where i said oh wait did you not oh yeah you, maybe I didn't. you didn't read this so the last episode pretty much sum it up. It's a Karen Palooza still. Still our lingerie flashing beach wrestlers continue their combat in an underwater airport. <laughs> Don't know where you got that resolving. Like first... Okay. Scavenger adventure. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's just air, air and water. It is anyway. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So uh, something that should be it's mentioned because nice. it'll make more sense later is that there's a scene in the first episode where Ika goes to the uh, the club room and they like rip open Karen's shirt. Uh, Ari rips open Karen's shirt and it's like, uh, and it's it's a very awkward like, what are you doing? He's like, I don't go that way. And then she's like, not that. Look at her. Look here. And she has like a tattoo of a um, a butterfly. And then they like use it to like scan it in. This matrix code comes out and they get a they get a. Uh, a coordinate and I typed in those coordinates on like Google Earth and stuff, and that's not a real place, <laughs> it goes off the map. <laughs> so I don't know if there's supposed to be a point in there somewhere, but I couldn't find anything uh interesting with it. So it's it seemed like it was near the uh the North Pole, <laughs> hmm. or I don't know, it's it didn't seem correct. Moving on, move right along, even though. Yeah, it, it mentions the flood in in R sixteen, but it doesn't explain why the flood happened and where in the world was the transforming clothes. Well, why does it need an explanation? Why can't there just be? Well, I guess that makes sense. I mean, well, then what's the point of the prequel? <laughs> well, but I, I don't later I don't, on I don't realize it's the, a reboot. The flood, I don't think the flood was too crucial of a point in the plot. It was just like, this is the world that they live in, you know, kind of thing. And that that's why the, she works as a salvager and stuff. I don't think they had to explain it. It's probably something that's, that predates R 16, you know, they don't really However, need to explain it. One of the bigger highlights for this is we see her be a scavenger. We see her right. in the submarine doing stuff. Yeah. Um, let's see what, Oh yeah. The, how did you like the Chibi previews? I thought they were hilarious. I personally, 
I mean, I they don't bother me per se, but I just I hate it's irritating to me in anime when they go to the end of the episode next time on and it's just a stupid skit. Oh, uh, you're not gonna like Record of Lotus War. Ooh, you're not gonna like I've that. I've seen one. Record of Lotus War. Oh, uh, I don't want to hear your opinion. <laughs> I'm just saying, like I, I just it's I I would prefer to actually see see scenes from the next episode or have it like I like the way that they do it in Dragon Ball. Let me put it that way. Like that gets me pumped for the next episode. The stupid like um you know like breaking the fourth wall like oh this is the last episode. And it's like I just like that bothered. I don't I don't like that personally. So it didn't I didn't think they were hilarious. I just tolerated them if I can put it that way. Yeah, I goofed right there. I meant to say Ica zero, but I was trying to hurry up and go to bed. That's all right. So I put final. Uh, so I said I hated the that the making of features are just cast and staff interviews followed by more cast and staff interviews that are separate, uh, separately titled as actual interviews. But I actually really enjoyed them. The location hunting where they went on that ship and learned about the, how the ship. Okay. I'm glad you, I'm glad I reread that cause I thought you said the opposite. Like you didn't even like that, but no, that I, I actually enjoyed that. Um, so you said you would recommend uh, watching yes, yes, R16 and that you actually liked it. You rated it higher because you see her in her profession and hobby, which we've kind of established already. And then you said, I guess this is that kind of club <laughs> referencing the, uh, the lesbian activities oh, yeah. um, that, that sort of ties into the next thing here about Ica zero. Uh, and you, as, well, I'll let you, I'll let you give your own point. The episode's name is White Knight. Gone the pillow fights of age 16, Ica R16, Virgin Mission, and enter the Kung Fu Fury of age 19, Ica, as they infiltrate a Christian all-girls school similar to episodes of Dirty Pair Flash and, as mentioned before, and there's aliens involved. So I'm I'm just curious. Did they expressly mention that it was a Christian school, or just that it was a? Um, they never expressed what religion, but since it's but it does seem Japan it did, it and did, crosses, it's some sort of Christianity. What it did, it did seem as though it was a a religious. It, it, I don't want to say a nunnery, but it did kind of. It had no, that sort you of. Might flag. as well say nunnery. It's an all girl school. So what are you saying, dirty pair flash butt monster? You're referring to. The alien. I didn't mean like the how the alien attacks. I wasn't referring to the but as for that, I was yeah, referring I to that sure. as a conjunction in this so this for instance. Anybody, for anybody uh, who hasn't seen it, they have light tentacles that are kind of like the character from Toriko that has the hair. Except that it's like this this glowing thing that's kind of the color of pee, and uh, numerous times throughout this show, you see it go up to the butt or the panties that you can see, and shoot straight through to the top of the girl's head. <laughs> and they they'll do like a, a thing where you view it from, like all of a sudden it'll go silhouette, and you see the light going all the way through and coming out the top of their head, and then it leaves like this bruise behind. And then they're like mind controlled afterward or something. Yeah, yeah, they're like in a different state of mind. I was going back to Gundam. It kind of reminds me like when the new type 
effect happens to them and they're standing still. But that's probably a bit of a stretch. Oh, um, well, so you have that. I, I'm, yeah. So I mentioned that Ica Zero is significantly more Japanese than the other Ica installments, not only because it's in Japanese without any English dub, but specifically due to the fact that, you know, communal bathing, just a lot of very Japanese mannerisms, I guess, compared to the other ones, I felt like. I mean, the most Japanese thing I feel like we saw in R16 was the fact that there was a club, you know, school club. Yeah. Which isn't to say that other schools don't have clubs, but just the way that it was sort of handled. Um, oh, yeah. Didn't the character designs kind of remind you of Kitty Grade? Yeah. And I, I wasn't thrilled with the uh, character designs in R16. Oh. I'm oh. sorry, not, not R16. I wasn't thrilled with the ones in Ica Zero. I liked the ones in R16. Okay. Um, especially Karen all of a sudden has really short, kind of ugly hair. Yeah. Really messy, ugly well, short hair. Let's see. So Ritsko kind of throws me off because I'm not sure if she was a bad guy or not in R16. She was, was she the t- teacher? Yep. That was in the laundry. Yeah, that was bizarre because she apparently lives with Ari in, as you said, in the in R sixteen. And then it's funny. I I can tell what happened here. Um, So you had talked about uh, episode two here, and school shot. Yeah, and as you said, uh, and then you said watch after the credits, and then that scene from after the credits is the very is the way they start the next episode. I didn't you know, know that at the time. I know. I, I figured. I figured because uh, when I was watching, it, I'm like, oh wow, I'm glad he had said that, and I watched the credits, and then oh okay, <laughs> um, but yeah. So so in episode two, there's a moment where I almost gets the butt implant from the light beam, <laughs> and then all of a sudden it gets shot by a gun and broken before it enters her. And apparently from what I've learned from episode three is that if, if the episode would have, the show would have just been over sooner if it had actually hit her, <laughs> if they hadn't yeah. shot it. <laughs> yeah. Cause all of a sudden the thing is that, okay. At some point, the alien monster creature grabs Ica and the beam goes through her straight through her head, just like the other characters. And then, uh, Ica gets more powerful instead of oh, getting. She has the zero inside of her, or she Which is the zero. I didn't, I didn't think was explained all that well. It um, wasn't but explained yeah, so... all that well, but apparently she was the orid. Something happened in the flood, and she obtained the original within her. I don't know. It's bizarre. So, God, this is so dry. <laughs> There was an and extra dry option in the, in the, yeah, well, the champagne has, it's dry, right? That's what they call it. And then there's, there was an extra dry option. I could have gotten, I'm so glad I didn't. <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, there's a point. So I can, okay, so this, this is kind of gross. <laughs> the impalement of this beam of light, let's say, all of a sudden starts disintegrating. 
while it also turns red. And it's like they have a shot where you see her ass. And it's just like a beam that looks like urine hitting her now starts to turn red <laughs> coming out from her body. <laughs> and it's so bizarre and ugly. And then she has this ab- ability to... Th- to like utilize this power that she never uses again. Is that an explanation of her magical girl thing? I don't, I didn't get it at all. It didn't make what any happened, sense. What happened was they're out of runtime. They needed a plot to destroy the bad guy and yeah. she saved the day. Come so on. The, this, when I talk about this like urine colored thing and everything, the coloring on it was Especially once it goes red, it was very reminiscent of Tsukihime, which is a show yeah, I, I can't understand. Yeah, explain that one, because... Okay, in Tsukihime... I thought, this was, I thought all this was a lot more interesting than that. Well, no, no, I'm talking about the effect. In Tsukihime, there's a guy who, has, who, who uses a knife, and he can, like, see on a person these, like, special lines that if he strikes the knife in those lines, it, like, causes the... the I forget how exactly what it does, but it, like, causes them to shatter or something. Hmm. And it like that's like how he fights, and it's like the lines have that same exact effect that the rendering of the red version of the yellow tentacle light beams had. And at one point, Ika creates a spear out of this like light energy, and she throws it like a javelin and and impales the the villain character through the butt and all the way through. And it's just like it's just like you did you it's did you take it too far? Or is this just really dumb, you know? Like when you're watching it, because I know they have to up the ante, but I, there's a reason that Ica Zero never came out over here. Uh, I have a theory to that, but I want to at least get through the rest of this. Okay, I'm going to let you continue thing. I have to take a leak real quick. I will be right back. All right. I can hear you, though, with the Hold up the... Okay. Hold on. I'm going to switch it to this so you can see it. There you go. Then I I didn't understand AC's comments, so I sarcastically replied, you would think being touchy about Ica's butt would be a good thing. So one of the weird quirks that I've had with this show is throughout, like I said, throughout the Ica series, Fistle Fly, Lethal Kicks will, will soar and spray downs of bullets will occur frequently, but there's no blood to this what's supposed to be a sort of mature series. So why, why is that not there? Why, why is there random censorship every now and then Um, for episode three, three of the last, there is blood in agent Ica, but it's the, uh, it's the um, Hargan. Cause remember the picture I had of him with the, the shoulder pads. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, so so the male characters bleed, the female characters don't, and I think it's uh, I think it's because all the villains are female. It's kind of a um, it's a female um, abuse. Ah. it's like it's like when X Men Apocalypse had the the poster with Apocalypse holding Mystique by the throat, and they're like, "This is uh, promoting." Um, battery of women is is that sort of thing like you, you're not allowed to okay. show women being eviscerated that way so I we get to see them better to not see it that way but 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 to your point what you're getting at is that she shot that one girl 
and the yeah, bullets and the just bullets like stay just... there on her tummy, and it's like okay, just rubber bullets. Over, like, oh, I'm dead. And it's like these bullets are just touching your skin. They're not even like they didn't even penetrate and go inside of your organs. They're literally just sitting on the surface of your skin, like you're Superman, and then you fall over. Like oh no, that really hurt. <laughs> Let's see. So. On episode three, they infiltrate the school. You see two different routes as to how they infiltrate it. You see a big reveal that happens. Happens kind of out of nowhere, but if you saw the hints, you can get it. Um, You have the action scene that we just described. Then you have the butt scene. This butt scene is they're trying to enter a door. How do you enter the door? That butt scene, I think, happens in episode two. No, it happens in episode three because that's where they found all the victims. No, that was episode two. I, because I read your, I read your uh, tweets before I actually saw that uh, that scene, and I I looked for it. That's the part where they where they pick up the girl with the glasses that you were referring to, like having that geeky character, and they just dropped her on the on the. Uh, uh, the oh, tile I was the geeky character. I was referring to Karen because her perfect disguise was wearing glasses. Oh. Well, there was there was a character that had glasses that had short hair and was right. they fought, but they put her onto that tile and then the tile lifts up because her butt is touching it and they're like, yes, biometrics, I knew it, right? That was from episode two. Okay. Because Ica goes down there and that's where they actually infect Ica with the urine colored beam. Okay. Anyway, so, it's unimportant, but but back yeah. to your point, it reminded you of cow and chicken. I was thinking the same yeah. thing. Uh, because one episode had who has this magical butt print and Matt, kind of like a Cinderella story. How how have I missed? Where are we? Uh, somehow it's got I'm, this. Here it is. Count chicken. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, episode three. Over, I had already talked about this. Okay. All right. Then you have uh, silver and pink, which I think silver and pink is blue and sister. Yeah, I think that was what they're hinting at. Did you notice that Pink had... Uh, I bet the character design, in if you had seen a person like that in real life, would be quite weird. Because yeah. she had this... Um, her bangs would come down, and then like she had like the drill hair, and then it would be like a little drill right here, too. It was really... like That would look so weird to have somebody curl just the end of their hair together. Like You'd be like... You know what I mean? Like curling a mustache. Yeah. It was just a really pretty weird character design. I mean, it looked fine in the anime, but in in real life, it would have looked weird. She kind of looked like uh, Chocolate from Sorcerer Hunters. Oh, God, it's been so many years. I don't remember any of the character names. The younger sister. I don't know if I've even seen. I don't think I've actually watched Sorcerer Hunters, actually. I've seen Sorcerer on the Rocks, which is part of Sorcerer Hunters. Yeah, but it's not the same. Okay, I will get to that eventually. Okay, so... Have that. Then I commented on the characters. Who... I've already brought up Gozo, Gusto, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the picture dramas. There's really not much to say about it. The no, Cosby Cafe just set just sets up one joke, which it, I got a slight chuckle out of it. Secret Garden, because of how over the top and silly it was, I was able to laugh pretty well. Panther, I was able to laugh. A little bit more than episode one, but not by much. Mm-hmm. I think I'm missing one of the tweets in here. 
I am. Oh, no, no, here. The White Knights have a hilarious conversation about clothes, which I changed conversation about panties. Yeah, one was missing panties and one was missing a bra. Yeah, so I, anyway. Um, these are panty tweets, if you didn't know. The panty tweets. Anyway, um, so anyway, I'll let you continue. This is the thing you thought I had put in the wrong spot before. Okay. Watching the series flow, uh, and I already explained that. Okay. Still recommend the series. Keep going. You asked how far we were in our viewings. Um, FDDM was only three episodes in. He said he had only heard bad things about the series beforehand, but there's plenty of stuff that he likes about it, surprisingly. And strangely enough, the next comment that I made has two likes. There's only two <laughs> yeah, types was... of people in the world. Little Debbie Downers and Little Debbie Cakes. Have your own opinion. <laughs> Brownie. Uh, and I didn't know where to put this. I, I thought this was something you were referencing part of the episode. Bring, said, bring, Are you a fan of private theaters? Bring that up next podcast at the beginning. Okay. Have that be a starter conversation. It's At, the, at this uh, point, it's way too late. Okay, so I asked, uh, tweet us your questions using uh, about the stuff. And Reese, who I think has already left, said, my Russian mail order bride hasn't come home in three weeks. Is she cheating on me? Reese, I told you in the last podcast that, that if she's not a midget, she is cheating on you. <laughs> I told you because you had described yourself as short, bald, and tubby uh, that, yeah, no. you. Well, it, well, it depends. Signs aren't looking good. Reese, it depends. Do you live in an area full of mud? Do you live in an area full of snow? Do you live right next door to the Transcontinental Railroad? If you said no to all three, she died off because she's not in her natural habitat. (laughs) To which I will continue. Duo says, would you be willing to do a podcast with me on Doki Doki Literature Club? Doesn't even need to be the OCA podcast. I just want to force people to play it so I can discuss it with them. To which I replied, but that would require me to play it. So I'm curious. Um, this is an American game that is Japanese in theme. Is anybody interested in actually seeing me play this? Like, I, Let me rephrase that. I'm considering recording the entire process of me doing a playthrough and seeing if it's editable down into something that would actually be worth watching reaction and all that stuff um i don't know we'll see so that's the last thing here that's kind of a weird place to stop i shouldn't have <laughs> should have included that at the end there uh should probably find a better way to do that but that is for the most part the podcast for today Oof, that's everything scheduled do you have anything else one. um what are we watching next time that is a good question uh we will be watching gunbuster and the thing that's a little bit weird about this is that, and I, I mean, we have gone so many hours into this podcast so far, but uh, what is this? This is five and a half hours, I think, right now. Yeah. Apparently, Gunbuster the series, Gunbuster the movie. Is this, see, I wanted to ask people, but I think everybody's gone. One viewer right now is probably you, Augie. Mm-hmm. Is this the episodes recut into a movie or is this a sequel to the show? <laughs> um, that's something we should probably figure out. Oh, it says, 
unleash the feature film version of Gunbusters, the last, the last bit of phrasing here. So we're watching the movies. I'm going to watch all of it, just so that I'm caught up and I'm going to watch it in order and everything. And and if I notice anything that's different, I might comment about it using hashtag OCA podcast. Um, I'm going to end up watching. I'm going to end up watching the theatrical movie because that's the one that I have. And also, since it's more available now, Gunbuster 2. Gunbuster 2. So you said this was a movie 2. You just meant the movie and then also Gunbuster 2, not movie 1 and movie 2. Because as far as I know, again, this is very confusing. There's also a movie of Gunbuster 2. Or there's aim for the Gunbuster versus Die Buster, the Gatai movie. I'm going to watch all of them. That's all. I don't have that, so I won't be able to comment as much. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to watch all of them just because um I want to uh, I want to get caught up. Um, and here I thought we were happen. gonna work up and okay. Well, um, and then the next podcast after that we're gonna be watching Bubblegum Crisis, and I'm probably gonna try to watch all of that too, just because I want to get through some stuff. I feel like I've been yeah, I've been a little is... bit. I feel like I've just been stuck lately, anime wise, with a lot of stuff. Like, for instance, before I even started watching Agent Ica, I finished the disc of Legend of Condor here I was watching, you know, because I didn't want to stop mid-disc. So I just, I feel a little bit stuck anime-wise. Like, I'm not quite where I want to be on certain things. So yeah, I, I want to get through some extra stuff. Anyway, Alrighty. anything else? Oh. Uh, that's it for now. Let us see if there are any comments. Nope, none. <laughs> So the last person watching is either you or that mecha guy, and I suspect it's you. Anyway, um, that's it for us. We'll see you on the 8th, I believe, because February has only 28 days that the next podcasts are going to be the 28th, or pardon, the 8th and the 22nd again. I just want to double check real quick. So we're going to go from the 22nd to yep, the 8th, and then yep. So that is that is going to be the case. And then the one after that will be the 5th of April. Um, also, um, if you have any, no, the eighth of um, March, March, then the twenty second of March. March, and then the fifth okay. of April will be the one. Yeah, that'll work. Um, so I'm curious. Uh, so as again, we're doing this for Mecca March, and I'm curious if you guys have anything else um, that you want. Like, is there are there any other themed months we should do? We are thinking about doing May Day May, or as Reese put it. Mind F May, uh, or we would do psychological things. Um, but I just mm, want to know if you guys. Maids in May. May, that's a, actually a pretty good idea. Uh, so, so if you guys have any suggestions for ways that we can theme the Watch Club for the podcast, uh, definitely let us know in the comments and we will take them into consideration. Or you can find us on the OCA Podcast Facebook group, which is in the description of this video. Go ahead and join, and you can submit your suggestions there, and we will review them and comment back and forth on what we think. And we'll come to a – eventually we'll get a year-long sort of a idea of how the podcast is going to look. Obviously, it's a good idea to not theme every single podcast because – or every single month because then it doesn't give us any freedom to actually just throw in a random thing, you know? Um, yeah. So, but we'll, we'll see how that goes. So anyway, uh, that's it for me. How about you? Augie? I'm, I'm good for now. See you next time. All right. See you guys on the 20s.